Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pingree. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, everybody. Welcome. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Monday, June 30th, 2014. Thank you for joining us on this Monday night, if you're listening live. And if you're not, screw you. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing. Right now, TechOneDesigns.com. A full decal kit. That's what we said in Canada, decal. A full decal kit, 185 bucks. Uh, for your bike, for your machine, it's 15 bucks off, and uh, you get a free seat cover with that. But you have to email Jamie at TechOneDesigns.com, T-E-C-H-1, uh, O-N-E, Designs.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Nick Way is coming on, Forrest Butler, Matt Bacheglia, and Adam Cincerello all on the show tonight. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. It's a, it's a fantastic weekend to talk about Muddy Creek. And uh, we had a week off, and we're back, and we're better than ever, or at least back anyways. Like I said, I'm Steve Mathis. With me, co-hosting the entire show, hanging out, four-time 125 Supercross winner, former factory rider, the David Pingree. Ping, what's up? Hey there. Just uh, here in Vegas. <laughs> just happened to be coming by? You swinging? Just happened to be in the area. <laughs> yeah. Um, just Driving up. Quick four hours from home. It's so. been a while since you've been in studio. It's been a yeah, while. Gappy. It's been a while mm-hmm. since uh Oh, no, please. Oh. Uh, Thanks for coming it's, in. Uh, it's good to Appreciate be back. Appreciate it. Yeah, lots to talk about tonight. Yeah. Talk about uh, uh, James Stewart, uh, Jeffrey Hurlings, the Motocross the Nations, Muddy Creek. Lots to talk about. Yeah. Lots. Kiefer was in a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Did he bring you a coffee? He did. Did he pay you to come be on the show? He wouldn't take any money, though. Still doesn't take any money. Still I bet if you hit him up, just I doesn't bet take if, any I'll money. I bet if you hit him up, he'd throw you like a 20 or a couple of 20s. He throw me money. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I think you're missing an opportunity <laughs> to make some cash. <laughs> the most expensive co-host <laughs> the Pulpa Mech show has is here, the David Pingree. <sighs> no, it's awesome. I'm Thank the, you. I'm the fancy jeans of the Pulpa Mech. Uh, <laughs> you are. You know, Kiefer's, the, Kiefer's the sweats. <laughs> <laughs> He's jorts. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, uh, thanks, everybody, for coming in. Hey, Pookie, uh, can you take the battery out of that GoPro and put it back in as per Moser's instructions? Okay. Thanks, bro. Uh, and maybe if we get to it, Ping, I have a question about what kind of marriage you're in. If you would react the same way I would react. All right, let's hear this. Right there, off, there's right palpable the, tension in the house. Right off tonight. the bat? Yeah. Well, Why hold not? On, hold on a second. Okay, so we got all that coming in. And uh, don't forget, you can, uh, you can get the... Uh, I don't know how to do it. I <laughs> show, the show is already gone for, for crap. Pookie, unscrew the thing. Okay. Uh, unscrew yeah. the thing. Here. Let's take the, the take the thing happened? and okay. He knows how to do it. Nope. Take taking uh, your calls. Try. Thank you. Taking <laughs> your calls, you producing the show, show. Uh, and and the man working with a brand new phone system for you jerkies. Uh, over three thousand dollars. We spent upgrades for the for the studio here. Uh, the Devin Gibbs. What's up? What's going on? Killing uh, it always. Three thousand dollars <laughs> in all the 
Yeah. Wow. That's right. That's killing it. I'm going to need some of your money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, dude. <laughs> let her do it, bro. Let her let, let, unplug, unplug this. Okay. All right. Hey, so Ping. Good luck, bro. Listen. Okay. <laughs> listen. Here's, here's, here's the deal. You're going to get one side of the story right here. Here's right. the deal. Okay. Before we go any further with this show, lots of things to talk about, but let's, let's get into that. Okay. Uh, Pookie's friends from Nebraska came into town. Like eight of them. 16 of them. Okay. 16 of them came in to, to hang out and party and whatever. Okay. Okay. They all came to Las Vegas. Very big tourist destination here in the town. I've heard of that before. Uh, Pookie did not come home for four nights. She stayed with her friends in their rooms. Did not come home. Like, I was, I did not, I was home for two of the nights. I was traveling to the races the other two. She was coming and feeding the dogs and taking off again, like back to the back to the bar. Not coming home. Back to the bar. Who That's knows? That's not true. Who knows, bro? Back to the pool. Anyways, how your lovely wife Amber? How would that go over? Hey, I got friends in town. If you don't I'm, have children, I, of course, of course. Right. If you had children, it's another story. Look, I got friends in town. Who's looking at me? I got, I, got, <laughs> I got friends in town, and you know what? A big this, a big F you, I'm out for four nights. <laughs> Look. Your husband's home, he's in sleeping. It's, it's it, when you the days you're gone, I I think that's totally Oh, but if he's acceptable. here he needs to be babysat and I have to spend a, my my time here with him. Did she call? Was she like checking in, going, Hey, you know, we're just having so much fun, I'm just gonna oh, stay. Well, we, we speak a lot anyways on the phone. We have a yeah. We're very codependent right And so when she said, Hey, I'm hammered, I'm staying here all night. She was never hammered. Okay. Two of the nights we didn't come home until after four, though. You know how Vegas can get. Come on, Ping. You know how I Vegas do. can get. I do. But so, like, she's calling you, and you're going, are you going, like, you're not coming home? Or, well, or are you no, like, no, no, have fun? No, this, I, this, I never planned on coming home. This was discussed before. Like, hey, I'm not coming home. And I'm like, huh? Not coming home. Oh, she gave you four warnings. Why would I come home at four o'clock in the morning? Where were you sleeping? Like, did they have a big suite or something? We all got our, We got four rooms for 16 girls. Four girls to a room. I paid for the room. Months before they even came, because I knew I wasn't coming home. I don't know. It's home. I don't know. It's very weird. Vegas, and you normally go to well, Vegas. Well, let's say Temecula like, had a big amusement park, and your wife was going to the amusement park in Temecula. I mean, I think I go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Thank Sorry, you. Four o'clock in the morning. Let me just, oh. let me just Berluti, drive home so I can pass out in my own Berluti bed. Berluti has, has weighed in. Now Pingree has weighed in. Thank but, you. But, uh, you know, I don't want to upset your happy home over here. Pooks I'm, already hates me because Trayvon Martin and now this <laughs> lobby, lobby, lobby lobby thing. God dang it! Our politics aren't lining yeah, up. I shouldn't and now be this. surprised. I'm just saying. I'm I gotta go. I'm I'm definitely worried about you because each week it's like you guys. Is in between weeks? Are you guys still arguing about this? Because every show no. you guys are a little bit more. more no, more because mad. off the air he tells me something totally different than he tells everybody else on that's the air and true. all of you guys. No, that's definitely true. Steve likes drama. Do no, you think that I approved of this? Of this move? I think if you really cared, then I wouldn't have stayed out. <laughs> you asked me that before you went, and I said I do care. Well, I really I, don't think you do. <laughs> See? <laughs> I said, she said, you don't really care. I said, I do. She goes, no, you don't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think you do. All right, so, okay, we, we, so they all came to see me. So, like, around 1, 2 o'clock, I should just be like, okay, girls, I know you're all here to see me. We can't all fit back at my house. So just I'm going to leave. And I'll come back sometime tomorrow during the day and hang out with Like you. Chris Rock says, nothing good happens after 1 a.m. Nothing good is going on. And it was all girls, so he couldn't, like, come hang out too, right? He could like come the... hang out. No. But it was no. all girls. Yeah. 
Uh, just go home to your house, to your to your house that your husband pays the mortgage on. That's all. I don't pay for anything in the house. And you don't pay the mortgage? I help. <laughs> Do you? Well, whatever you use my money for is what I pay for. <sighs> Thank you, Ping. She made that coffee. I.e. hotel rooms in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, well, well, no, Ping, thank you. You're, you've made your... Nice knowing you, Ping. Gosh dang it. She's going to unfollow me on Twitter. <laughs> the ultimate... Uh, nice, the ultimate slap. It is, face. right? All right. Enough about that. We got your emails. We got your voice. We got the Race Tech email segment coming up. BTOsports.com. Gabbett Gibbs. Race Tech emails. I just said that. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. NFAB Question of the Day. All coming up on the show. And, uh, hey, Ping, when you think of plastic... What company do you think of? Oh my gosh, Acherby's? Bingo. Oh, yes, oh. Bingo. Woo! 40 years. Did I say it right? Acherby's. Oh, yeah, Acherby's has been the world leader in aftermarket replica plastics and accessories. Acherby's offers everything from replacement replica plastic kits to a wide variety of high quality products like chain guide and slider kits, handguard skid plates, fuel tanks. Check them out on social media at Acherby's USA and Acherby's.com. They got a bike builder. There, and we thank those guys for coming on the show. You know what they got? I've got a set of really cool flow orange plastic, like what was on Jimmy's bike. Jim, I was, you took the words out of my mouth. Uh, Jimmy Albertson's bike looks sweet. Yeah, I'm waiting to build a project bike with that stuff. Yeah. No, it looks good. And yeah. uh, They got they got same for Cowies and uh, I think yellow, too? No, just oh yellow for what? Yamahas? I don't know. Suzuki? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I thought yeah, they yellow had yellow for Suzuki? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good job, Acherbys. Well, like flow yellow, like uh, bright yellow. Oh, oh. No? I don't know. I thought he had a few colors. I know Reed runs it. I know the KTM factory guys were close to running it, and they chose not to. And now Albertson runs it, and Landon Powell, and uh, Rook Stool, and these guys. Mm. So, um, yeah, look, uh, thanks to Cherubies for coming on the show. And, again, check out tech1designs.com for uh, some sponsored deals on that. Cincerello, Bashaglia, Forrest Butler, Nick Way, Jason Thomas will be up later. Don't forget, if you're going through Amazon, uh, just click through the Amazon banner on Pulpamex. Takes you to Amazon. Uh, make your regular purchase. And we get a small slice of that so I can keep paying David Pingree to come on up here. Uh, we had a guy buy $10,000 in loading ramps. And uh, we got a nice chunk of that. Ten grand. the guy nice. spent on Amazon. That'll buy Pookie, uh, like, I don't know how many hotel rooms with their friends <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the strip. So right, right. Fantastic. Good. So thanks, everybody, for doing that, supporting that, and working that through. We appreciate it. Don't forget to get the Pulp, Pulp Mix app. And the NFAB Fly Racing NFAB Moto 60 show Thursdays at noon. All right. Look, uh, we got a lot to get to. And 20 minutes until the kid comes on, Cincerello. I don't know what we're going to talk to him about, but he's a good interview. So who knows? Um, James Stewart. That's where I want to start with you because we have yet to really hear. I read your Ask Pain column on Racer X, and you didn't really get into it too much. What do you think of this? Provisionally suspended. Testing positive for amphetamine on the water thing. What's your thoughts on this, Ping? Certainly myself and Weege and uh, JT, and I've all done a lot about this, but what do you think? Well, I think that... Uh, Keep in mind, you're almost a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he, uh, if he really needs it, like if for him he has ADD so badly that he needs that medication, he would have a prescription for it already. And it would have been like, hey, guys, I see that this is on the list of illegal things. I'm taking that. What do we need to do? You know, like, it just seems kind of shady, the whole deal. And, um, you know, you mentioned you were talking to Trey a little bit about how the process goes when they're tested at a race. And the guy's standing right there and ask you, okay, are you taking anything? That would be sort of your one last chance to go, hey, oh, you know what? 
I completely forgot about this it when is, I... Uh, this is right before the guy asked you to take your pants down to your knees, to your ankles, I mean. That's how I pee anyway, all the time. Pants oh, you to do? my ankles, yep. You just drop your pants? All the way. How do you... Do you do that, Kevin? Is that... No, not at all. I super just, weird, right? Yeah, that's... that's yeah. Super weird, Ping. All right, no, At like the big trough, when you just got them down to your ankles, your butt cheeks are hanging out, just looking around, hey, fellas. <laughs> how are we doing? Ice looks chilly in there, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so he, he's given one last chance to say that, oh, hey, I'm taking this, you know, if everything else had already slipped past him somehow. So it just looks shady. And, uh, you know, for someone who doesn't have attention deficit disorder so bad that they need medication, that particular medication is going to let you focus um, what do you know about it? What do you know all. about it in your in, just in that? Your I, research? I know okay. a lot of guys, you know, throughout medical school and stuff. A lot of colleges, it's it's a, a very popular and abused drug for cramming for finals and studying because mm-hmm. it's an amphetamine, so it ramps you up. It gives you sort of uh, yeah. like a charge of energy, but it, it just allows you to focus um, really, really intently for a long period of time. So you can kind of even go back and look at Stuart when he was still on his Yamaha. You can almost pick up on when he starts taking this stuff I think and this is total speculation but you know he went from you know where he'd be leading on that Yamaha and then just make a mistake and go into a hay yeah, and crash yeah, no. believe me a few teams and, and uh, washing a front end in a turn like think of all those little f- dumb mistakes on the Yamaha which yeah. looked like the bike but then a, maybe, few, a few managers and people in the pits brought this up to me this weekend so you know I don't know at what point but this year in particular well, and last year you see him being much more like um, kind of calm and focused. <laughs> well, just patient. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not yeah. as scrambled upstairs, right. and um, it shows in his writing. So, again, if he has ADD and he's got a doctor who said, "Hey, this will help you," mm-hmm. then cool. But if not, and now he's trying okay. to find a doctor well, that will write him a post-dated one. A real key is the Lakewood test that they did. They yeah. did more testing at Lakewood. Well, Comes- it's going to be positive, right? You, you okay. not like he stopped taking it. Okay, so it's going to be positive. I highly doubt he's given USADA a therapeutic therapeutic use exemption form. I doubt that. A two, if you will. A TUE. Um, so now he's going to have issues with the Supercross or the Motocross series immediately, yeah. just yeah. like he had with Supercross. If it comes back fine, then it looks. Well, I thought you had ADD. Thought you were being prescribed. Yeah, he's, he can't win from here. He's going to have he, a, it, a battle. So what do you think happens? What do you think? I mean, you've been around the sport for a long time, and I, I've, I've certainly been telling people about how I think like this is just going to be like a fine and a slap in the wrist. I just, I do too. I, if yeah. if it was a what what one of those agencies calls a performance enhancing drug, yeah. I think it would be different. HGH, I think they would have to go. Steroids. Okay, that's it. Right, right. But in this case, I think it's going to be poo pooed and kind of fluffed and then swept under the rug because yeah. Feld doesn't want to lose him. MX Sports doesn't want to lose him. He's, a, I mean, James, love him or hate him, he's a huge draw at the races. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a less interesting race without him there, bottom line. It is. So yeah. It sucks that it's all happening, but I, I don't know. I don't see that. Do uh, you have any problems with the, with the sport going to WADA USADA for testing and drugs? And do you have, I heard some, somebody this weekend that they're like, why do we even want to do that? We, we're, we're not that big. This guy sells tickets. We need this guy. Why are they doing this? It's stupid. Is there? Yeah, <laughs> but if you're not cheating, if you're not doing anything wrong, it shouldn't have been a problem. If he has a prescription for it, why wouldn't he have just said, "Hey, I'm taking this. I'm prescribed this by a doctor." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would have been allowed to continue to take it. Yes. It would have been a non-issue. 
So that's the part that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, you're, you're I totally think there's right. stuff that they they can find and catch guys doing if they are, and this will at least scare guys away from doing it. Right. Um, so it's pretty gnarly for our sport, though. I think I, – I, I mean, Wygant's done a little more research on this than I have, and he thinks that there's going to be some major penalties from James is going to be have some big-time problems uh, when it all gets said and done. Of course, he's got the right to an appeal. He's got to go before jury and all this kind of stuff. And I just, in our sport, I find it hard to believe he's going to do. You know, I mean, I had people after the police thing, the police lights, saying he's going to jail. His career is over. And the guy had probation or whatever. Yeah. Of course, if it's going to happen in our sport, the first guy to ever get tested positive for anything, paying who? <laughs> of course, it's going to be course. James Stewart, right? Yeah. Right. <sighs> Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> um, Muddy Creek this weekend. Uh, Stewart crashing the first turn. Wasn't focused, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. But crashing the first turn, rode great in the first moto. Second moto was on it, too, until he crashed later in the race. Not much you can do about that. The first turn had three out of four motos had big crashes. Yeah, what's going on? It's just, like a, a, just a hairpin, you know? We talked about it a little bit today on the Racer X podcast. The inside guys, normally in a hairpin start, start the, the inside guys are the number one gate. But in this, it goes, it, it went in. So you got the inside guys moving to the left. Everyone's just funneling. The guys on the, the right moving to the left. And, you know, yeah. boom. So uh, Cooper Webb won his first national. Yeah, he did. And uh, he rode great. Um, I think he was. Not going to be denied another win after you know so many so many seconds behind his teammate and with his uh, mm-hmm. teammate kind of in, in the back both motos. Mm-hmm. Man, he had to have seen his opportunity there. I, I was most impressed by um, his podium, speech. his podium speech, yeah. which we got it here. We do, yeah, <gasps> yeah, we got it here. Oh, I know, let's I know, hear it. I know it's incre- it. incredible timing, but here, Ping, you really like this. You, after the first okay. moto, I thought this was that, this was great. A, cl- a win that's that close, it must be hard. Uh, I'm pissed, so uh, hopefully when I'm pissed, I'll come out swinging, but uh, I can't thank the whole, everybody out there that was uh, cheering for me. They were all cool as, cool as crap, so it was awesome. Well, congratulations. <laughs> cool, from that, but- cool as crap. So he can't thank everybody. Yeah. And they're all cool as crap. <laughs> Since when did crap become cool? Man. Well, you know what? It's better than being a robot, though. Ah, well. Right. Is it? Yeah, I think so. That that right there? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still good with that. <laughs> Do you think he catches any flack? No, 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 okay. no, not at all. all right, Nothing. Perfect. Um, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, what's up? You there? What's what's going on? What do you want yeah. to talk about? Silly season. Um. Oh, I did have a different question, but now that we're talking about Cooper Webb and everything. Yep. Who do you think has more control over this 250 championship? Because Martin seems to be slacking a bit, not getting his dominance on like earlier in the season. Um, yeah, uh, Blake Baggett has won four, four of the last five motos, Ping. Probably maybe would have went for the pass again in the second moto had he not fallen. He's 50, he was 53 points, and now he's like 19. What do you think? I think his momentum's on his side, for sure. There's no question. And uh, but there's still a lot of motos to go. Um, I think it's all three of those guys are in, in a real good spot. So maybe maybe Cooper turns this into some momentum and 
you know, he has a great second half of the season. I, I think there's just too much racing to go to say, but right now, Blake Baggett is the guy these guys should be, yeah. be worrying about. Yeah. We saw last year Brandon Blake Baggett win Bud's Creek, and we're like, oh, he's shit. He's back. His wrist is fine. He's back. Watch out. Got the number one point for a reason. And then it never happened. Nothing ever happened. So I was sort of hesitant on saying, but after this weekend, he started 5th, 6th, 7th in both motos, so like he moved forward. That's not good for for competition. So No, it's not. Yeah. And I, I think that's even something that um, Martin's not done. You know, come from back a ways yeah. and gone to the front and gone away. Yeah. So, no, uh, he's gotten the starts when he's done it. Yeah, Baggett's, Baggett's the guy with the momentum. Yeah. All right, thanks, Brandon. All right, wait, I got one more. Okay, Brandon, um, we'll, we'll wait for you. What? What's up? You know, on the Fly Moto 60 show, you're talking about uh, Roxon and RCH. Are those just rumors, or no. is that true? No, that's true. Roxon's going to ride for RCH Suzuki next year. Like everything, like Barsha going to JGR, these are all confirmed already? That's going to work. That's going to happen, too. Yep. All right. I was just wondering. Yeah. I thought they were rumors. Well, no, no, I mean, look. look I mean, look, they're, they're, nothing's official as far as there's no press releases out. Kenny Watson will tell you that you need to wait for the press release. But it's all happening. Trust me on that. So that that's all a done all deal. Right. Even the people in the teams are admitting it and everything else. Um, so, yeah, that that's definitely. And Cole Seeley going to Factory Honda. As Trey Kennard's teammate, that's that's done also. So. All right, cool. Thanks, Brandon. All right, thanks for clarifying that. Have yeah. a great night, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. How's the new phone system, I, Ping? It's that's real nice. Solid. I'm happy for you. Thank you. That guy seemed a little intense. Yeah, he did. He needs to, like, relax a little. Zach, you got a question for Pingree? Yeah, hey, Ping. Um, you might remember me. I, I wrote into uh, the Ask Ping column a couple weeks ago, uh, kind of talking about your bike builds that you do and uh i just want to say your your latest one with the honda was really really cool i love seeing those things oh the the pro circuit bike yeah that thing was spot on it had all the trick parts on it yeah that that was uh that was uh mostly pro circuit they they put that whole thing together so i can't take any credit yeah. for it but other yeah. than i got to ride it and it was it was great well zach don't worry we got a 1990 kx250 coming up that's going to blow your socks off yeah, if you're into hey, what, uh, really old bikes. Last week on the show, you were talking about you were going to actually ride the thing. Was that a joke? No. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You are going to race it? Well, race isn't – I'd use the term ride, Zach. But Well, it's going to be yeah, just like – I think it was uh, JT that was trying to get you to ride or to uh, race it somewhere. Uh, he wanted me to take it to Australia to go race. Oh. Yeah. But, no, we're going to – we have some plans for it. Pingree's going to ride it. We may or may not have some other factory riders going to step up and ride it. It's gonna I be hope somebody a, takes a video of that. That'll be pretty cool. It's gonna be a video just like all of our other uh, uh, garage in stock test bikes or, or, or yeah, project yeah. bikes that we build. It'll be the same kind of thing. Yeah. Hey. Also, um, didn't you think it was pretty funny when they interviewed Cooper Webb on the podium and he called Baggett a joker? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Devin. Devin was asking us before the show if we thought he's gonna get any any flack for that. I don't think so at all. I think that's cool. No. It, yeah. It's fine because you know that. It seems like whenever a guy wins his first race, he always says something that's kind of edgy, but it's kind of cool, though. Like, like telling fans they're cool as crap? That kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just so pumped, and he, said, I mean, he doesn't have the same, the same old vanilla stuff that everybody else does. I, I, yeah, I think I'm, he with, and, I'm with you, Zach. It's, it's old man pingree here. No, look, that was just... I went up the hill, and the school both ways. Easy. <laughs> You're usually the old man. Don't get, 
You got a good judgy when I come <laughs> in and take your spot. I am, a, I am the old man. <laughs> I, I can giggle at his first moto interview a little bit. But the yeah. second, second moto after he won, it was great to see him showing some genuine emotion. That's something we don't see a yeah. whole lot of anymore, which sucks. And, and, and Baggett's got to take the mouth guard out immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Don't let people see you with that mouth guard on TV, Blake. I thought, I thought Georgia Lindsay was going to tell him to take it out. That must have been so awkward. It's, he always leaves it in, and sometimes he's got a Thor logo on there. Mom, where's yeah. my retainer? <laughs> it looks like a UFC fighter. Um, no, I, and also, did you, did you guys see, I don't know if it showed it on TV, but Blake, Blake uh, uh, Cooper rode up on the podium after the first moto like he won. And they were like, no, 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 get down. You lost. So Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, that was weird. But, yeah. but Blake did run it pretty, uh, pretty strong, a little cocky after the first moto, so if – if right. Cooper even caught a little bit, in, if he was within earshot of that to hear mm-hmm. that, it doesn't surprise me. He calls him a joker and, you know, like kind of jabs Yeah, back I, a I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zach. Yeah, it, it was all in good fun, but uh, it, it was just good to see someone kind of throwing a little bit of something extra on the podium interviews, though. But, Hang uh, on, Georgia. Let me take this headgear off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. God damn, there's no phone system. It's so good. <laughs> Gib, what's up? <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Uh, this is Gibbets from Canada. Canada Day tonight, eh? Or tomorrow, uh, no, whatever. tomorrow. Tomorrow's Canada Day. Yeah, but we, we we turn it on tonight, though. We start the celebration tonight. Yeah, that's how they do it in Canada, eh? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Do you know yeah. the lyrics to your national anthem? Uh, I actually don't, no. What the hell is going on with you guys? Yeah, sorry, bro. Steve, I tried to get him to <laughs> sing it to me one time. He's Steve, all, you uh, not either? No. It's, uh, it goes like, uh, oh, Canada, uh, True North, strong and free. Something with a f- star. Yeah. No, leaves. it goes, uh, our True North, strong and free, true patriot free. love for all our sons command. And that's about all I got. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what's yeah, up? What's um, up? Yeah, so you were, can you guys hear me? Yeah. We okay, just make sure. But, uh, yeah, so, like, you know how Ping was making that comment, uh, about, comment uh, about James? You know, you were watching back on the Yamaha. He's making small little mistakes or mm-hmm. whatever, and now he's not making those mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah, yeah. I've written, um, I've written well, a few times but, this year, but, but I mean, you think yeah. okay, you think back to James' earlier career. It's not like he was coming around a corner and tucked a front end when he was crashing. It was like big crashes. It had mm-hmm. not, he was riding over his head. It had nothing to do with like small little mistakes. So. Someone that ha- has this attention de- deficit, like or whatever that fucking word is, he he's not making the mistakes. You look back at RC. RC used to crash too, and then what? He he stopped crashing. So what did he take? Take this focus medication too? Like you, you can't you can't say it like that. Like oh, the guy's not making mistakes, so it must be when he started taking them the medication. It's just called maturity in life, you know? It's called well, maturity in life, look. That's a fantastic theory, except that he just got caught taking that medication. <laughs> so, he started it at yeah. some point. We don't know when, but... I mean, I'd love to, yeah, be, able, but, I'd love okay, to be able to agree with you. Think but back in his, in his early career, he wasn't making those little mistakes that you're talking about right there. James has been a crasher from kind of the get-go. I mean, yeah, his, but his, crash, his, his first run wide race, open or something like that, like just hawking the thing, jumping to the back of Ricky at Unadilla. I mean, you could—he's got a highlight reel. Mm. 
hours long. Yeah, but those aren't the crashes that you were referencing. You're referencing like front end mm-hmm. tucks yeah. and yeah, corners. See, this is, and stuff it's a good like volleyball match. This is a good volleyball match. Isn't on. Those were crashes right, that were Gib just, just like, served it hung right out. Gib, what, uh, what about Gib this? Just served it right and back too. This is total speculation because this would you would need some type of neurologist to even val- validate this, but validate. He has had a lot of concussions over the years. How does that affect his focus and his concentration? And would ADD medication improve that? Because yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I yeah. thought that would have been my opinion. It's, if you were asking me when he was on that Yamaha, why does he keep crashing? Why does he keep having like where he went over the bars at, at Daytona? Like why does he keep having these just yeah. little brain farts? And I would said he's hit his head too many times. Pastrana was like the same Either. kind of thing, you know, where he it's like so many injuries and they sort of compound and it gets yeah. worse and worse and you lose that focus and concentration. Is this a medication you know I, that would correct I, I, Actually, that, that is a pretty good point. I'm also speaking oh. from someone that took that medication before. Um, I took it. I, I was diagnosed with ADD. I took the medication. I took it for one day. And literally, my attentive focus was so superior. It, it was crazy. I couldn't believe who I was. Why'd you stop I taking, stopped it? taking it? Because I was just like, I wasn't my exciting self, you know? It wasn't really, it kind of like flatlined your, your personality out a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it did. It calmed me out. I wasn't like my same bumpy person, but like my attention was just there and like huh. it was crazy. Uh, thanks, Gabe. We got to run, yeah. but thanks for the call, oh, man. Thanks yeah, for calling, man. What, one quick question, man. You got to get Larry Lynn Gogol on the show. Is he still alive? Yeah. Have He's you guys rich, read his dude. book? Like, I'm not a freak oh, yeah, guy, the... but I read that book and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, I've heard about this book being pretty good. Yeah. Mind of a demon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, I, I know he, he would come on the show. Gib, Gib, I, Gib, I had a run-in with Larry in 98 at an after party, and he was kind of an asshole, and it wasn't good. Maybe I should well, forgive that, yeah. him. Maybe he, I should forgive read him. He book, man. He was strung out. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't have him on the show, but. I, I used to hang out with him. Not hang out, but a, a little bit <laughs> back. He had a Supercross track in his backyard. Yeah. Somehow they had a, a bunch of money um, before even the Metal Militia thing, and. So I was, he lived in this little side house, like guest quarters. And, uh, he, he was a, he was a weird duck, man. Way back then. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the drugs. His uh, his dad, they own the Walt Disney, the guy that designed like uh, Disney world. That was like his house. They bought it from. Hmm. All right. Gib, thanks, man. Yeah. Take care, boys. See ya. Thanks for the call. Atlasbrace.com. Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts. Then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world, the end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability at Atlas Brace on social media. AtlasBrace.com, Villapoto, Weimar, wear it. Why don't you? And Atlas Brace is uh, happy and pleased and proud to bring our next guest. He is uh, out with an injury right now. Looking to come back very soon. Perhaps Unadilla to race Jeffrey Hurlings. He is Monster Pro Circuit's Adam Cincerillo. Hi, Adam. How are you doing, my friends? Adam. What's going on? We have in studio here your former riding coach, David Pingree. And David I like to Pingree, think of my... Which, which, which took me straight to a 5-1 mm-hmm. at Monster Cup for second overall. <laughs> hey, I would have taken you to a 1-1 that was my if fault. you had a crash. Yep. And I like to think of me as a little bit of your life coach, so yeah, you know, yeah. Judging off our um, text back and forth, yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Coming back from Unadilla, I'm actually not going to even race the last round. Just Unadilla, just to race Hurlings, and then 
and then I'm going to park it again. Put it Even on. If I'm not ready. I'm going to come back. Right? Put it on vital. That's a great idea. Yeah, stamp Since, it. Stamp it. Coming back, Unadilla. You know what? Don't get me started about hurlings. This isn't the time to get me started about hurlings and all of his fake wins. Okay. Oh, here we go. You're making another enemy. What did I tell you, Steve, about wording your sentences better so you, you don't no. have so many enemies? You said I should think before I talk, before I, before I say something. All no. I'm saying is you can get the same point across, which is normally a negative opinion, in a better way so people don't hate you and they give you interviews. Like, listen, if you're up on a podium and you want to say the fans are really cool, <laughs> do you say these fans are super cool or they're cool as crap? You say they're cool as crap. What would you say? I would say they're cool as crap. <laughs> I mean, there's no other, there's no better way to get your you're right. You're that right. Practice. That's what winners say, Ping. Okay, you're right. Winners like me and Adam, we say that kind of stuff. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure I'm out, I'm off the back on this one. You're right. You're, I need to get. You're get currently yeah. you're currently tied with <sighs> with uh, Adam Cincerello for career supercross wins. Are you not? How many you have? No, you're one up. No, he's got me. I think I have three. Yeah, I think we talked about this. We did. That's right. I should remember that. Hey, uh, I called you out on the ice bucket challenge, buddy. I better see yeah, something I've posted. Yeah, I called out a few times. Yeah, that's stupid. It's Come stupid. On. It's nope. dumb. Shut up. Too much. I'm gonna pour a bucket of ice on you right now. <laughs> Not uh, with my phone equipment. I had a plan. <laughs> I had a plan. I was gonna, I was gonna get my road biking stuff, and I was gonna, like have a cadence of like 150 coming in the driveway and like <laughs> un- like pretend to not be able to unclip, fall over on the concrete, then flash myself. But by the time I got actually done with the road bike ride, I was so tired. I was just like, I'm not doing it. Forget it. It's like three people had already called me out. I, yeah. Chisholm called good. me out and uh, Kyle Chisholm, someone else. I- I'm busy, And man. so you're not going to donate $100 to... Some charity? You know what? I gave five hundred dollars <laughs> to the Bassett Rescue charity like two months ago. <laughs> so that's good enough. And you do you do help the Bassett, so right. you're good. I, I just I I think it, you know what? You don't be better than the stupid ice bucket challenge. Pay the hundred dollars to the charity, cheap ass. That'd hey, be and how about how about how about Pulp and Max putting out the money for privateers monthly? Thank you. Thank you. How does that help cancer research? Thank you, Adam Cincerillo. <laughs> Pulp Mex gave five grand to Road to Recovery like two years ago. We Richie, really? Yeah. We, hashtag we, never forget. Hashtag we, uh, we had a cooler that we auctioned off, a Pulp Mex cooler that Moser's mom bought. And we did a, a trip to the studio. Watson put a guy on his team for a week. Guy paid like two grand for it. <laughs> gave all the money to Road to Recovery. It's good. Anyways, listen. And then our privateer thing. I think it's dumb. But all right, look. Um, what what do you do? When are you riding? When do you start riding, Adam? Uh, well, when's six, the tour? You're on the tour, right? Tour I'm, de France. I'm gonna get to now. that. I'm gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen days until I start riding. I'm gonna start riding on a turn track, of course. Right. Um, you know, for a couple of weeks, just or you know, week or so, just to you know, feel it out. But as of right now, everything's super good with the shoulder, the the rehab, and everything. Just building strength and. Um, I feel confident this time because going through the process, I have, uh, you know, I've done it twice now. So this time around, I kind of know what to expect, and I feel like I'm getting a little bit ahead of the game as far as strength compared to last time. So I think coming back on the bike, that will be obviously a lot better than, uh, you know, than, than Toronto, your, your crap state. It's a province. It's a province. 
Yeah, so we got 16 days until we're back on the bike. Okay, so 16 days uh, back. You know, no matter what, Unadilla, of course. 16 days back on the bike at the races in 28 days? Yeah, that's what people think. Like, I'll post a picture of me riding and, like, can't wait to see you this weekend, dude. Like, they think that they think. You there? Uh, What do you. You locked your phone? What, what are you doing? Putting on a spandex to go do another road ride. Oh, is that it? Probably. Okay. Three a days. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you there? We lost you for a minute. We didn't hear a word. Yeah, you, you did. We, were, we, <laughs> we didn't hear a word you said. Did you drop your phone in your pants? No, I've been listening the whole time and talking. Yeah, we didn't hear nothing you said. All right, look, um, are you going to make any nationals this year? I don't know. The, I don't want to come back. I don't want to come back to the races unless I feel I can win, mm-hmm. which is where I was when I got hurt. So, well, not I'm not, technically... not going to come back. I'm not going to come back and have a 2013 repeat. I can tell you that. So I'd rather not show up than be in the back of the pack. So if I feel like I'm a hundred percent, I will be. I will be there. But. If I don't, if I'm not there yet, strength-wise and everything like that, then I will see everybody in 2015. Are you still doing PT on the shoulder, working on flexibility in that? Well, no, not flexibility. Uh, that that came into the beginning stages, but right now it's just building strength. Mm. Uh, all my mobili- mobility is actually uh, was actually way ahead of schedule. It was it was really good. So just been working on strength as of late. Atlas Neck Braces uh, brings you Adam Cincerello, the Monster Pro Circuit team, here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. You don't wear a neck brace, do you, AC? I don't. I don't wear a neck brace. Are you ever going to? And if you did, would you wear an Atlas, like your buddy Ryan Villapoto? Well, I did wear a brace for a while. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, I know. Yeah, I, I took it off. I'm, I'm one of those guys. No, you don't have to be one of those guys. It's a free country. It you, is a free country. You have the right, I know. You have the right to I decide. I know, bro. But I know you'd run an Atlas, actually. I know you would. I know deep in my heart. Of course, just because I'm on the show. And um, you're just sponsor-plugging it away. Jeez. i got to pay Pingree. Do you know that Chris... Oh! Hey, do you know that Chris hey, Kiefer... gas, bro. Chris Kiefer comes up here as a co-host and uh, doesn't charge me a, a dime. I try to give him money, and he turns it down. And did you know that David Pingree charges me the most money out of any co-host we have? Really? You get what you pay for, Adam. Remember that. <laughs> he's the... He's the uh... It's true. It's true. It's true. What are you What are you again of the Pulp Show? I'm the fancy oh, jeans. The fancy I'm jeans. like the true religions. Hey, I'm like what JT Ping, wears. Ping, Ping has more race wins than Kiefer, I'm pretty sure. So there you go. He right does. There. No, he does. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he does. Never mind the race wins. How about the podiums? God. Yeah. Yeah. 40 oh, podiums, geez. probably. An avalanche of them. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> avalanche. Exactly. Um, so, uh, Ping... If you're if you were at Adams' uh, house uh, on Saturday watching the race with him, how big do you think he was cheering for Cooper and Blake Black Baggett? Like he had to have been right into it, I bet, right into that. I battle. actually, I actually went in between motos. I went to uh, Walmart and I got pom poms and those little things that they do at birthday parties, you yeah. know, or on New Year's, I guess, where you right. pull the thing back and the confetti goes up. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was actually it was a good time. I thought you were talking really about a pinata. Did you get one of those? He got a pinata. <laughs> Beat the hell out of it. Uh, no, it's, I swear it's really no different from watching anybody else win. To be honest with you, I watched I watched the first moto at Glen Helen. I watched mm-hmm. the first photo, and then 
I didn't watch a race until Muddy Creek. Were you surprised about how fast Jeremy Martin was right away? Um, I, I'm not sure I was surprised. I, I, I actually kind of expected it a little bit just because maybe not to be as dominant as he was, but I knew he was going to win for sure. I just didn't know by, you know, that far, obviously. But mm-hmm. coming off a of Supercross, like how he started out, uh, not very good, obviously. He mm-hmm. he focused on outdoors right away, and that's a huge, you know, that's a huge advantage over anybody else that was fighting for the um, yeah, know, he, fighting for the Supercross title. But it, it doesn't matter. I mean, he he was dominant. He was so, focused I mean, enough on Supercross to win Vegas. That's true. Uh, so seventy nine. No, I mean, I he definitely. Uh, I mean, he surprised me in the fact that he dominated. I I figured he would win, but I didn't think he was going to dominate like he did. It. 70, I mean, 79 Ripper in the chat room uh, has weighed in. Ping is worth the money, you fat fuck, Mathis. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, 79 Ripper. We we now we will log your, your vote in the positive column. <laughs> That's not your chick, wow. is it? That's not your chick, is it? Ping? I hope she doesn't log in under that. <laughs> um, mean tweets. Uh, yeah, we got to do that. Uh, hey, will you take some phone calls from some listeners? I will. Okay, uh, John. John, what's up? You're on the air with the, the great Adam Cincerello. What the? What's your question? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Oh, okay. Before I heard a click. Uh, well, AC, there's. I've heard there's a there's some rumor going around real bad about you, and maybe some pictures involved. I don't know if you heard anything about it. Some, some what? Some pictures involved. Some pictures and, involved. Uh, and a rumor about you. Supposedly there's, no. some pictures, there's some pictures going around that you were in Vegas like two or three weeks ago in a hotel room with about 16 women doing a strip tease for somebody in uh, in a moto industry's wife. What? Uh, wow. What are you nice. talking about, bro? Adam is the new Justin Bieber. <laughs> Adam, Adam has money and youth gone wild. It is, he is now Hello? the Bieber. And I heard the... And I heard the residents of his neighborhood were complaining about his speed throughout the neighborhood. Yeah, something about eggs. Yeah. yeah there's somebody's, somebody's, somebody's wife on his show, uh, you know, had a bunch of women there at the hotel, and she didn't come home that night. So, Oh, know, I see what, what you're doing here. You're tying into Pookie going out. Yeah, I get it, John. All right. All right, I get it. <laughs> now you get it. Right. I get it. Thank you. John, have a nice day. John's just tickled. He <laughs> just thinks that's so much. Don't bring Pookie and I's marriage problems. <laughs> into Adam and make a joke about it. Adam, if you had a girlfriend and she didn't call you or come home for four days, would you be mad she was in Vegas? No? No. All right. Huh, he's gone. Good talk. He's gone. He's going on a road bike ride. Yeah, he's, he's already bicycling as we yeah, speak. He's... Hey, well, okay, while we get Adam back, let's take Dale. Dale, what's up, man? Hey. <clears throat> what's going on, Dale? Well, I just wanted to make a comment. You guys were talking about Stuart and in his Adderall prescription, he put out a statement on Saturday morning that he's been on that medication since 2012. Yep. So that is the truth. Then he will be able to go back and get records from pharmacies showing that he had a prescription. Oh, if it's not, he won't be able to get that. No, of course. But, Dale, you have to declare this beforehand. Even if Stu comes, I, I understand that. Like, but if, even if Stu comes up I with can't. a backdated prescription, these guys don't look happily on that kind of stuff. I understand that, and he can take the take the rap for that. But I don't think you're going to be able to say, "Oh, he just went and got it without a prescription." I, I, I think if he didn't have 
the evidence to back up that he's been taking it since 2012, he wouldn't have put out that statement. No, I th- I agree with you. I agree. He'll come up with and, something. And another thing, yep. I listened to uh, DMSS the other night. Well, that was where you Rob were your first mistake. Rob but. Beans was on there. He was Dungy's trainer. Are you familiar with him? I know. He's no longer Dungy's trainer, but I am familiar with Rob, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, he was talking about uh, PEDs. And from what I understand, that test that Stewart failed at um, Seattle mm-hmm. was a urine test. It was not a blood test. Yep, correct. His comment was, you cannot detect PEDs with urine tests. What real PEDs? Mm, yeah, some would say that. There's there's things you can detect with, with a urine test. but Well, so- not not steroids or EPOs. Yeah, no, no. Um, there's a lot of people that say you can a urine test isn't isn't the great way to do it. Of course, USADA does a blood test, which now they have a, you know, a blood passport for each rider. USADA does blood and urine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah both. So no, uh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that WADA, being the the world anti-doping, uh, they wouldn't take a blood test. That really doesn't make sense. I think it's uh, what you want to pay for. I think yeah. it's if you want WADA to take blood tests, it costs you more money, as the FIM. Well, perhaps felt. the USADA test will get lost in the mail. No, nah, no way. I don't think we're going to get that that. Uh, that into it but thanks dale uh adam you're back yeah i'm back what you know do happen quick road I ride some guy accusing me of being in a hotel room with somebody or something yeah and, my, um by the way that was adam's dropped call was not to be blamed on our new phone system that was not our new phone system that was adam so uh, was it? do not speak ill of the new phone system thank you thank you do not speak ill of it um yeah, so, um, anyways, yeah, some guy tried to make a joke about Pookie. Pookie was gone for four nights, Adam, um, didn't come Oh, home. okay. So, it was some, some sort yeah, of that tie into me. that. That was me. <laughs> it was you now. Pooks was out shredding <laughs> yeah, for that, four that was, nights. Yeah, I remember it all. It's all coming back to me. Wild <laughs> night. Right, right, right. Uh, hey, your, uh, your training buddy there, the German, Kenny Rocks. Yeah, he's sitting right next to me, actually, just hotboxing my, my Nissan with farts. Oh, nice! Fantastic. He's yeah, it's true. He's been killing. He's been killing it. He has. He, he he has. Not on the road bike though. I kick I kick his butt every morning. Well, yeah, because he he does this other thing called motocross. He races. So yeah, you know, but who cares about that? Stuff? Like, you, you know, you're just you seem to be just into bicycling lately. But there's actually you don't make money bicycling professional bicycling. You well, are a professional motocrosser. I have to find a hobby, and I can tell you that I'm not going to go pro anytime soon because. I'm not that good. I'm still not as good as Eldon. Right. You're still not as good as Eldon. No, he's way better than me. God, seems like seems like you guys do a lot of bicycling. You should you should be right there. We actually ride our Harleys around every morning. I just put my Strava on. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, um, it works out really well. What else you been doing with your downtime? Seen any movies lately? I have. I saw Transformers. Um, I actually saw, and get this, this, this is a really funny story. One of my, um, kind of my ex-girlfriends is really good friends with my sister. Mm, that's complicated. I, I was yeah. going to see that, you know, that ping, you probably, your wife probably drug you into it or something, but that, um, the fault in our stars, anybody heard of that in this room? The what? The fault in know, our stars. I know exactly what he's talking about. Okay, yeah, I never uh, heard of it. So yeah, Gibbs, Gibbs knows what I mean. Well, anyway, it's like some. It's kind of like the Notebook. Uh huh. I ended up going to when my sister and my ex girlfriend was there, so that was probably one of the most awkward situations I've been in since 
Dude, um, I was on the side of the track in Toronto. That was, <laughs> was pretty sketchy. Super, super weird, bro. It was really weird, but yeah, I don't have a lot to report down here in Florida. I'm just putting in work, bro. Pooks is texting me. She's real mad that I said that you just she didn't call. She called. Oh, oh, she called. Yeah, just to get it, just to yeah. make it, just to make it clear. Right. She's blowing my phone up right now. Text me. Ask Kenny how come he blew off the the pulp show last Monday night or the two Mondays ago. Hey, I want to know why you why you blew off the pulp show last Monday. Two Mondays. Two Mondays ago. Dude, I'm doing so much work. Like, I literally don't even take my phone in the hand. No, he has lots of time for Instagramming and Twitter. <laughs> lots of time oh, for that. That's, that's, that's kind of like part of. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess the pulp show would be kind of part of my work, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't get I too. Mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have to make a new new appointment. I would say. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, we'll try to do that. Just if you do the other shows, we get very upset, and we'll we'll start writing. Well, back. I don't. I haven't done one. I haven't done one in, in forever. Just because you started focused, man. Because you started winning, and your head got big, and all the money and stuff uh, came pouring yeah, in. Yeah. Right. I think I'd be the last person. That like when I'm winning, that gets coffee or something. <laughs> hey, so this is what you did to me. What? Mathis. You called. You told me to come on the show because you knew I was going to be with Kenny. No, I did not know you were going to be with Kenny. I did not know. I can't believe you did that to me. Wow. All right. Well, put it on. Fair weather friend. Fair weather friend. I'm just using you to get to the German. Dude, you're you're injured. You're old news. You're washed up. I know. That's why I was surprised when you texted me. I was like, I'm on the couch. Well, I just wanted to ask you about Cooper and stuff, and Cooper's race. Cooper's the man, dude. Cooper is the man right now. Oh, it was a good race. It's exciting. It was, and I, I'm being serious. I mean, he rode awesome. He's been riding awesome all season. I don't know what else you want me to say. We are best friends. <laughs> say he's cool as crap. He is cool as crap. <laughs> Ping loves that. That's all I wanted to hear. Ping loves that. <laughs> Hey, uh, that's Pig's tweet, not mine. Yeah, no, exactly. No, he liked it for sure. Um, all right, so you may make some nationals, you may not. We'll have to see. But you're going to race hurlings. I am. I'm going to race hurlings. Even if I don't race the national, I'm going to go. Like, Will, I'm going to do that amateur track, that grass track. Like, yeah, we're going to road bike. Hurlings are going to road bike. Will, Will Kenny drop down to 250s just to kick hurlings' ass? Well, he's going to actually. Kenny already told me if he. Wraps up the championship early. He's going to pull an RC-99 uh, and drop back down. Now RC-01. Whatever. It's a good idea. Two years. Yeah, it's a good idea, he said. <laughs> it's a fantastic idea. You can go show Hurlings all his fake wins. It works every time. It works every time. What if they changed the rules to, to keep you down in the, in the 250 class, Adam? They just kept changing the rules so that you could keep racing 250s forever. Well, I wouldn't race 250s forever. That's just it. And that is why... Jeffrey Hurling's wins are fake. They're unbelievable. He's, just because he's seven feet tall doesn't mean he's not, like, 19. Is he really that tall? I don't know if he's that tall or not. Look. What, everybody's tall from the Netherlands, man. What if Adam Adam wins two 250 Supercrosses and they're like, ah, it's okay. We changed the rules. We want, we want, we want Cincerello back in the class. 
We want him back in the class. Well, I, I need to get some. I need to get some something called muscle on me first before I go to a place. He's scared of me. He's not going to move up when I'm there. Hey, yeah, good you, point. You're not going to build a bunch of muscle riding 150 miles a day on your bicycle. Yeah, exactly. Ping thinks. Hey, you should, hey, Ping, you should see my calves, bro. I mean, they are unbelievable. I'm sure they're exquisite and tanned and shaven <laughs> and beautiful, but your arms look like a buggy whip. Ping thinks you guys do too much bicycling. That's because Ping sucks on a road bike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll call Ping. Ping can fall behind us in a car, and in case any one of us gets injured, he can he can fix this up real quick. He could. He could. He, he Adam Adam's very intrigued about my paramedic license. Really? Oh, he loves it. Like he thinks it's fake, or he thinks <laughs> uh, he just I don't know what he thinks. Everything is hey, because I'm a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that guy can, he can save anybody's life at any time of the day, anywhere he wants to. He carries those shocky things in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. um, uh, I lost my train of thought. 702-586-7857, you're going to call. Uh, we've got Amson Cyril on the line just for a couple minutes more, not too long. And then uh, he's got to get, wow. bi- he's got to go bicycling. Hey, have you seen, uh. What's his nuts around? The guy, the Supercross guy? The super, The Supercross only guy? Have you seen him around? Oh, RV? Yeah. No, I haven't. He was in, uh, he was in Europe for a while, and then now he's in California. Oh, he's in Cali. Okay. Hey, you know where you got to go, Adam, when you start riding again? Did you see any of the uh, videos of Robbie Renard's turn track up at his place? No, but I haven't been there before, before Parker City, and it is. It is a solid facility. Yeah, he's going to go to Oklahoma, Ping, to go ride. The like, dirt up there is incredible. I want to go. I want to move to Oklahoma. It's hot there. It's yeah. too hot there. I yeah. went to Canards one time a few years ago, and not a few, maybe five, yeah. but it was pretty, hey. unreal. pretty unreal. It's like orange, loamy clay up there. Do you uh, do you have any plans to go to California back to when you start riding, or no, just strictly all Florida? Well, Right, obviously, I will go back to California at some point, but right now it's just get back riding and take it, you know, right. play by year. How's Alan taking all this downtime? <laughs> he's on his boat. Alan's got a boat, man. Yeah. Alan has had the boat, and he's got Chuck, my dog Chuck. <laughs> that is all Alan needs. He does not need dirt bike racing to be happy, I can assure you. So he's discovering a new side of life. He's, no, he's just discovering, rediscovering the life that I took away from him. <laughs> right, good point. Hey, ask uh, ask Kenny if he's riding for Germany and Disney Nations if he's going to get picked. They're actually picking. They're actually picking some of the Germany soccer players from the World Cup to ride. Oh, okay. Because I have I have Schiffer, Nagel, and uh, um, kin- Kindergartner all ahead of him. So. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's going to make it or not. If if I get picked, then uh, I will ride. Of course. I mean, you know, I want to represent my. Uh, I don't know if you said that way, but represent my country. Country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the track's going to be a little sandy again. Oh, it is. It looks. It looks more like Supercrossy a little bit from what I've seen. Right. Really? I thought no. so. No. Okay. It, it used to be like. I would almost go not maybe not south but kind of like that. But I think I heard they put new, uh, more sand in it last year or something, or this year. Oh, okay. So, I haven't been there since 2011. All right, let's take last so call. Listen, 
Don't listen to them. Germans think they know everything. Did they haul that <laughs> sand in with like rickshaws on the backs of little of poor people there? Isn't Latvia like really? No, Latvia is supposed to be really nice. I don't know. Ask, ask no, Kevin. like the track where the tracks at is actually really nice. Like in the trees, kind of like I mean, there's like woods around it, and it's pretty cool there. I like it. All right, last call for Adam Cincerello. Tyson, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, watching the Supercross behind the scenes uh, back in Supercross. It was kind of cool to see inside look on AC and how him and his dad's relationship is. I didn't but like it. The question I've always wondered was, I'm assuming your dad has never raced or I know raced professionally. How, how do you sit there and listen to your dad tell you exactly how to blitz the whoops or how to scrub a, a turn, knowing that he's never done that before versus you who's actually out on the bike doing it? I think, yeah, my dad never raced. Uh, he he did ride a motorcycle, but I think it was only for a couple of years. That, you know, as a kid, there was nothing uh, nothing crazy. And I think it's a trust that my dad and I have. I, I think for so long, uh, you know, what he's told me to do has worked for me. And, you know, when it works so many times, you start to trust the guy. And he really has never, he's never steered me wrong in the area of, you know, telling me what to do on a motorcycle or, you know, he's never told me to go out here and get this jump or, or do this. I, you know, I always do that stuff myself. So, um, the stuff like Blitz and the Whoops and stuff like that, it's just stuff that he's learned from other people over the years. He's, uh, you know, he studies film just like anybody would, and, uh, you know, he, he really does know what he's talking about. And, I mean, there's been times before where he's told me that, uh, you know, I need to change my technique in certain areas. Uh, you know, or else I'm going to crash, or you know, I'm going to hurt myself. And it's it's I've haven't changed it before, and it, it's actually happened. Um, just weird stuff like that. But I think it's just a trust, uh, you know, that we've kind of acquired over the years, and you know, it's always worked for me. And uh, you know, I think it's such a it's such a good deal because you know, without my dad and my program, uh, I feel like I wouldn't be half the rider I am. And uh, you know, I'm happy. I understand that completely. And um, you know, I look forward to having my dad, you know, in my program for, you know, for my, the rest of my career. All right. Thanks, Tyson. Cool. See you, guys. All right. Thanks. Adam, thanks. thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Tell Kenny thanks. Or Kenny, if you can hear us, thank you. Uh, Don't worry. Good luck uh, this weekend, Kenny. I know you actually race. Uh, Adam doesn't race, but uh, we'll see you at the races. Adam, keep bicycling. Good luck with the tour. Thank you. I'm going for the yellow jersey. You can uh, tweet me. At Adam Polanski. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Thanks, thanks, AC. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So yeah. All right, Adam Cincerello and uh, and a Kenny Rock, Kenny Rock's in appearance. Shocker that they were together. Those two spend a lot of time together. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, let's get to Brett. Brett's been on hold for a while, uh, and then we'll take our first commercial break. Break. Brett. Blah, blah, blah. Brett, what's up? Hey, I was just wondering, like, with the Stewart drug thing and everything. What's the chances of them going back and looking at older samples like Carmichael, Reed, you know, back from 2005, something like that? They didn't do any testing back then. There'd be no samples to oh. look for. Oh, they didn't? No. Because, uh, no. Uh, that's too bad because you got to think that Carmichael, you know, Alden Baker, that whole thing. I mean, you got it. You, you got to believe that there was something going on there with all those millions of dollars back then. Well, and everything why and why didn't just, uh, uh, why didn't RV or Roxon or Alden test positive right now? 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's masking agents or whatnot that you know they just are ahead of the head of the game. You know, there's no question. There's ways to get around it. There's stuff that that masks it. They can do things that they aren't testing for right now. You know, watching any of the pro cycling stuff is a testament to that. But back when they, you know, in years past, they have done some drug testing just randomly, but it would be testing for marijuana, cocaine, speed, stuff like that. It's not, it wasn't, it was like, it was stupid. It was like, well, who's going to be doing that and still winning at that level? So, yeah, yeah. Now, do you, so there's no way that they could go back and test samples. No. Back then, there's nope. no blood test nope. or anything like that. Nope, nope, and they would never do it. That'd be open another can uh, of worms. Because they don't want to, yeah, they don't want to dig it up. But you know, I think it'd be interesting because you can't tell me Carmichael. I don't know. I just uh, believe Carmichael was doing something. Well, you know what? It's uh, it would suck uh, to if if I was Carmichael and people thought that way, and there was absolutely no grounds for thinking that way. There's nothing to lead you to think that. It's not like he got busted in some sort of illegal drug ring. But there was no testing, so he got away with it. I mean, there's literally no evidence that, that RC did anything. Um, no, I know. But, I so, know, but just you know, the, you know I, I was looking back and thinking, like, how great Carmichael was. And then, like, you know, he was with Alden Baker. And then when Baker went with Stewart, Stewart was great. And then it almost seemed like Stewart wanted to clean up, uh, and he moved away from that. And then his, that's no, when his results No, come suffered. on, Brad. Come on. What do you mean? How do you, why would you think Stewart wants to clean up and get away from Alden? Like, what would give you that thinking? Like, what, what did Stu ever say or do to, to make you think that? I mean, I'm, I, there's no proof of that. I don't know. Maybe you I'm know? reading too much into I think, it. I, honestly, but, uh, I think you are. But, look, I, I'm, I've always said there's millions of dollars on the line, like you said earlier, and there was no testing, zero testing, besides for, you know, uh, recreational drugs. So why wouldn't there be some guys out there that take some things and cheat. Well, of course. Yeah, I mean, because even way back when, you know, remember, remember Henry getting the IV. I'm not saying he was doing it, but I mean, there, there's been stuff, stuff mm-hmm. going on all along. I'm yeah, sure. No, Henry's IV. I mean, Ping, you got, you've gotten an IV. How good do they feel after you're wiped out? I never like, gotten one after a motor. Oh, okay, scratch that then. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Hey, Brett, well, we got to run, but thanks, man. I was man. just curious about, about yeah. the drug thing. No, I got it. I don't know. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Thank you. The problem with any of that is it's all speculation. We, we sit here and you yeah, can make a thousand theories, but. No. Well, let's. let's, 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 let's it's not it. fair to those guys. It's not. BTOsports.com, Pulpa Mech Show, David Pingree in studio, the great David Pingree. And we still got lots more coming up. Nick Way, Jason Thomas, Matt Bichelia. Forrest Butler. Much more. Coming up, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. See you in a little bit. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the -the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders, and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. 
Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else.
For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. 
1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. 
Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Tell me this song doesn't take you back to 1997 Pro Circuit Cali 125 days. All I can think of is Adam Cincerello when I hear this. Band oh, this I know. Movie. He's got to stop with that, right? Oh, man. He's got to stop. Welcome back. Pulp and Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. <laughs> hey, can I see your phone for a second? Can no. I see your phone? No. Please? No. I just want to check no it. Way. No, that's a new iPhone. I see. No, I just want to look at it. Stop. Get off your phone. I'm off. I'm checking stuff. It's important business. BTOsports.com, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, Rhino Global Products, exclusive East Coast, Southeast distributor for Rhino Global, Brat Bars. How are the folks at Brat Bars doing? Doing well. Doing well. You can get all the Brat Bars at 810 Solutions. That's right. Go get them. Yep. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Black Ops Moto. Black Ops. Optrix, Guts Racing, official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit, and uh, and many others out there. So, And, of course, Mafia Moto Crew, save yourself 20%. Pulp Crew saves you 20% at MafiaMotoCrew.com. Uh, check out some of their stuff. they got some new things in the works. And speaking of Mafia Moto Crew, Nick Way. What's up, guys? What's up, Nick? Hey, man, what's happening, man? Just drinking coffee here with Steven, talking dirt bike stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, always a good time. The David Pingree, four-time 125 Supercross winner. Pretty big deal. Nick knows. He stole my mechanic. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. Uh, uh, coming back, Nick Way, Red Bud this weekend. There's a lot of work, dude. <laughs> Especially for you. You don't do things half-ass. You're not yeah, I've been uh, yeah. I've been riding a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but I've been having a good time because yeah, I've been back in Michigan. Uh, I guess a little bit more than a week now, but I don't know, I've been hitting a bunch of tracks that I haven't been to, so it's been pretty fun. Um, yeah, really, right? You back for the summer? You go back every year for summer? Or? Yeah, I mean, I came back last summer, but the summer before last, I didn't really spend much time here at all. Uh huh. So I haven't really spent, like, a ton of time in Michigan in the last five years probably. But, um, yeah, I just, I'm just i not going to be here long enough to, like, put a lot of time into fixing up my track at my land. So mm-hmm. I have been just kind of 
checking other places out. It's been it's been cool. You're gonna do Red Butt and Bud's Creek, right? From what I understand, yep, you got some plan. you got some help yep. from uh, from some people, some nice people. Yeah, yeah, I got a the the team has got some support from Traders Racing, which is uh, it's a restaurant casino out of Southern Maryland, and the guy who owns that establishment, Gary Luckett, has his own. Um, it's kind of like a startup uh, pro team where they have a they have a fun mover and a, a bunch of guys that uh, excel at a local level, uh-huh. and they're doing pretty well for themselves. And, and uh, they thought that uh, it'd be a good idea to get involved with me for these couple races, one being my hometown and one being uh, their home event. So, yeah, we're we're happy to have them as a, a sponsor of the team for those two races. MafiaMotorCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you twenty percent. We've got Nick away on the line here. You got your whole rig back there, Nick? Just loaded yeah, up. Yeah, we have. We actually went, uh, we, we all drove it back, all five of us. Actually, my dad came, too, so there's six of us. Oh. So, we, yeah, we started, we started, it was a long trip. It was like maybe, it was, it was you know, it was like two days or whatever. It's like worked out to be like 30-some hours, but I don't know, it's pretty It's pretty good. Because every time I come here, I'm always like, dude, I wish I had that or right. we need this. So I brought, we brought like Strider bikes and bicycles and my son's 50. And we pretty much brought everything we ever would need if we just moved here, honestly. But it's been it's been cool. Hmm. Um, you guys, it's a bit of a journey. It was a bit of a journey. Let's be real, getting here in the truck with with all the kids and everybody. But it, it was fun. Yeah, my wife wanted to do a road trip this summer. We're going back up to Montana in July. And my wife did do a road trip. She went to Vegas. The strip didn't come. I home heard four, four day yeah. road trip. Yeah, I heard four day road one. trip didn't come yeah. home. She called though. She did <laughs> yeah. call. Yeah, she called. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, I talked my wife out. I found some cheap plane tickets. I'm like, we're not doing this. She's like, no, yeah. we'll stop along the way. We'll make a two-day drive out of it. I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. You guys, I got three girls. They're going to be peeing like every 10 minutes. We're going to be stopping at these mm-hmm. stupid places. I'm going to spend $1,000 on food. And uh, No, we're flying. Uh, yeah, it wasn't so bad. There was a bunch of iPadding going on. I mean, I don't know, because like, the front part of my truck's a motorhome, so... Yeah, at least in that watching, situation. They were watching TV and cruising. I mean, we started off the trip with kids in uh, car seats and such, and then we ended the trip <laughs> like we were just in the 70s. <laughs> You're like at Holiday Inn on a Wednesday afternoon. Pretty much, dude. Um, uh, yeah, so racing coming back this weekend. It's going to be tough to jump into two races and when these guys are already done five rounds deep, but, I mean, hey, whatever, right? I mean, I'm sure you've been watching them, and hopefully... Uh, I mean, your goal, I would guess, get inside the top ten, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think, uh, well, the thing is, is like, I mean, obviously coming off from injury last year was I had a hard time at the outdoors because I wasn't ready. But, at, like, per sponsorship obligations, I need to be at the track if I want to get paid, you know? Yeah. So I figured, you know, is a good way to get my team up and going. And I learned a lot, but at the same time, I wasn't I wasn't ready physically. And, and we didn't have the bike where I needed to be to, to even – you know, reach my, reach my potential, even even though my potential wasn't at 100 percent even mm-hmm. then. So, uh, didn't go super well, but then obviously made a, a bunch of changes this off season, and my my bike runs really well, and I got it handling well, and that's half the battle. And then now I've just been trying to get myself back into shape because I felt like I had gotten pretty strong in the mm-hmm. in the Supercross there. So, um, yeah, it just is kind of it's kind of suck sitting on the couch watching the races when you know you're. 10 times more prepared than you were last year when you were there struggling. So it'll be good to get out these two races and, and uh, hopefully get up towards the front. How's the repoed bike working out? <laughs> everything everything good? Got got a rebuilt and she's just yeah. money. Yeah, I can't believe it got stolen uh, in, you know, San Bernardino 
It's such a nice neighborhood. It's so weird. <laughs> right there around yeah, Shepard. I, I can't believe I got it back. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I thought we were buddies, Nick. I thought we were, like, tight buddies. I guess we're not, though. Because I heard today, Guy B said that you tested the factory Honda. Ooh. And I've never heard of this. I did not know this. So, you, you hid this from me. Very upset. You talking to me? Yeah. Are you talking to Ping? No. No. You did you ride Nick, the factory Honda? I don't think Ping's riding the factory Honda. Uh, why, why wouldn't Ping ride the factory Honda? He's rides Hondas. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to call him. <laughs> you don't think so, they're calling me up? No, I'm, I apologize, Ping. But you're a dick. I got in trouble earlier this year for saying someone can't win, so I don't want to say you can't win. But well, speaking of that, though, I think that's that's pretty rad that they gave Fred Frederick Norton a, a shot at that. I mean, it, yeah, it's really one good. thing to give somebody a shot for like a couple of races, but no, hey, hey Nick, kind of lame don't dodge the question, bro. Thank you, Ping. Thank you. No, I didn't ride the Honda. They didn't ask you to ride it. You didn't ride it for no, possible. No, fun. I haven't talked to anybody about riding the Honda. Okay, well, Guy B said you did, so he's he's pretty. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying Guy B's sources usually are pretty good. I respect the people that he talks to. So yeah, he got that one wrong, I guess. So you know, but okay. Chalk one up to Guy B being an asshole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it is cool. It's great that they're giving Norris. Yeah, no, it's cool because sure. he he does have a lot of talent. Because I like. When I, um, obviously, I didn't ride for a long time before I raced last summer, so I went to a local race in California, and him and I battled royal at Glen Helen. Oh, yeah? And, like, I mean, I, mean I, yeah, yeah. I knew who he was because I noticed he got, like, eighth at Glen, at uh, Elsinore or something, 2012, uh, maybe. Or he got I'm an like, eighth. Watt Shugel, he got an eighth. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. he did really well a couple. He did, he was, well, he was up front. Yep. He was, like, maybe yeah. fifth or sixth for a while at Elsinore. Yes, correct, yep. And then I, so I was watching, because I was there watching with my son, and I'm like, so I paid attention to him, and, like, he, his technique's, like, pretty good, and he seems like a good rider, and he's pretty young. So, you know, after that day that we rode at Glen Helen together at that race, because we battle-royaled, I paid attention to him all summer. And he was pretty, he was pretty fast, but always something. He'd always kind of do a bonehead move here or there. Or, you know, well, he didn't have his bike ready or whatever it was that held him back. But, either, yeah, he's got potential for sure. Either way, X-Brown goggles wins. Either guy, Nick Way or Frederick Dorn. Either way. Either way. Oh, does he, he got clear vision too? Oh, yeah. He runs clear vision. Nice. Except, so, okay, so let me ask you guys this. So, what do I, okay, so he's full privateer. I don't build him goggles every weekend. I give him a few pairs here and there, all built, you know what I mean? And I give him lenses and tear offs, and he takes care of his goggle stuff, right? So, Long story short, you're giving somebody who's not nearly as good as him goggles on the weekend. I'll guarantee you that. What? What, what do you mean? What? I don't know. Somebody's getting more support. Oh, oh than he well, is. I don't know. That's but not as good as he is. Here's my di- here is my dilemma. If I go up mm-hmm. to him now, hey, Freddie, four sets, laminate, like I'm here for you. I look like a little bit of a yeah, you're a dick, right? If I don't, if I continue on the same program where I'm like, here, Fred, here's a couple. Here, Fred, what do you need? Fred, how's everything going? Now it's like he's on factory Honda and and, and starting when this weekend? Yeah. So what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, I mean, you look like more of a you look like way more of a dick to all the Honda guys and the people that are around their truck. If dude's building his goggles with like 1984 yeah. technology yeah. with the not non laminates for practice and such. No, uh, we, no, he gets laminates on, for bro. practice. No, he gets laminates on, for practice and everything. No, no. But look, but swallow your pride. 
no pun intended, and get over there and gargle his nuts because that's what you're gonna have to do. No, but but I haven't been gargling his nuts. So I now, know now he's so, factory hunting. Yeah, guess what? But I don't want to be one of those fake dudes. Too bad. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> be too, one. Too bad. Well, okay. You're worried about what Gothic Gen those guys think of you, so. <laughs> they're, they're and they're going to talk so much crap. No, not not those guys, because they don't know what I deal with Norin is now. Oh, they okay. have no he might clue. Switch, he might switch deals, dude. Honda might come out with a goggle. Yeah, that's probably goggle. it. There's... He might have a goggle deal all of a sudden if you're balling him up. You know what? There's some. Do you, you have a contract with Most him? of you riders are pretty big assholes anyway. So You, you have would... a contract with him? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. He might wind up in some dragons or something, getting paid some cash. <laughs> Uh, I got a contract with him. I'm going to get it right now. <laughs> I'm just Probably saying. not a good idea for you to announce that you didn't have a contract with hey. him. Real. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, look, Fred Fred and I are on a, we're, you know, we're on a, on a good terms. If he wants to take money and If jump. he wants to, like, make money, then that sucks for Steven. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want to be the guy, like, I don't want to be the guy on X Games jumping up and down with my hands on the gold medal winner's shoulders. Freaking out! You're Malcolm McCassie. I don't this want, weekend. That's what well, you are. I don't want to do that. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. All yeah, right. writing's on the wall, dude. That's what you're going to be doing. Sorry. So took you the better job. Get him, you better get him like six yeah. pair of brand new goggles of fresh. You know gold. what? If you'd have showed him some Ask love, him if he needs zip offs for practice, no it, problem. You need those, no problem. It's on you because you should have been taking better care of him as one of your. Well, top privateers. Well, I mean, guys out there killing it. You can't even build them a set of goggles with some I, dog hair in them. I do build them goggles here and there. Then it would have been a smooth transition no, into the factory. I, I build truck. them goggles every couple races or whatever. You I know? know, I don't know. I, I just, you know? I'm in a delicate situation. I don't want to. I don't want to be. You know, as hey, an ex-brand hey. athlete, though, he he may do goggles better than you. <laughs> there's this. Uh, there's the. You know, there is that. This is an excellent, uh, an excellent so point. Maybe he doesn't really want your help. <laughs> you know what? You have maybe made the most sense <laughs> out of anybody tonight. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We got Nick away on the line for just a little while longer. How's everything at Mafia Moto Crew? How's everything doing there? Sales? Yeah, cool. New products? Cool. Yeah, we're kind of like uh, we're just talking to some sponsors and such for Supercross next year and working on new. T-shirts and hats and whatnot, which we'll have soon on the website and all that. So nice, yeah, it's just been busy. That's good. Uh, is Mohead going to be your wrench, or is he busy with 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 whatever he's got going on this weekend? Yeah, he's busy with whatever he's got going on. But uh, Big Nasty's going to nasty. Nasty's weekend. back. He's got the, he's got the black now, and he's right, going through the race right. engine and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. everything's pretty fresh from Supercross, anyways. Right, so. right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. good. Good to see Nasty there. The races aren't the same. Um, were you? As surprised as I was, of course, JT, you know, says that he called this, but uh, Tomac, 3-3, and let some laps and grab the whole shot. Were you surprised, Nick? Um, To be honest, no, because it seemed like in Supercross, he, the races he excelled at were the ones that were super rutted. It's a good point. Uh, yeah. He did good at Seattle and he did good at Indy. Indy, Daytona, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were the ones where he did the, like, he was like, wow, this guy's pretty good. Right. The other ones were, it wasn't so ready, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess all, all of them were technical, per se, but right. in, like, the ruddy ones specifically, he was awesome at. So I wasn't surprised at all, no. Well, he said he he's definitely had troubles getting that bike to turn on flat, hard, slick turns. So if he's got a rut oh. or a berm, he's good. You know, he's back to a spring fork, right? On his bike? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ditch the air fork for outdoors. 
This guy has switched forks and bikes. Yeah, yeah he's been on and off like crazy all year. I told like, him. He goes. He he said to me, "You always notice that kind of stuff," and I'm like, "Yeah," because you know, as a mechanic, former mechanic, I find that stuff interesting. And I said, "I said you're not going to switch, are you?" And he's like, "No, no, this is it. Spring fork like for the rest of the series." I'm like, "Okay, stop switching." <laughs> you know, but I'm surprised Honda let him do that. Yeah, yeah, whatever, bro. You know, they, uh, like, they, Honda won't really let care. any of their support teams run a, a single exhaust. Yeah, yeah. That air fork, they're going to it on their new 250F. Like, it's surprising to me that they're huh? allowing, giving that, them the latitude. They to, let them do it, bro. Yeah. Um, all right, Nick, what else? Yeah. I mean, I'm just stoked to go to the races this weekend. Yeah, it's cool. It's but, uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to be pitted out of the vending area which would be like closer <laughs> to the track so i can be hanging with my people okay so people you know you don't necessarily need a pit path to be hanging out with us i hope you have somebody so, looking at things while you're out on the motos <laughs> yeah so okay. that's pretty that, that's pretty unique and then uh yeah, we're going to cool. be selling apparel and stuff out of the front of the truck we got uh like a booth set up that's going to kind of connect to the oh, race awning so dude you're gonna kill cool. it you're gonna yeah. kill it this weekend your your, your peeps are going to be there buying <laughs> mafia motor crew stuff up like it was heroin his bike's going to disappear like he's parked in a chaparral <laughs> parking lot hey hey uh not me man don't let these guys post you up at a pink hotel in bud's creek at la plata or whatever worst, oh, ho- yeah. worst hotel i ever stayed at Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. dude, the one at Millville, that one that everyone used to stay at, that Holiday Inn oh, across that... the road from the pump and munches is the worst of all time. That thing has gone days. downhill so bad. That's a Hyatt dude. compared to what I stayed at in Maryland. I've, no, I've stayed at the one with, there was a dog show one weekend. And um, it's the only hotel that allows dogs. Right. I don't, I don't know, yes. but it's concrete walls. Yes. Pink. At that one, yes. Right yes. pink, yes. And the Holiday Inn in Rochester used to be the bomb back in the day, and that place has gone to shit. And the pump and munch, of course. I mean, that's a classic. Pump and yeah. munch, yeah. You know, I mean, who can? Hey, dude, on my in my travels across country here, mm-hmm. there is a place called Come and Go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. K U M. Yeah, K U M. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Well, they who have knew? they have those in Colorado, pretty heavy. Come and goes, pump and munch. Pump and munch and come and goes. Someone has a a real sense of humor at those companies. Real smarty pants. Yeah. No, I swear, names. Let's name it that. People will still buy gas here. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, Nick. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, do you need you need goggles built for you this weekend, or am I busy with Freddie? Me? Do yeah. I need goggles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need goggles, dude. Okay. Well, what if I said to you I can't do your goggles because I got Freddie? I got fast Freddie. I say whatever. I mean, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll build. Probably calling your boss first, and then I'd make other calls if there was an issue there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a man who knows kind of how to handle things. <laughs> you know, say it. Right, fantastic. Uh, all right, Nick. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck at Red Bud this weekend. We always like having you on the show. Uh, Pulp Crew. Yeah, speaking you- of guys this weekend, uh, though, what uh, do we got? The new colorways and such. Don't need to dig deep in my uh, stash here. What do you want? The black and yellow, or the red and white? Or uh, what do you want? Not, what are you feeling? Not, not particularly the black and yellow. Okay, because I know how you like to do this. I like those though, but I mean, my gear doesn't really match it. I don't think. Nick Way is the only ride I ever worked with where I'm like. Hey, you know, we pay you to wear these goggles, and I'm going to build them, and I'm going to show up with whatever colors I want. And generally speaking, when you're a goggle company, you want a bright color to 
stand out in photos and people really no you're not in marketing just wait just wait the goggles you do the goggles you are not in x-brand marketing just wait and so you know you want them to pop so people can notice the colors and nick way is the only guy i've ever worked with that's like no i'm not wearing those i need these colors to match my gear i'm like some specific colorways in which uh, in negotiations in which i would not uh, would not wear you know that yeah no i know that but but i don't think this was like deal point number one but I don't think you can do that. I don't think you could say that. Dude, street cred uh, through the basement, dude. With them pink ones, you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I've never had a guy be like, no, I'm just not wearing those. I don't care that you pay me. I'm just not wearing that. Just It's Nick Way. Hey, did you did you ever get a chance to read the Moto Triple X story on Racer X Online? No. Uh, well, at this right. house, for some reason... For some reason, at this house, we do not have Wi-Fi. Well, we haven't been here in a long time. At this house, we do not have Wi-Fi nor cable. So I have watched Spider-Man number three because my son's been watching it maybe 30 times. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I, go, I, I don't really go on the Internet. Have, Someone in the chat room. I look at it on my phone, which I don't really know. Another, really. another guy in the chat room. I've been busy. I've been busy, dude. Okay, another, another guy in the chat room, Ping, says that you and I pump and munch each other. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, okay. We're classy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're <real> classy. <laughs> um, okay, well, I wanted to see what you thought of that story. You gave me the quotes. I got a question for Ping, though. Go. What's the story? I remember when I went to Redbud to watch. Uh, you, I don't know. I think the RL might have been your mechanic. Maybe not. But you had the Airwalk box van, yeah? Is that you? Oh, yeah. That was me. Oh, yeah. So Ping, Ping pretty much, at, at that time, that's like your own team, yeah? I was just a Suzuki you, support guy. I got some bikes and parts. Where'd and the Airwalk come from? They were a sponsor. Of Suzuki? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm no, talking no, like, like it was like my Team sponsor. Airwalk, though. He ran the logo hard. No, but okay, so wh- how'd you get Airwalk as a sponsor? That's a big Randy, deal. Randy Lawrence knew the guy, and we dialed give? it in. We had, we had Airwalk. They had like a big logo on the side yeah, of it. How much deal. did they give you? Yeah, real big. Like, it was the title deal. Yeah, but it, trust me, it was a little, little <laughs> It was like basically all the shoes you could handle will logo up your box van. All the and shoes something. you could handle. Yeah. <laughs> what about actual cash? Was, no. that the, was that the year you were number 90, Ping? Yeah, and then we, there's a clothing company called 90. It was a snowboard company, and Randy knew that guy too. He was an old uh, skateboarder. And so we'd go in the warehouse, and anything that was like, End of season stuff. They were just stacked into these boxes, and they're like, "Go nuts!" You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we were clothed well. I got the tour of the uh, LBZ place. I got a bunch of LBZ stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> a score. <laughs> well, I wish you was wearing an LBZ pants at some point. At the, I guarantee you, Fernet is still rocking his LBZ stuff. I guarantee you. But uh, uh, we had the the run of the mill of LBZ. Oh yeah, that was my first national ever. Well, second. I did the the Glen Helen right. one in '93, but uh. That was like the real first East Coast National I ever did. Went down, uh, went down I'm, always, the first I'm, I've always been pretty observant. I'd be, I'd be that guy just like just standing there just yeah. looking at junk. Yeah, I went down the first turn. The dirt was so deep, my bike was stuck. Randy had to run out there and help me pull it out of the like tractor ruts. Like, really? What's going on? Yeah. yeah, JT gear back then too. Looking good. Yeah, JT gear. Is that the year that you got ran uh, when you crashed in the second turn at uh, Unadilla and Pokorova clipped you with his fork? Yeah. Yeah, Rhino yeah, took me out. that was all over some, like, like terraforming videos or something, right? Yeah. Is that why I saw that? That was it. The very next yeah, weekend, yeah. I believe. And then, well, who can forget yeah. the Nick Way Unadilla uh, uh, catapult somersault? 
in the thing 90, was so agile. 98? 97? Uh, 99. 99. Came through the pack like crazy. I remember thinking, too. Did you ever see that? Because I think I got second or third the first moto, and I got a good start, which was hard to come by at that point for me. And uh, so I was like, I looked up and I didn't see Carmichael, and I'm like, all right, I got to go. And I wheelied some bump, and I blew my foot pe- feet off the foot peg. So when I hit the takeoff of that little tabletop, I was doing like 100, and I was laying on the handlebars. What tabletop was it? Man, like you come out of the tree corner, and you went straight to the tabletop, I guess. It was. It was like a tight left right after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gnarly. Not, I'll pull, not even like I'll pull it not up. on the track anymore. I'll pull it up on commercial. It's... I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, I remember front flipping, and I remember yeah. when I like I came around like to where like I was like I flipped around to where like I was laying in the air, and I looked to the side, going like, "Oh, dude, I'm so high right now. <laughs> this ain't gonna be good." So J Law used to say too, <laughs> without on the track, um, like the corkscrew. Is that what you're talking about? No, no. Um, After no. the corkscrew. What tree turn? I don't know what he's talking about. It was like like you go out of the whatever gravity cavity deal, which is the finish line now, yeah. and then they do that like a few tight corners. Yeah. They always had, and then there's like a left hander around some tree, and then you would like yeah. kind of come down a hill, and then like and, it would just like come back out the start, bottom, a little tiny tabletop at the and do a left. Yeah. 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 That, that that was the corkscrew right past the mechanic by the mechanics area before the mechanics area. You went right, and then it went up and down and left and down. Yeah. Yeah, and into the tabletop right there. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, you got yeah. Jiggy down that little downhill, uh, and it's gnarly. Oh, did I ever, dude? You got to watch the video. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to watch it. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's gnarly. He, you got lucky. And then I can't, I because I remember like coming back up, and I, I caught like I caught up really well, and then I faded because I couldn't hold my head up because I had whiplash. <laughs> I think it's a travesty they've taken out some of the landmark deals there, like the corkscrew. Yeah, I agree. Chuck's on tabletop, gone. Yeah. Um, all right, Nick, we got to run. Thank you. Good luck at Red Bud. I'll Good see luck, you this buddy. weekend. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see ya. Keep it real. Yep. MafiaMotoCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you 20%. With that, let's segue right into our next guest here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Uh, team manager and team owner, BTO Sports KTM, Forrest Butler. Going on, guys. What's up, man? David Pingree in studio here with us. Just Hi, hanging Forrest. Out, hanging out. Cool, cool. Um, What's cracking? Uh, you know, the usual. What's going on in Florida right now? You're just getting home from some karate class, right? Uh-huh. Jiu-jitsu, buddy. Quit, quit Jiu- making fun of me. No, honestly, I, jiu-jitsu, I didn't know. I, I didn't do that on purpose, I, I swear, because I don't want you to jiu Yeah, I know. Jiu-jitsu. You always do it on purpose. I don't want you to jiu-jitsu me. So. <laughs> um, I'm a nice guy. Come on. Hey, uh, how's everything going with the team? Um, looks good. Matt Gurky had a good first moto. And Andrew Short... Just fifth overall, you know, doing what Andrew does. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I mean, uh, we've been, we actually, we all kind of left Mount Morris with, uh, we feel like we were just settled in to where we had all been for the season, mm-hmm. aside from Matt coming back, and the entire team put their heads down. We did a lot of work. KTM did a lot of work, WP, and I think this weekend it, it just showed and it paid off. It's pretty much where we were this weekend. It was a, a hard week, or a hard, a hard two weeks work over the break, you know. And yeah. Andrew was uh, fifth overall, but I would say definitely a better and stronger guy all the way through both motos. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Matt definitely showed he's getting back up to speed, and he's still got what it takes outdoors with that first moto ride. And he got it's, sick. He got sick from what I understand. Couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but it was more the ride. Like he he ran fourth pretty much the entire moto, mm-hmm. and then 
Trey got him, and then actually I'd say about the 20, 25-minute mark, he mm-hmm. actually started pulling Trey back in mm-hmm. about a second a lap. And then right around that you know 27-minute mark, it just kind of hit the fitness wall from not running that pace yet. Yep. So not that he has it for two motos yet, but I but he ran up there, you know, solid top four or five pace for real, comfortable, yeah. look good, bike's good. So yeah, that's good. Uh, are you okay? Look, I, I don't know how much you want to admit this, but are you like me where you're like, okay, this weekend is round six, it's halfway, six more weeks in the off season. Are you kind of that way at that point right now? I am, but honestly, we're so motivated as a team. Like we've been doing what we've been doing all year, and mm-hmm. the entire team wants to get up and, and get on that box really bad. And I know everybody's always saying that. And you know, I'm not the guy to usually say that. Yeah, but that's kind of where we're at. You know, usually at this point, yeah, we're settling and yeah, we're working on next year. But right, we're we're trying to. I don't know. We kind of have like a second win during the break, like I said. And I I really think you're going to see my guys up on the box by the end of the season. That'd be good. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly a solid team. I guess, uh, Forrest, for a guy like yourself and your brothers, the KTM deal has just been just been a real boost for you. Uh, I can't imagine where you'd be without them. Um, you've taken the team to a new level since since you got on the KTMs and the and the uh, factory support program. Sometimes are you like looking around and being like, wow, we started in a truck and trailer with me and my brothers? No, I'm kind of past that point because I'm always worried about Worried about next year and getting better. Yeah, but but the KT, but KTM thing's just been awesome for you. It's been good. It, it has been, and that's where I feel like I feel like it's our job now. When mm-hmm. I just said I think you're going to see our guys up there, and we're working to get up there. Because mm-hmm. look at you know we're the we're the shadows of the factory team with this same equipment, and those guys are their dungeon rocks and are just killing it. I mean, yeah. how can you not give the bike credit, KTM credit, those guys credit? But for us, we're like the with a third and fourth team race, we want to do that good too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's drive for everybody to like that company and that brand is just they're great. They're a great team. Mm-hmm. The best call it just a great team across the board, and everybody is always pushing each other. So their team's pushing our team. While everybody gets along, and you want to do good. You feel like you have to do good. Uh, it's just pink. We we just brought up Nick Way talking about your first national in 1990 at Redbud. What if I had told you? Not 1990. Oh, what, I'm 94. sorry. 94. What if I told you, Ping, in 94, that there would be four KTMs in the top seven in a moto, in a national moto? I'm tell- that's, hey, that's where we're at right now. Honestly, I don't think we've even seen. This is just the start of the domination of that brand. You think so? Yeah. You know, they yeah. for a couple of years now they've been talking about how they're they're going to build a, a city or a village or this orange <laughs> village. I'm serious. Yeah. They talk about this at their like press functions. And and you're kind of like okay, I mean, yeah, that sounds weird a little Good bit. Good luck with your village. Well, <laughs> but you know, if you go to a GP like you have, it's yeah. they they run it. It's like there, it's the KTM show, mm-hmm. and it's coming that way here. You know, like yeah, what their factory program is now. They're obviously killing it. Um, and I could obviously their main yeah. their days of completely dominating may not last that long here, but um. They've got a great secondary 450 team here in the BTO guys. We talked a little bit earlier about a 250 team that they're going well, to have starting ru- next year. The rumors are Troy Lee is going to be KTM. Yeah, that's I was going to say it's a team oh. uh, that no, sounds but- like Roy G. Bazines. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, and of course yeah. the Rockstar team going to Husky, which is KTM. So they just have a lot of 
uh, ducks kind of getting in a row, and, and it's... Uh, and what about the off-road side? Just killing it. Like, you can't even... Yeah. So... Looks like you got yourself... Uh, yeah, you lined up with yourself a good company, Forrest. I know. The last thing I got to do is got to get JT a bike somehow. Oh, speaking so of... So you can go attack the German series, German series again. Speaking of that, welcome to the show, JT. Appreciate it. Hi, JT. What's going on? Can we get... What is going on with the German Supercross series? Why can we not commit to this, JT? Forrest just said he's got to get you a bike. Um, well, that's part of it is, uh, you know, like, obviously for Forrest, uh, the team comes first. You know, that's the priority. And um, it's a little bit of timing. Like, I, th- I feel like if I had a bike now, there would, you know, the chances would go up for sure of me doing it. But, you know, it's me racing the German Supercross is, is really not a priority for the you know forest team so um mm, uh, if it so works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't you know I'm, I'm really fine either way sounds like forest sort of made that one of his priorities <laughs> i'm just throwing it out there <laughs> you never know we might well, get a phone call and say hey hey gurky you're out for this weekend we nah, shipped your bike to I jt like i was i was forest priority for a really long time and that's just not you know that's not how the situation yeah, is i, I cut myself off so. um yeah i'm here we're here you hear us, Forrest? Okay. He's probably got us on mute. Um, JT. Yeah. Have you noticed the BTO Sports uh, KTM teams rise to prominence right about the time you retired? Oh, is that so? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Let's get Forrest back, Devin, if we can. I'm, I'm kidding, buddy. But, um, yeah, no, I, I want to see the German title. Again, I want to see a three-peat. I really do want to race. Um, it's. I've been training like uh, like I'm in a race, so um, really, it really comes down to if I can if I can get the bike. That that's really the problem. Um, but like I said, it's you know I'm not I'm not the priority anymore, and I'm and I don't want to be. So uh, if if it if we found a way to make it work and I could get a bike in time and and to do it correctly, then I'm all for it. If not, then no problem. Get Frank back. Would you ride a 350? What's that? Would you ride a 350? Um, I don't want to ride a 350, no. Mm. Oh, I thought they were just as good as 450s, Ping. I thought they were just as good. I I don't know. Hey, Corolla's is <laughs> okay. I don't know. Hey, Forrest, welcome back. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Hey, um, also, too, you guys have stepped up a little bit. Michael Byrne, uh, former factory rider, uh, injured under your with your team a few years ago, trying to decide if he wants to come back or not. Not really sure, but in the meantime... You've got him helping out Shorty and Gurky on the weekends, and uh, in talking to those guys, it seems like Burner, Burner knows a thing or two about racing. That's that's got to help you guys. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like you said, I, I think he's uh, he's definitely on the fence of what he wants to do. He wants to race again, give another shot, and he's working on his he's working on his own stuff. So we'll see what he's going to do there. But like you said, he started off at the very beginning of the year working with Moto Concepts or Alessi, mm-hmm. and then as soon as that kind of fell apart we jumped on it right away it was something he and i wanted to do last year and as soon as the opportunity was there to do it after the start of supercross we did it and i think it's definitely one of the one of the elements that's helping with the team you know burner's a smart dude smart guy yeah. you know um i mean to do you know what not to interrupt but to do the plug it's burner's one element you know the the team mm-hmm. our team is just one hell of a team right now every every one of the crew members i know not everybody out there knows everybody but we're a smaller crew, but it's an efficient crew, you know. So with mm. Jr. and the guys right across the street out there, Scott 
is Jerky's mechanic. Nate stays with Andrew. And, you know, those two mechanics, our guys, unlike a lot of teams, our guys are practice bike mechanics and race mechanics full-time. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much to us, it's just the mechanic. Wherever the rider goes, the mechanic goes, and they spend the entire year together, kind of just like you guys used to do in the box fan days back in the day, you know? Yeah. And I think that all helps our guys mesh mesh a lot better when we get there on race weekends. Those guys want to do just as good as a rider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so I, I would argue that... I got to give it up to the entire team. I would argue that if you got rid of Nate, your results might get better, but that's just me. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, hey, uh, um, uh, when do you start working on 2015 stuff? I guess you have been, right? Full steam ahead? We are. We are. Motocross... Top secret, I can't tell you. I'd have to kill you. Motocross but... Action said you've hired Jake Weimer. Congrats on that. Hey, that was... That, that... That was the best thing I ever read. <laughs> hearing that I hearing that I had signed someone that I had never even spoke to I, was pretty good. I'm in the media in business, print. so you know, basically, we we talk a little bit, a lot about that stuff. But like, if I don't know what happened, I'm saying like rumors say that BTO and Jake Weimer are talking, or you know, I think Jake Weimer is going to go here. But I don't, I don't know how you can write Jake Weimer is going to BTO. Like, that's bold. When you no, they said he signed. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, done deal. So yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so you're looking at hiring. Uh, are you just, are you, you going to be two guys? Are you going to go three, four? No, we're two men, four fifty team next year. Okay. Uh, Andrew's in a two year deal. Okay. So one so, guy's Andrew, and the other spot's kind of yeah up for grabs. And Matt's in that picture for sure. So it's kind of right. Yeah, he's on. A, he's in a situation where he needs to do good this summer, but he wants to do good. So right. Wow. That's, Matt, that's really all I can tell you right there. Matt's Everything a else is Matt, majority of the same sponsors, just on a bigger level and stepping it up and Matt's new bike uh, and going to be good. Matt's from Florida. He's got to step up on everybody else because we've seen you and your Florida guys, Forrest. Dude, Matt's a California guy. <laughs> I guess so, right? Hey, by the <laughs> way. He's been out there for four years. Did either, can either one of you two on the phone, can either one of you two tell, was there a good Matt Gerke quote this weekend? Was there anything? Is there anything? There was, wasn't there? There was a couple, JT, but I, I got to think for a second. There had to have been. There is every weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many that we had to stop when the writer on the board thing. <laughs> you actually got to mark it down. Him at the airport was pretty funny when he, was, uh, he wasn't feeling too good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. He had, his, he had his polo shirt buttoned all the way to the top. It looked like a cholo. <laughs> Oh, Matt. Pretty awesome. Actually, better than that was he, we walked. We walked. So he came, we, all, we all got on an early flight. We right. all went out early. For us, my brother and I back here, it was our dad's birthday, so we were going home early, and all the riders were on that flight. So we bolt right after the moto. Mm-hmm. We get to the airport. We go to check in. We're at the like, kiosk counter. And Matt turns around after checking in. He's still wearing his team shirt, his team hat. And he turns around, and I was kind of like, did he have a beard all day? And then I realized that he never even washed his face. He still had all the dirt all over his face from the moto, Just, like stuck with sweat. And right. then he went through security like that and then finally went and cleaned up in the bathroom right. by the gate. You're like, Matt, you can, made him. you can take 30 seconds before you jump. Before we... So there's your, your typical Gurky weekend. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, BTOsports.com. A uh, great part of this show and everything that, that, that Pulp is doing Um and uh, obviously your guys' title sponsor and a big part of your team, uh, BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money at that. Um, really, uh, BTO Sports, is, uh, they're not stopping for us until they 
completely have everyone's business in the uh, aftermarket and OEM parts uh, world. Look, I said such a strong statement. He just yeah, can't no, believe it. Oh, he's yeah. gone. He's gone again. It's not my phone system. It is not my phone system, people. I disagree. Uh, JT, your VIP program. Jason36 at AOL.com. And uh, people can get on board with being a BTO Sports KTM VIP. Yep. So uh, the guy this weekend, what did you say his name was again? Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Couldn't yep. believe his uh, viewing that he got ping. He's amazed. Yeah. Able to get around the crowds and get around people. JT takes you right in deep. <laughs> JT takes you deep. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done, JT. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I take pride in it. I want people to have a good time. Hey, bro, yeah. you're cool as crap. You know that? Oh, Ping, Ping's really onto this Cooper <laughs> Webb podium speech. Your fans are cool <laughs> as crap. <laughs> you know, let that joker by. Uh, hey, Forrest, you're back. Uh, no, why do you keep kicking me off? It is me? not our phone system, I'm telling you. I have you locked in. There's a little lock on there. Uh, BTOsports.com, of course. The uh, taking, uh, taking over, helping us out, and, and obviously a big part of your team. Forrest. Yeah. <laughs> BTOsports.com. <laughs> Oh, God. hey, listen, when that's your, when it's your big sponsor of the show, I never know when you're plugging the show or you're talking to me. Well, I'm talking about how much of a big help they are to you guys and how they're taking over the aftermarket motorcycling parts accessory battle. Yeah, the BTO side is, is doing really good. It's been, a, it's been a tough year. You know, and I know a lot of people out there don't know, so I'd definitely take the time to plug it right now. And that's they just they spent the last eight months building an entirely new like I like to call Space Age website, you know, but it's an entirely new, refaced, rebuilt website. Uh, it's got to be now that it's launched one of the sickest, sickest websites out there for any off-road buyers, and that launched about 30 days ago. Mm-hmm. And then they're also in the process of moving into a new building, larger facility. So it's a pretty big year for those guys, a lot of work going on behind the scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. But in the next, next couple of years, you're going to see those guys jump up in a much bigger way than they've been been doing mm-hmm. which is nothing but a compliment you know yeah absolutely and of course fly racing also a big part of you guys you're gonna yeah. whoever whoever Damn right who's ever your second rider they're gonna wear fly right is that still the the deal yeah absolutely yep. okay oh i burn the semi down if not <laughs> <laughs> um and hey Forrest, what's it like dealing with agents right now how's that going is it are there sometimes you get a phone call and you're like i don't want to talk to you i don't yeah I don't like this year. I don't have any good stories this year. This year, it's been. I mean, there's definitely calls and messages and communicating yeah. with a couple, but it's no. Right. I don't know. There's no circus this year. That's that's kind of how it's been. It's pretty. It's been better. Pretty mellow. Right. And I don't know if that's because the teams elevated up to that factory level, not mm-hmm. tooting our horn or anything, but you know what I mean. It's kind of. I think we finally went past that that privateer team level where you would get flooded with. A million yeah. middle calls, you know, when yeah. you were trying to step up to the next level. And now it's kind of the higher end of the yeah. ladder, I guess, that's calling in. So it's it's cool well, what I'm getting at. Sometimes dealing with agents can be a bit of a pain. I know that. You know, because just unrealistic expectations or unrealistic asks, you know. So yeah. and you're like, come on, guys. Right? Um, you know what I need your help on? What? we got to start plug in the, the social media side of the team because we just started getting into that this year. Okay. So we need we need on the Instagram handle, it's 
Team BTS Sports or you, at Team BTS Sports. I'm not even cool enough on the lingo yet to know how you. And you guys are. And sometimes you guys are giving away jerseys and stuff and all that signed stuff and and all that on there. Yeah, we're doing contests and and all that type of stuff with the fans and trying to again just build up the social media side. We've never been very active with it. Mm-hmm. And we do team website and Facebook and Twitter and all that through BTO Direct. But we're trying to build up the team side and and get that out there and get that in front of people. Well, there you go. All right, Forrest. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Big things with your team. I'm looking forward to uh, Jake Weimer next year on your team. That should be fantastic. I read MXA. So, uh, no, just kidding. But, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see who you got, who you sign. And, of course, Shorty is Shorty, just a solid, steady, great rider uh, on and off the track for you guys. And big things from your program, no doubt. And JT knows as a former rider there and now doing the VIP program. BTO Sports to KTM. Coming on, man. So, yeah, buddy. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. We'll see you at Red Bud this weekend. All right, guys. Thank you. All Have right. a good night. Thanks, Forrest. Forrest Butler, everybody. JT. Yo. What about Fred Norn getting a factory Honda rod? Yeah, good. Right? Good for him. Yeah. Swedish, Swedish warrior. Do you, how, do you think, uh, how do you think his girlfriend will look in a factory Honda picture <laughs> under the tent? Yeah, I think she'll look good. So, if. Uh, if I'm the, to believe you right, JT, you're, the bike is huge in this sport. So I look forward to Frederick Norn being the top five guy now because he's on a factory bike. Uh, I don't believe that I've ever been in line with um, you talk that, about how, that how important bikes are. conversation. You talk about how important the bikes are. The bikes are important. Yep. Okay. So how, how much better is Norn going to do? Uh, I think he'll be, you know, a second a lap better. Ping, what do you think? Hmm. I don't think it helps him too much, hmm. but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. You don't. You don't think a. You don't think a factory bike is is worth anything? It's not oh, any better. No, no, no. It for sure is, but I don't know. I think it's going to take him a little time to get used to it. I don't think you're going to see like this week and all of a sudden, Frederick Norin whole shots. <laughs> Who is this guy? No, no. I I, I said a second a lap. Which yeah, is... and that that might be, but but does that change his position? Yeah, maybe you know two spots. Nothing crazy. Instead of 14th, he gets 12th or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not drastic, no, but it helps. Yep. I agree with that. I don't think he gets up in, uh, you know, races with where Shorty's at. Like, I don't no, think he steps no, no, into no, that. No, 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 no. I would no. never say that. No. no. He hasn't got a top 10 this year, so does he get in the top 10? He's, I, don't, uh, I don't think so. Maybe at Washugo he's done it there before. Right. But, yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking a second a lap. I think it, it's good for that. I think uh, the biggest thing is if, if he can figure out, like, get comfortable doing a start on it, I think yeah. that w- that's where it would help him the most is starts. Because he can start a little further forward, it's going to help him mm-hmm. stay up there a little bit. Okay. I don't know. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see. Um, all right. Hey, JT, we are going to take a commercial break. We're going to come back with Geico, Matt Bichaglia, and then uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff to do with you. How do you say it? Bich- people say Bichaglia. Bichaglia. I think it's Bichaglia. I say Bishaglia. You threw a G in there. Well, it, there is a G in there. Bishaglia. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, I have to ask him, I guess. Um, G is an optical illusion. <laughs> um, and then we got to do X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, BTO Sports Gabbit Gibbs. Lots of things coming up. And we got to talk about Motocross the Nations. Mm. we got to talk about Muddy Creek a little more. JT. Yo. Did Muddy Creek won't make you want to ride at all? <laughs> um... 
No. Yeah. Not really. I was watching that going, nope. Nope. But not, I, not interested. When the track's really, like, when the track is like that and it slows it down and it's ruddy, I think I do a little better. Yeah, you're, so like, results-wise, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I kind of wanted having, to ride it for that reason, but it didn't look fun at all. But you're not having fun while you're doing better. No. <laughs> no. You're just doing better, right, right. Yeah. Uh, at TeamBTOSports.com, Instagram, and uh, and stuff. So check them out and follow them and have a chance to win stuff. So Forrest just text me the official team name. So, JT, stick. Uh, we'll get you back after Matt and uh, and uh, everybody else. Uh, thanks for listening. And before we go, Devin is uh, going to tell us all about Optrix, and uh, JT will get you back soon. All right, team. Optrix. Optrix. Hot pockets. <laughs> Optrix. Speaking of killing it, Optrix is killing it. Guys, if you Some are... people on Twitter said that you do not kill it. I don't care what they okay. say. Uh, when were we could... speaking of killing it? Um, Some guy called in to the show and said, if I hear Devin say killing it one more time, I'm going to shoot myself. So that's a saying for me now. He's now killing it all the time. Oh, uh, every On the reg. Of... Yeah, every moment of every day I'm L- Let me see it. that ping. Let, ping, let me see your phone. He's, his phone is being protected with the Optrix case because Optrix is killing it. That's how it is. I do have an Optrix case. It's good. Uh, took some underwater footage. Did you really? Yeah. Nudes? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Except my children. Oh, sorry. God. Sorry, man. Uh, it's like, I come think, on. Think of your together. wife or whatever. No. Sorry. Uh, Optrix just came out with the uh, Photo Pro X bundle. Uh, if you guys are interested in getting the Optrix, get this because it comes with the case. It comes with all six lenses, the wide 65-degree lens that just came out, the telephoto four-times lens that just came out. It's 100% badass. They're killing it and save 15% off with the Pultmex code. Killing it. There we go, folks. Optrix. Uh, you can listen. You can save on most of our show sponsors. Check out sponsor deals on pulpmxshow.com. It gives you all the codes, all the deals. You can save money with everybody that comes on our show, basically. And, of course, W Wheels, Ping. What can you say about W Wheels? There, You want to talk about killing it. Dunge, Roxon, JGR, W Wheels. Yeah, it's the uh, choice of many top riders. Uh, we use them a lot in our garage and stock Racer X Project bikes because, uh, really, those guys set the standard, you know. Kite, Talon, Amazing Hubs, DID Excel rims. They've got a, a full range of colors you can choose from. So whether you want to go with something subtle or make your bike look like a clown show anything you want <laughs> make it's your bike look like, to a, you. look like a clown show yeah great stuff and brembo brakes galfer good stuff over there uh all right everybody uh, pulp max show presented by btosports.com at team bto sports on instagram follow them uh ch- stay, stick around we'll be right back thanks for listening X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top-quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. favorite Allison Chains David Pingree's all-time favorite band had no idea Lane Staley was my guy now how do you feel about them still touring with new singers I don't like it did you go no never went did you go with Lane uh no never got to see him oh so never, never saw them him. live no they didn't tour much because he was on heroin all the time so, was like, so uh, who's the singer now? Is he? A f- I have no idea. Oh, okay. To me, that's like going to watch Destiny's Child without Beyonce. <laughs> if I was a complete homo, I'm going to go watch <laughs> Destiny's Child. 
Yeah, first of all, saying. you got problems if you're going to go see <laughs> Destiny's Child. <laughs> I'm but, just saying. You know what? Without Lance Daly, break up. Because uh, what are you guys doing? I don't know. Guess, who, guess where I'm going on Wednesday? Let's hear it. Guess who's in town? Halen. No. Hagar. Solo Hagar. At the Hard Rock. So does Van Halen still tour without, with uh, they, like they, somebody else? No, they tour with David Lee Roth. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. But Hagar sung a couple of Roth songs when they went on tour, like Panama and Jump or whatever. But Roth doesn't sing any Hagar songs. Oh, no? No, he sticks to all the original better. stuff. Yeah. But Hagar on, on Wednesday, bro. That'll be good. He does solo. He does a little bit of Halen. Yeah. It's going to be good. David Pingree, everybody. Allison Chains, favorite band ever. Yep. Who knew? Damn good. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the Pulp Mix Show. presented by BTOSports.com. Um, is my wife getting that coffee going or what? I was, you know, was down there telling her to hurry up, and I was yelling at her, yeah. kind of treating her like you do. <laughs> and I wasn't getting the results, man. I don't know. I don't see coffee. Treating her like I do. <laughs> Privateer proven. When riders, privateers in the sport need something, they uh, need suspension. They go to Race Tech. Leave, freeze, blows, Gilmore, Spine Chillers, Arena Cross Team, much more. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech.com. Pulpamex 2014 saves you 20% at Race Tech. And uh, the creators of the do it yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. And of course, they're coming up with their seminars, motor and suspension seminars in the fall. Check Racetech.com for full details there. Uh, their high performance springs are high performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. They tested, developed, and proven by the world's fastest racers. Thanks to Race Tech. Here's some of the best emails of the uh, of the week here. All right. Uh, Steve sent this in. Hey, Steve and Devin. I actually put you on this, so you should be honored. I'm impressed. Uh, first off, love the show. Killing it. It keeps getting better, and I'm enjoying the rotating hosts you have using for the show. Nice to get a different view of the sport from the varied host background in the industry. My good buddy introduced me to your show. And now we both will listen religiously. Well, my buddy has decided to settle down and will be having a bachelor party in Vegas in December. I know you get requests all the time, but I would love to surprise him with an opportunity to sit in on a show and hear the lions roar in the background. He's a normal guy, 30 years old, and I can promise he wouldn't say a word. He can even set, sit and pet your dogs the entire show if you would like. If it helps, we can raise some money between the guys going to bachelor party to donate to a privateer. Obviously, I'm assuming this won't be able to happen, but I figured it's worth a shot. I got an idea. Yep. Idea right now. Yep. You tell him he gets us a suite for four nights. Tell Pook adios. <laughs> he can and, come sit in on the show, and, and we go but, have a four-day no, staycation. Yeah, and we yeah. do not call. No. We do not. Well, no, we call. Uh, oh, we call. Oh, we call? We do call. Okay. We don't come home, though. We don't come home. No, we're, no. Yeah, we're not coming home. No, no, we're not coming home. My name was in that I email. Like Am I invited for this? No. No, you're not married. Um, this is a stick it to the wives get, thing. We get a lot of people wanting to come and sit on the sit on the show, and we've made people donate to Bassett Rescue before and to Road to Recovery and all that. It, it people need to understand this is um, this is our house. It's not a studio, even though we like to make it sound like it's big and important and it's in a studio. It's our house, so it's a little different having people here, right? Of course, people we've had the people I've been here, like the Canadians that were down here. Yeah, they were super cool. Yeah, but they're in your house. It's kind of weird, right? It's a weird deal, for sure. Right. But, like, uh, like, if we were in a studio, I, I'd be down with that more often. But they know where you live. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Rufy, uh, I'm right after the show. 
What are they going to come point. in here and steal that your telephone yeah. system? Your electronics? <laughs> hands off my phone system. Uh, Kirk, is Jeffrey Hurling staying in the MX2 class for the fifth year in a row after finishing second once and presumably th- first three straight times bullshit? Yes, it is. That's what I'm adding. Yes, it is. Kurt didn't say that. I thought staying back this year was a little sandbaggerish, but next year I think it shows poor sportsmanship. While I know there are always contract issues, I think the fans and the GPs would benefit more from him moving up. Ridiculous. It's stupid. Guy's won. He's just so much better than everybody else. They changed the rules to keep him in the class. He's staying back another year. He's been. I think it'll be his sixth year in the lights in the in MX2 class. Meanwhile, if you're 25 and you get anywhere close to hurlings, which hasn't been able to happen, but if you're 25. 24, and you get close to hurling, you got to get out of the class. That's the rules. But he started racing when he was like 15 years old. Yeah. All right. Uh, Richard sent this in. Dear Steve, we recently attended the Regina National. I can say with absolute certainty that without the Alessis there, the race would have been a complete disappointment. Alessi really set the bar for fan interaction and team professionalism. I was extremely impressed with Tony, who was very kind to my kids setting them up with basically all of Mike's plastics after noticing they had been waiting for around for some time. Mike went out of his way for autographs and photos, maintaining a smile and professional demeanor. I had never been much of an Alessi fan before, and I was somewhat biased against them due to your continued attack on their team. My continued attack. Like having Mike on the show three weeks ago or a month ago, and I asked him all about Canada, and I wished him good luck and continually attacked him. Do you mean that, Richard? Or Dick, you seem to go out of your way to highlight your dislike for Tony, but your personal clashes with him have no place in the public media. I think you were really honest with yourself. You should be thankful they are even around, as you have made a lot of money off pursuing a continued conflict with them. What money have I made, Richard? What conflict have I pursued? I am sure you would not want it any other way. The Alessi Camp brings the Canadian Series to a whole new level. We will attend the Regina race next year, but only if the Alessis are there. We walked away feeling ripped off that we only watched half a race, but satisfied with the experience thanks to Alessis. Thanks to Mike and Tony for making it worthwhile. So this guy's kids got some plastic from the Alessis, and I'm the dick. Richard, what would you do, Ping, if presented with such a contract as I was? I would laugh. I would laugh and say... All right, good luck doing it. Do an interview with someone else then, because no one else is going to. Right. You would never sign that. No. Of course not. Nobody no. would. No. no sane human being, including Devin, would ever sign that. Killing it. How, how is this guy? So this guy got plastic, and I'm, now I'm the dick. Like, I don't, like. Hey, buddy, you know what? Like, Mike, Mike himself has, is a nice kid. I think always Mike's Mike's he's, I mean, he's grown with, up in a van. He's got, you know, but he's done well. He's good with, with people though. And kids and fans and stuff like that. I don't think anyone will fault him for that. He's made some irrational decisions on the track. His brother has made some irrational decisions <laughs> off the track. Tony is a little crazy. Uh, yeah. How, I, how, how have I made money off them though? From this, uh, according to this guy, how have I made money? Well, you know, I don't know that. <laughs> right. There is no, there is no. This fucking guy, you know, like seriously. So you got plastic. You just missed a phone call, Devin. Uh, you got plastic from the Alessis, and now your, your kids are happy, and I'm the, I'm, and I'm the problem. 
I sure had a change of heart in a 20, 20 minute. Thanks, Pook. What do you, um, Pookie? Pookie? Right here. You are a dick, actually. See? Richard is right. Put it, put it right there. <laughs> Pook, I say it's time for a four day trip for you. F you, dude. <laughs> or I don't call. You know, no, I'm, you got to call. You have to call. I'm kidding, Pookie. You know I'm kidding. Oh, what, what? The vacation? No, I meant I was kidding with the coffee. Okay. Um, Ping, uh, let's get our guy on there. Uh, last one, Patrick Citizen. Hey, Pulpsters. I wanted to share a pretty cool experience I had Friday before High Point. I happened to notice West. I was traveling back to Pittsburgh and noticed Weston Pike sitting in first class as I was boarding. I thought that was pretty sweet. A pro motocrosser on my flight home. Awesome. Pretty neat story to tell my buddies. I spent the majority of the flight focused on my phone watching a movie. As we approached Pittsburgh, I'd, I had to put my phone down. I start looking around the plane, and fellow sitting across the aisle next to me asked if I lived here. I looked over at him and said, yeah, I live about an hour north. Hey, you're Dave Osterman. I'm a huge Chad Reed fan. Dave O proceeded to chat with me about moto travel, supercross, a few other things. Needless to say, I was pretty excited. I held back asking him if he had ever looked a shark in the eyes, but I thought about it. He was real cool to talk to. I appreciate it. He was so nice. I was so pumped. I spent the last half hour of my flight talking to the team manager of my favorite team that my favorite rider owns. I mean, what are the chances? I was, uh, anyway, in closing, I want to say how cool and nice Dave Osterman was to me. Thanks for the great shows. Ozzy, man. Ozzy is a good guy. He is a good dude. Yep. He, he is a good guy. Good for Dave Osterman. Usually if someone tries to talk to me, I tell him to F off. So. You know, that guy was a sponsor of mine in 1992. With, with uh, what? With Wide Oz? Open Racing. You remember oh, that company? That, yeah, that was Dave? It was Dave and Spencer, who now works at JGR. I did not know that. I know Wide Open Racing. They imported stuff, yeah. Yeah, they had uh, graphics and seat covers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Good dude from way back then. And he was a Yamaha guy. He's an old Oh, yeah, school. no, no. He worked for Mike Bell and when he won a yeah. Supercross title. Vortex Racing, the leader in making top-quality racing components for 15 years. And they're going big with us this year. Uh, the products you get from us at Vortex Racing are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances, because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. thousand different gear choices, lots of different colors for sprockets, and uh, as well as sprockets, they offer a V3 motocross handlebar that is 29% stronger than competition. Bowers uses Vortex. Stewart runs the sprockets. Robbie Renner runs, the, runs everything from uh, Vortex. Check out more information. Check out VortexRacing.com. No, I'm screwing that up again. You sure are. No, I'm screwing it up because there's a bunch of renters. There's, there's a lot of renters. There's Ricky. There's Ronnie. There's Robbie. Ricky, Ronnie, Ronnie, Robbie. And then Robbie Raynard. When Robbie Might as well throw him in there. Ronnie Renner is the X Games guy. Mm-hmm. Is the oldest. Correct. Robbie Renner. He's not a freestyle motocross god. That is just his brother. I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... Robbie? There's a Robbie? I think there is. Lots of renters. There's Ricky. Ricky. Ronnie Renner. I'm going to make a note of that, finally. Anyways, Vortex Racing. uh, Check out... You want 40% off Vortex Jake at VortexRacing.com. And with that, Vortex is happy and pleased and proud to present our next guest, Geico Hondas. Matt Bichelia. Matt, what's up, man? Oh, man, not that much. Just uh, finished my dinner, and I'm just talking to you guys now. What's going on? Not much. Hey, uh, I think this is the first time you've been on a show. Have you been on before? 
No, man. I haven't been on your show before. This is the first time. Okay. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Geico Hunters, Matt. It's not Bashaglia. It's Bashelia. No. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. All right. You're silent, man. I know. I, I, always, I, I think I've been screwing it up for a long time. Yeah, that's really embarrassing, man. I'm sorry, Pull man. together. I'm sorry, man. Uh, question, uh, Matt, have you ever had an ice bucket challenge? Uh, no, surprisingly, you know, I haven't gotten called out on it yet. Because some guy just tweeted us and asked us about it. What What is with this ice bucket phenomenon? You know, I, I couldn't really tell you because, uh, you know, I have never been called out on it. I've seen it on Instagram multiple times, all my friends. I kind of feel left out, honestly, like <laughs> all my friends are doing it, you know, this and yeah. that. And yeah. I, uh, I'm i just sitting over here, no ice bucket. Uh, Pink, Pink, Pink did it today. I had to do it today. Yeah. Uh, how was it? It's cold, dude. It's really cold. Yeah, but it's not very warm. Yeah, you, I mean, you're expecting cold, but then it hits you and, you know. It's just like, it's it real just cold. like shocks you. Yeah. The whole thing was That's supposed it. to be uh, for cancer or, you know, awareness or whatever. And you, you give yeah. somebody 24 hours, they have to either dump a bucket of ice water How about you just give the $100, the $100 to charity? How about you just do that? You know what, Steve? It's supposed to be for fun. Okay. To raise some awareness. Well, there's some people out there... Dumping literally a glass of warm water on themselves. <laughs> I like Jimmy Albertson's uh, boiling water challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a pretty good one. I didn't see that. I laughed. I you know, I, I always get a good laugh from Todd Jimmy. He's a comical dude. He's got these oven yeah. mitts on, and he's all, this is the boiling water challenge. And he pours this, what's supposed to be yeah, boiling yeah. water. He just ends with him laying on the ground. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Hey, uh, when are you coming yeah. back? When are you coming back, Matt? Uh, trying to this weekend okay. at uh, Red Boat. You know, unfortunately, at a high point, I had a pretty hard get off you and I yeah. uh, got a little, little concussion and uh, mm. I strained some ligaments in my arm pretty bad. So that's uh, kind of why I wasn't able to ride this weekend. And I, I got to ride a couple times in between High Point and uh, Tennessee, but mm-hmm. every time, uh, every day I tried to ride, it just got a little bit worse. And eventually, I you know got in touch with my doctor. You know, I stayed in really good touch with him while I was back at home riding and. Eventually, uh, by the last day I tried to ride, I only rode a couple times, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the Thursday before I had to make the decision, you know, my doctor kind of told me, uh, to take the weekend off or it wasn't going to get any better. So, um, you know, I just came back to California, got with, uh, Johnny Louch and Dr. Nick today and, you know, just doing everything I can to get back for Redbud this weekend. I definitely don't want to miss it. It's, uh, it's definitely a track I've always wanted to go to. Yeah. So I'm going to do everything I can to get back this weekend. Dr. Nick, that's the guy from the Simpsons. Hello, everybody. Yeah, man. <laughs> see him on TV. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so it's really the ligaments more than the concussion that's holding you back right now, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, uh, you know, I, I did everything um, that I had to do to, you know, check in with uh, the Asterix guys to, um, mm-hmm. you know, do, I did all the concussion tests and all that, and it was fine. And, yeah, for sure, it's just my arm. You know, at first I didn't know it was uh, going to be a big deal. You know, I, I just, like I said, I rode a couple times, and then each day I rode, it just got worse and worse to the point uh, <clears throat> where last Wednesday and Thursday I tried to ride, and um, I just couldn't do it. It just it hurt. It felt like I, you know, kind of had a broken humerus, so I was kind of a little bit worried, and um, I got an MRI and everything and got some x-rays done, and, you know, nothing was broken. It was just some, uh, you know, some strained ligaments, so it's nothing serious, but... Uh, you know, it's just it's something I did have to give a little bit of time off because if I kept riding with it and beating it up, it could, you know, get get worse and eventually tear. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of unfortunate. But, um, you know, just glad it wasn't anything worse. Is it in your elbow? 
Which part of your arm? Like where? Um, it's my it's my ulnar collateral collateral ligament. Oh, it's Tommy John. So, you need Tommy John surgery. Yeah, I know, man. It's like it's kind of like tennis elbow, I think. Yeah, that's honestly. what that's, that's what pitchers blow out in baseball, and that's what I have a problem when I threw that pitch yeah, at Yankee yeah. Stadium. When I threw that pitch yeah, at Yankee it's, Stadium, it's what pitchers blow out. Right. That's what I was claiming was my issue. Why I threw yep, a thirty-six exactly. mile per hour fastball. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, so uh, obviously. Uh, the outdoors. You, need, you, you, gotta, you what? You need a Jimmy John surgery. I think that's what you're thinking. Oh, maybe it's Jimmy John. You need John. a sandwich. All right. Um, yeah, man. The the uh, outdoors. Have, that was funny. Obviously, you missed. Okay. Are you done? Are you done, Pingree? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey. Hey, Matt. Uh, yeah. What's up? I'm looking at your results here, dude. Every second moto, you're quite a bit better. Like all your races yeah. so far. What's up with yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I. uh I guess I'm just a little bit better. I just, I don't know. I guess I just put the second moto together a little bit better. I tend to, each uh, each second moto I've gotten a better start, except for Glen Helen, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would like to be up there even more. Um, that's kind of what I'm working for right now. But, um, yeah, all my second motos so far have been better. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Uh, me, Johnny Latch, and Justin Hill, you know, we have a good uh, good training program. So, when the second moto rolls around, we're definitely ready for it. And, uh, you know, I think that's one thing that I need to work on for sure is the first moto. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting used to the track or whatever, whatever it is, I just tend to come out swinging in the second moto a lot better. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of guys, there isn't a whole, if you've never raced these tracks before, which is what Matt, Matt's only raced the last, what, you make the last four last year? Unadilla? Uh, last three, yeah. Last so three. a lot of these tracks are new to me. So, like, High Point was difficult. I had a horrible weekend at High Point. Like, yeah. missed my flight. Or no, start out my flight got delayed. Missed my connecting flight. Didn't get into Morgantown, West Virginia Ugh. until twelve o'clock at night, and then got lost on the way to the track. Missed my first practice at High Point. Oh, my geez. iPhone led me wrong. And jeez, really? I'll tell you what, guys, oh, wow. it, it was a bad weekend. It was. I was just. <laughs> I was over it. So man. you're you're staying out in California during the nationals? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm I've been kind of back and forth, but uh, like I said, I've been training with Johnny Louch, and uh, we have a really good training kind of crew out here and um you know it's it's been good i've been out here shoot the last three months and uh, i went i got to go home after high point for a little while and um i'm gonna be out here for the next two or three weeks and probably go home again for uh, the next break yeah dude i'll tell you what there's it, it makes it so much easier to be on the east coast once the series heads that way yeah, Between... it does for sure. Going from West Coast time to East Coast time is, is definitely tough. You get that oh, jet lag dude. and then your sleeping schedule's messed up. So I'm, I'm not even racing it's and tough. getting up at three in, three in the morning West Coast time. And I don't. And I'm not an athlete. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. Ping, stop it. What? <laughs> uh, and getting up at three in the morning to head out. I mean, it's it's gnarly, man. It, it really does take a lot yeah. of you. Because it starts the it day is. your it's, flight, too. You're up uh, so early yeah. to catch that 6 or six o'clock flight. Some guys were flying in on Thursdays. I think, like, Alessi, speaking of Alessi, he used to do that. Uh, Mike, when, when Mike on the, lived on the West Coast, he'd fly in Thursday for a national. And he'd hang out Friday yeah, I mean, and relax. I, yeah. I, I honestly think if you can get your training done by Wednesday and uh, fly out Thursday, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea, honestly, yeah. for the East Coast rounds, at least. Hey, are you happy... Like, okay, we just talked about how you didn't get, you know, it's hard to get to know the tracks in the shorter practices uh-huh. and you've never raced there again. But do you feel like your last three last year were a good preparation for this summer's Nationals? Like, even though 
they were different tracks. Are you yeah? Are you glad that you got those three in? No, I am for sure because it. Even though they didn't, you know, go as well as I as they could have as I wanted them to, it was all new. But it, it if anything, I I could have taken out of it. It uh, it kind of gave me like a a know of what to expect mm-hmm. for this year. So coming into Glen Helen, I I knew what to expect. I knew I had to get the track down quick, and I had to just go, you know, and I had to be in shape. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it for sure, you know, I I knew what to expect, so it was good for sure. Matt, if you were to find yourself on the podium this weekend mm-hmm. and the fans have been really good, cheering loudly, really enthusiastic, would you refer to them as being cool as crap? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Okay. Dude, the fans are awesome, man. Like, the only thing, <laughs> dude, guys, okay, look at this. Drunk motocross fans crack me up. That's all there is to it. Yeah. They're just, they're funny and. Well, are they cool yeah. as crap? cool as crap they're cool as crap man. okay all right because you know cooper had said that this weekend and ping ping's really onto this he's he doesn't approve of saying cool as crap <laughs> just, you know it's just not something you hear on the podium a lot it's not but you so. know what i'd rather hear that than my bike hooked up great you know yeah i mean that's that's not how i would word it but i mean you know <laughs> I, that's something i would probably say though hey uh your, your, your supercross season up and down you had a great ride in new jersey you put in some yeah. good rides in Indianapolis. You also hit the mm-hmm. deck a lot. It seemed like you were in every LCQ for a while. Um, yeah. What I, I would I would categorize your rookie Supercross season as up and down. What about you? Yeah, it, it was up and down for sure. I had a I had a couple flashes of uh, speed and mm-hmm. um, the races where I did good, and I think uh, I think I could have definitely maybe prepared a little bit smarter coming into the season. You mean um, training wise? Or, yeah, yeah, training wise for sure. You know, both on the bike and off the bike, maybe have a little bit better of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's all stuff that for sure is going to be better next year, knowing what to expect. Um, you know, it was it was it was different for me, and I had ups and downs. And um, you know, I'm not really one to be all into bad luck and good luck because I I believe that you can create your own luck yeah. most of the time. But I think uh, I had a little bit of bad luck the first couple of rounds having a having a bike issue in Dallas, you know, that was just nobody's fault. It was just a, kind of a freak deal. Lost no. my brakes on the hot lap. Blame your mechanic. Go ahead. I, uh, I, I dude. mean, dude. Oh, Adam had nothing to do with that one, man. I, I felt bad for him because he got a lot of hate mail on Twitter and Instagram saying, oh, this, this mechanic needs to be fired. It was so stupid. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, it really wasn't his fault. It was just, it really was just something stupid, but it was nothing uh, anybody could do about it. Well, I, you know, I, between between that and then just had a couple crashes here and there and got some bad starts. Like you said, I was in like three or four LCQs, yeah. three I think. And uh, you know, Weston Pike called me the LCQ champion, and that's you know not always a good thing to have, as, though. Yeah, not always a good thing. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. but um, if if I'm one of my best rides came from the LCQ, actually. If and I'm, what probably would have been my best ride in Toronto came from the LCQ if I wouldn't have crashed on the first lap, but whatever. Yeah. If I'm a Geico Honda rider, and um, you know, I was a good amateur racer, I was a great amateur racer, and I got a ride, and I'm sitting on the LCQ, I- I'm shitting my pants, Ping. Because I have to make yeah. the main event. I have to make the main event. Like, you have to. Jeremy Martin found out just, you know, how rough it gets when you don't make the main. All eyes are on you on that gate. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's good, though. Yeah, you I came through. You came through. So. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I like I said, I won. I can't remember if I did three or four LCQs, but I did mm-hmm. win all of them. And it's uh, <laughs> good. You know, man, I really struggled with my starts for a while. For the first probably four rounds, it was just I. I was kind of blown away with how tacky the dirt was behind the start, and our our bikes are so snappy and fast that we just I would just like hook up on the tacky dirt, and I'd just like pop, and then I'd spin over the uh, plastic over the mm-hmm. gate, and then I'd hit traction again, and then I'd pop and. It's hard to Man, recreate at the test track, was, that, that tacky dirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was on Struggle Street with those starts for a while, but then uh, my mechanic actually got, like, a steel-toe, steel-toe, like, pit bike boot, and he was helping me out with my starts. And then, I don't know, you guys saw, like, the last couple rounds, you know, I got good starts, and uh, I figured them out a little bit. How much do you weigh now, Matt? Um, I'm right, like, right around 170, give or take. I remember back, uh, I worked with Matt a little bit when he was a, a Red Bull Jams kid. What? And, uh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Red Bull Jam Scan, man. Oh. It's cool. But I remember, you know, one of the things I remembered from that uh, that week was um, you seemed like you were a little more comfortable on a bigger bike. Like you'd maybe be a better 450 guy. Um, Just your, your riding know, style just, and everything else. My riding style, yeah, I'll go good with a 450 too. But, um, you know, I don't really mind. I don't. I don't mind 250s at all. I have just as much fun on a 250 that, as on a 450. Uh, you know, I like to switch it up a little bit. I ride my 450 like once a week, but, um, you know, we'll yeah, see well, in the you're future. Not too you know, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll be, maybe I'll be a better 450 rider than I am a 250 rider. You never know, but that's uh, that's in the future. So That's you know, what everyone always said about me, too. Like, no, I don't yeah. think any, nobody said that at all, Ping. Well, there wasn't such thing as four fifty. No one, no one said that thing when you raised. Everybody wondered why you were in the class still. What a dick! <laughs> hey, uh, Matt, you're from Texas, right? Yeah, man, from Texas. What, what? Texas proud. I love. I'm at Texas Roadhouse right now in California. That's how much I love Texas. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. What what part of Texas? Where where around? Uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. I live about thirty miles west of Fort Worth in a town called Weatherford. Let me ask you this. How come, and this is a, David Coombs and I were talking about this one time, how come Texas has never produced, like, great champions in our sport? Like, what, you guys got great weather, lots of tracks, all yeah. the tracks are good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huge state, so lots of people, so, you know, the yeah. odds are good. Like, I don't get it. Texas has never. I don't never, get it either. Yeah, you need to be that guy, I guess, but. Yeah, I guess I do need to. That that gives me like, um, think about new it. inspiration, like. That kind of uh, it doesn't really make sense to me because, like you said, the, the weather's very yeah. fair. You can ride year round. The tracks are awesome. Right. Look at right north of you, Guy Cooper, Robbie Renard. Yeah. Right north yeah. of you, Oklahoma. Trey Kennard. Yeah. Right. Justin yeah. Bogle. Justin Bogle. Yeah. You know, I, I, exactly. I would put Bogle, but let me. Where was Ken Howerton from? He was one guy from Texas. Ken Howerton from Texas. Yeah. He won a couple. Texas, of has, Texas has had champions, but it was all it was all way back in the day, like yeah. nothing recent. Right, Danny Storbeck, one of the best arena cross racers ever. Josh Demuth? Yeah. Nope. Josh nope. Demuth? Yeah, man. yeah, he's, another one. Hey, oh, think of older than that. Hawthorne. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Texas has produced great uh, riders. But... I feel like you guys should have produced. Uh whatever. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm from Manitoba, and we've produced yeah. no 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 champions. So, what do I know? Well, Texas is like Texas is like California compared to Canada. Is it true that the whipped cream bikini started in Texas, or is that just in the movies? <laughs> yeah, I actually invented that. Okay. Oh, well, it's quite an innovator. <laughs> quite um, an innovator. Yeah, we got a That's phone. My nickname and the innovator. We got a phone call for yeah. you.
79 Ripper. What's yeah, up? What's up? what's up, bro? What's up, man? You got a, you got a question for Matt? Uh, I mean, not really a question, but, I mean, I'm willing to call you out on the ice challenge, Matt. And you, too. You can get them bitch tits out there, Mavis. <laughs> I'll call all y'all out. I th- well, first of all, I got called out twice already. I think you oh, gotta man. be. I think you gotta be your friend, don't you? Don't you gotta know the person? Like, could I just nah, call man. out? Can you I just call on those Twitch? Nope. Who? Uh, I mean, dude, call me out on Instagram. I'll do it. But uh, Matt's a team player, man. Matt's a team player. Yeah. No, I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a team player. Uh, I got. Hey, I'll call out the ice cream lover too. Ping. I already did it. I did it today. Well, call you me out. Get called out. You can get called out again. Well, I'll tell you what. I already I'll, did it. I'll tell you guys what. If I get called out on this show, Ping, you're getting called out a third time. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Suck it, Ping. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what's up. How about everybody just I'm donates? for a good cause, right, guys? Thanks, 79 yeah. Ripper. You've been a real asset to the show tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That's you're, cool. you're the one who said Ping and I should pump and munch each other. <laughs> hey, no, I think y'all do. <laughs> All right. Hey, but I love y'all guys. Y'all are funny as fuck. Thanks, for real. Bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. See ya. That shit was pretty funny. Funny as fuck. You need uh, to get your funny, pitch man. tits out there, man. Hey, Matt, uh, your Geico guys uh, seems like a good team over there. You got you guys guys Matt, get, guys get along good. The team works well. Had a ton of success yeah. lately. Yeah, man, it's it's a good, very very good group of people. You know, we all get along good. Uh, you know, even all the teammates, all the riders, we all get along well, and uh, all the mechanics get along. Um, it's a great group of people. Obviously, the bike's good. Uh, Factory connection suspension runs great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our bikes, our bikes are awesome, and you know we have to credit a lot of our success to the uh, the guys that put in the hours getting our bikes ready to go. And mm-hmm. a, lo- a lot of testing goes into it. Um, it's it's an awesome team, and it's definitely it's exactly where I wanted to land myself. Uh, you know, my last couple years of amateur, I kind of had. I kind of had a vision of myself when I was about 12 or 13 being in this position right now. So, uh, yeah. hmm. you know, it's, it's definitely cool to be, you know, kind of where I dreamed of being, you know. I had a vision of myself as a tubby motocross media guy. I Here f- you are. Look at me. I fulfilled it. Dreams come true. Thank you. Dreams hey, come true, man. You have, a contra- you. Hey, you have a contract for next year? You're there? Signed? Yep. Done? Yep. With, with Geico for next year, yeah. Yep. Okay. It's so. a good feeling. <laughs> Ping, yeah, it is. Ping, it is. yeah, you sure. ping. You, you signed always just two year deals, right? Ping, like everything you did. Yeah, I never had more than two years. Yeah, well, it should be good. Um, all right, hey Matt, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Well, I th- hope- thanks for finally having me on. Man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Let's let's I, not. I I see I see Pulp MX show tweet every week, just like uh so and so on the show, and I kind of felt left out. You know, I've been well, on about yeah. every. Radio talk show, but I mean, I'm just, just, I've never been on yours, so now I feel cool. We just get guys that are better than you, you know. I mean, honestly, that's just the way it yeah. works. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm joking. Yeah, um, yeah. That's no, deep, man. That's let's deep. thank you. Let's not try that. to make it so long next time. So get back racing, and then yeah. we'll, we'll have you back on, and maybe you know we can do this again. Yeah, let's do it again, man. I'm telling you, I, I have a good time. I enjoy doing this stuff, and God, you know, I'm. I enjoy sitting here BSing with you guys, man. It's a good time. Ah, good to hear. Maybe what we'll do is we'll just get you on to just do some segments with us sometime. Right? Uh, yeah. We won't even I ask you. you do that. We won't even ask you about your racing and all that. You'll just join and jump in and tell us what you think of the different things in the sport. Yeah. yeah. That'll okay, work. Okay, that's cool. Right on, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Good luck this oh, weekend, hey, dude. No problem. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. See you.
All right, later, guys. See Matt Bichelia, Geico Honda. Nice kid. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know him that well, but I've talked to him at the races here and there a few times. So hopefully he gets back soon. Um, just like any rookie ping, he's been up and down, right? Like like very few guys. I mean, there's Carmichaels and Stewarts and all those dudes that come in and just blow you away. But it's just one of those kids finding his way. He's certainly showed some flashes yeah. where you're like, okay. He's definitely got, got the speed. Um, you know, I think a lot of it at that at that point where he's at, um, a lot of where your future goes depends on who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Um, the people that start to influence you. Um, like, like stay away from drug dealers well, and that kind of stuff? Well, look at, you know, like I would say a guy like Josh Hill, mm-hmm. who had crazy talent. Still does, yeah. Still does. Yeah, yeah. But I think early on in his career, started kind of hanging with a crowd that wasn't doing him any favors. Right. And how do you slowed him down. I know we've joked about this many times about having a business card with call, 1-800-CALL-PING whenever you're like, you're at a party and you're like, should I stay or should I have another beer or should I go home and, you know, flip the card and call you mm-hmm. and you can tell them. Oh, dude, go home. Yeah, you're go like, home, look, dummy. look, in 94, I stayed Yeah, and it didn't go well for me at the next day. Let me tell what? you how this pans out. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> right, right. So this filthy white trash hooker is going to take you home. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's not on. No, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, you're good. Okay, um, but really, uh, our sport more than ever, not more than ever, probably less than ever, but it still does. Signs you up as a kid and kind of throws you to the wolves. And now, unlike you, your day, or you know, I did a podcast with Buddy Antonez where he was just like, "Yeah, at 16, I was a factory Suzuki rider. My parents had to work, so I was just flying to the races myself. Like, no idea where I'm going." He missed Unadilla one year because he couldn't get to the track. Like you know, this is a this is the Carmichael of nineteen ninety, right? I mean, yeah. the the, the, oh, key, yeah. the guy. There was not a faster mini bike rider, right. amateur guy. And so, you know, <laughs> basically Suzuki just said, "See you on Sunday." Anyways, point is they still and it, and that still happens to a point. To a point, but these guys are getting smarter. Johnny yeah. Louch, trainers, trainers, whatever. There They're, there are some trainers now that. And, and there's some good ones and there's some bad ones, but um, there was nothing back no. even in even in the late '90s, until Johnny O'Mara came along and started helping Ricky. There was nobody. There was Jeff Spencer, you know, and he worked out of a gym in Pasadena. And I went in. He, I, I actually met with him one year when I worked, rode for Mitch, and he, you know, scheduled me a VO2 max test. I went in and did all this blood work, and um, he built me a, a training program where I was like doing back squats and. You know, push-ups. I don't know. It was like super rudimentary stuff. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, looking back, I'm like, really? That was the best guy we had at the time? I mean. <laughs> yeah. No. And so I think, you know, if, if you're a kid and you're making, what do you think Matt's making? 100 grand? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever he's making. 150. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean. He's taking some of that and paying someone to help him and, you know, investing in himself. And that's a good move. Absolutely. You know? And I think more, more, it's it would be tough to be one of these kids and be like, "Okay, I'm a professional. Now what?" Yeah, like the, you know, you're racing. And you're like, these guys don't play around out here. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of playing around, Jason Thomas, do you think that they're paying Vichelia 150 grand? Well, I said 100. Pink said 150. <sighs> Man, that seems really high to me. A hundred? No, 150 seems really high. Okay, a hundred though. How's a hundred? Um, I bet it's less than that. I bet it's like seventy-five or something. 
I mean, he he wasn't like Adam Cinturillo coming into the pro ranks or something. I I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just seems. I have zero idea. I know guys were making, you know, guys in his position were making seventy-five to ninety back when I was racing. So I imagine it's gone. Yeah, up. but and I think it came back down. Like it went way up, but then I think it came back down, just huh. because everything came down. Uh, I have no idea what he makes. I don't. I don't know either. I'm. I'm purely guessing. You could be right. I could be horribly wrong. I don't know. Breaking news: Andrew Short, MX29, just started following me on Instagram. <laughs> Why does it take Shorty this don't you, long? Don't you write his press releases and stuff? No, I used to run his website. Uh, not uh. not for a couple of years though. Why does it take this long for Andrew to follow me? You've been a you've been a known uh, skeptic of Instagram, so it doesn't surprise me. Maybe he was skeptical of you. Have you done an ice bucket challenge yet, JT? No. Have you been called out? Um. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps not. Shady. Hashtag shady. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm, I'm no. trying to avoid it. Okay. All right. Hey, before we take our third commercial break of the night, let's do the BTOsports.com Gabbit Gibbs segment. Let's do it. BTOsports.com Gabbit Gibbs. 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 Sound sounds good, dude. It's good. It's good oh, sound. Yeah. It's yeah. good sound. Killing it. Crushed it. Give me your phone. <laughs> Killing it. Give me your phone. No. You I, you can't go on your phone when Who you're cares? doing the show. Who cares? Shh. Who cares? You know, what, you know how bad you think this show becomes because of people going on the phone? It's even worse when you do this and, like, complain about Make people. Make a big yeah. deal about it. it you're, you're plugging a sponsor and hitting buttons. Like, let me just look. I'll, I'll put it down. I need your focus. Need We're your getting focus. back to business. I'm in. Pulpamex saves you money at BTOsports.com. And uh, these are questions submitted at Pulpamex Show to uh, Devin Gibbs, uh, he picked the best ones out of uh, five or six thousand that came in today. Something like that, and uh, and he picked the best ones to ask uh, our experts, David Pingree and uh, Jason Thomas. And uh, let's do it. All right. Well, this first one's for all of us. Uh, well, not me, but Marcus Anderson wants to know. Uh, we've been talking about uh, Fast Freddie Norn uh, going to Honda. Yep. Uh, as a privateer going to factory Honda, basically a dynasty in his opinion, what do you think is going through his mind and what his expectations are for himself? And then where do you think he will end up going? I think calling factory Honda a dynasty is a, that's well, a, I mean, when you're going from what that's a long time ago, Yeah. but anyways, it's what do you, factory. let's ask the riders. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, ping. Let's first do this here. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm Dan Bentley. 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 You're David Pingree. Bentley. Uh, Mr. Pingree. Um, you're aware that uh, our rider Justin Barsha is uh, is out for the season. Yeah, uh, we've been looking at your results in the 450 class and uh, been doing pretty well, doing pretty good. We uh, we'd like to uh, maybe have you ride the bike all summer uh, under the factory tent. We will provide you with uh, a little bit of money uh, for expenses, and uh, you will get a mechanic and the full factory bike. And uh-huh. uh, what do you think, uh, bro? I think you're high. I haven't raced in a decade. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for playing along. Yep. Yep. What's going through Frederick Noren's head? What's this like, Ping? It's it's definitely going to add some pressure, but if he can get through that, he's he's also should be excited that he's got, you know, an unlimited amount of resources and probably a much better bike. And I don't know, what what was he pitting out of? A, a van. A van. So mm-hmm. his setup's going to be a little Down better. Down by the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's probably everything he's been – working for 
Um, hopefully he doesn't taco under the pressure, but yeah. we'll see. JT, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously this is the goal of every racer when you, you know, first would you, hop on a bike and realize that there's pro racing out there. Would you so, be shitting your pants? Uh, hopefully not. I what? mean, that's Carmichael, Carmichael's done that in the past, and what? You know, it okay. happened at times. But. Let, let me, let, and I'm not saying this, I'm just throwing this out there to you experts. Would there be any sliver in your mind, sliver of thought in your mind to say no? No. No. Okay. I'm just saying nope. you're having good results on your KTM and everything's working good. You have existing So what are you sponsors. working towards if it's not this? Well, okay. We know how these fill-in deals go. You're not exactly, yeah, you but know. He's guaranteed for the rest of the year, right, for the yeah, next six yeah, yeah, rounds. Yeah. So. But look, I'm just saying. What, what, do you, what else do you want? I mean, what else are you looking for? Look, he's got This a, isn't it. What are you looking for? He's got a dealership probably helping him out with those KTMs. He's got people who are maybe paying him for his pro. I'm not saying this. Like, this isn't my opinion. I'm taking. I'm playing devil's advocate here. So this, this is his one shot. He may never get another one. Okay. So I, okay. There, there's no way okay. you turn this down. Okay. You make the best of it. And Okay. Do you insist? This is his dream shot. Do you insist? Because I'm going to tell you, honestly, getting, you know, 11, 12, 13, you're not going to get a factory ride. Trust me on that one. So right. this is his shot. Do you insist that your attractive girlfriend slash mechanic gets a team shirt? Do you put that in the contract? No, but uh, if I she's... I would put it in there that she gets no shirt. If she... <laughs> Classy, real do you, classy, bro. Do you have any little Sorry, bro. Honda wing pasties? Uh, maybe real, a red, real, red thong made real, of licorice. Real classy. Yeah, really Sorry, good. bro. If, okay. she, if she's that good looking, it's not going to be a problem, I'm sure. Hey, buddy! Okay. Um, all right, next question. Uh, Daryl Callaghan, uh, with RCH and JGR both getting top riders next year, uh, which team do you think has a better season? Uh, Kenny Rocks. I mean, Kenny Roxon, right? Kenny Roxon. You're that just saying a, that because that's, that's not a team, bro. Well, it depends on who their second guys are. Yeah. We don't know. I think it's going to be Tickle or, Rock, or Pike on the uh, RCH and Brayton or, I don't know, Will Hahn maybe on the JGR? You think so, yeah, I think those are the two. Yeah. How do you think um, Barsha is going to react to the Yamaha? As you're staring at him taking photos on his phone. What? What ping? What? I, I think he'll, I think he'll do pretty well. I, I, I guarantee you that he didn't sign a contract without riding a bike. So he knows whether it was good or bad, or you know, what he, he made the decision going in, knowing you know, kind of what where he was gonna what he was gonna be on. So um, I'm sure he's confident in what he can do on it. Ken Roxon is gonna slay it next year. This is my prediction. Wow. Thanks. Ryan Villapoto, in or out, doesn't matter. I think Ken Roxon murders it. Murders it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Killing yeah. it. Killing it. There you go. Um, wait a second. JT, let me ask your opinion on something. So, as you know, Fast Freddy Norin wears X-Brown goggles. Correct? I did not know that, but okay. You did not know that? Oh. Great. Okay. So, I was asking uh, these guys... Um, their thoughts um, to this deal. Okay, so I build, uh, I build, I build uh, Freddy's goggles. I build Freddy's goggles for him here and there. You know, it's not a full deal, but I, I look after him. 
So how could it not be a full deal? He's like one of your one of your best guys, if yeah, not but, your best guy. <laughs> but he's always he's always done it himself and just likes doing it and and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. So he likes doing it, or he well, just didn't do no, it. No, I mean, look, I just here's here's the question. Don't ask why. That's the bottom line. He so now that he's got the Honda rod, do I like get all up in his grill and start like being the bandwagon guy? Nah, because he's probably gonna switch brands. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. We got an ironclad contract. There's no way. No, they I'm sure you do, as you don't even build them goggles. <laughs> um, a rider would be silly to switch goggle brands. Goggles are key. Roxon switched from Fox to Oakley. He did. Um, all right, never mind. I'll, uh, I won't bother um, with this. No, here, here's the thing. Steve is now going to be in there swinging from his nuts in the Honda rig because he's a factory guy. I don't want to do that, though. I wasn't, let me make I wasn't swinging from his nuts oh, before. I don't here, wanna, I don't let wanna... me put some no fog in it. What kind Bring of lenses do you like? Stuff. <laughs> well, if you don't want to be that guy but you want to help him, then tell him that. Just like, hey, man, congrats on the ride. Here's some sick-ass goggles. Instead of just sucking his dick and just swinging from his nuts in the factory Honda rig, like how Ping's saying. Very homoerotic on the Pulp Mech show tonight. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, all right, next question. Uh, DCMX215, uh, of the last five to eight years, which 250 champ, Supercross or Motocross, has had a disappointing 450 career, uh, whether it be with injury or result? Or How, What's this time? What's the time span? Five to eight years. Five to, five eight, to eight years. Five to eight years. So 2006. Yeah. Tedesco. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Two-time uh, Des Nations guy, former national champion, two-time Supercross guy. Fast at times, injured a lot. Weimer? I don't know if we can put Weimer in there yet. No? No, because he's still sort of in the heart. Well, they didn't say who retired and, and uh, sucked and just right. who's been disappointing. as the, You know, yeah. Weimer came off title. Yeah, title. yeah, yeah. I gotta go with I gotta go. I think with, I, I think Jake yeah. has chapters left to be written. I'm not saying he's done or anything. I think Ivan's probably your best bet there. He because yeah, of his two Supercross sure, titles, yeah, he was like he was fast. Then then an outdoor title, all the MX yeah. Disney Nation stuff. I mean, he was primed. He was on the Suzuki team, ready mm-hmm. to be like kind of the next guy, yeah. and just yeah. couldn't couldn't make it happen. All right, uh, next question. This is from Alex. Uh, how uh, how will Hurlings do in his venture to Unadilla? Will he get a fake win? <laughs> JT? Ping? Anybody? The fake win crap is just yeah. appalling. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I do think he'll win, yes. Really? Yeah. You think he shows up, goes 1-1 one, one or whatever, just wins motos? I didn't say he's going to go 1-1. One, one. I, I don't know what his, what his moto scores will be, but I do think he's going to win, yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's, top three guaranteed. Yeah, Stamp that. He'll be on the box. Yeah. I, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he's gonna win. Would you be surprised if he had a bad weekend? No, because traveling over and doing all that and jumping on a track you don't know much without much practice time. It's just different. It's it, yeah. It's a lot different coming over but here. But I mean, I think. I mean, blindfolded, the guy could get top five, right? Maybe not actually blindfolded. Win. Yeah, but but. Um, yeah, I don't know. His decision to stay in MX2 is appalling. That is what is appalling. It's ridiculous. I'm not sure if you guys have watched him race lately, but he's uh, he's really good. Oh, he's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, get out of the class, bro. 
Uh, okay, I'm just saying he's going to win the race. I'm, I'm not trying to get into a, a argument about what class right. he should drive. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying he's going to win Unadilla. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't be as sure as you. I'm saying top three. But if he won, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we saw DeSalle come back and, geez, he almost won. But we also saw Everts come over and not win. Yeah, he almost won. He was all over Fro. Yeah. Right, I just one. think it's harder. You know, you come over here. It's just like going over there. You know, you're not, you're not at your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to come over for a week. I think, and... he, I think he is incredibly motivated to win this race. Yeah. I think those guys. I think a lot of times those guys come over and yeah, they they want to you know they want to do good and they want. But I think Hurlings is his mindset and all the crap talk and I I just think he's coming over to prove a point. I really do. Maybe so, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, this next question is from Jesse Harper. He said he's listening to some of the old shows, and he says that you uh, were talking about how you disliked uh, RC and MC doing the opening ceremonies for Supercross yes. uh, after they – what is your opinion on K-Dub's transfers? Totally different. Totally different. Agreed. Um, he was – K-Dub was doing something super cool and unique and showing us, like, look at 100-foot jumps over two lanes. They weren't coming out to – you know, there goes my hero for 14 weeks, four years after they retired. Different deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question is from Michael Strong. But I liked RC uh, doing the parade lap with the microphone this year because, A, the mic worked. You could actually hear what he was saying. And, B, all of our current riders were such lame asses that they weren't doing hot laps anymore. So we needed to, sh- to show somebody – Hey, here's the big triple and here's the big whatever. That worked fine. That was good. Yeah, I agree so with that. I'm okay with that. Just we don't need to bring our guys out and celebrate them as heroes years after they've retired. You yes. give me Ricky Carmichael and Food Fighters and I'm in every time. Seventeen weeks uh, in a row. Right. Does Carmichael actually have a mic in the helmet? Like yeah. he's talking yeah. live. It's yeah. not like a no, recorded. No, no, and it, it works great. It sounds good. It, it it it's a cool addition to the series. Am I the only one that really wants him to crash with that? Um, no. I don't I, want him to crash. No, I, I, I don't I, want him to get hurt, but I just Wyndham, think it'd be Hey, Wyndham crashed at, uh, yeah, where did he crash gnarly. at, JT? What race? In, on on Presta? Yeah. Houston. Never did another transfer the rest of the year. Yeah, that and was I, I don't think he's doing them next year, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, I'm a little embarrassed for Ricky out there. <laughs> the belly. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I you just mean, think you mean now or like, now? Oh, like at Glen Helen was the last time I saw him. I'm like, er, he's coming down the hills and everything's jiggling. I'm like, whoa. Maybe, <laughs> well, the, maybe just keep her up on the podium with the crew shirt on and wave. I don't know. I don't know either, dude. I I don't like any of that. I think it's the guy's had his time and been the greatest champion, and we all celebrated him. And like, I don't know oh, why you def- you were definitely Look, celebrating him. Why do we want they, they don't bring Jordan out and make him do well, layups that's what and I shoot said. That's, three pointers. That's my whole point. They don't bring Jordan out and dunk one last time. <laughs> Here he is, Dominique Wilkins. One last dunk. Like, they don't do that. For sure he should be there, and we should, you know, respect what he's done. You know, having him there is awesome. I don't, I don't think he needs to be riding. Well, he thinks he needs to still be riding, clearly. Or people want him to ride or whatever. So, all right, next question. Uh, all right, this next question is from Michael Strong. Uh, you guys are dicks. Yeah. Uh, what is the general feel on the whole stew thing in the pits? Supportive, <laughs> mad, like with industry guys. Not I'm so tired of talking about it. on this one. 
There are people. We can skip that if there's, you want. Look, it's no secret. Stu is not well-liked among other racers and out there. It, I mean, am I blowing cover? I mean, am I saying something that's... Fair assessment. Uh, whether it's his own moves that he's done or things that he's not done, but people blame on him anyways. The entourages or whatever. I don't know. I like James. I get along with him fine. I think he's a little misunderstood. I think he's shy and maybe that comes across as arrogant sometimes. Yeah, he, he, his with the entourage and his standoffishness, it it comes off as a real dick vibe. Sometimes I, I think he's just a little shy sometimes too. Yeah, I'm not saying but, he's a dick. I'm right. saying that's the that's the way it right, comes off right. to a lot of guys. So, anyways, so no know, knowing that there are some people that are not happy, they are not happy with it, this whole deal, and they would like maybe at halftime to burn him <laughs> at, at, at the stake. <laughs> you know, maybe we can have some sort of public hanging. Maybe we can burn him. Maybe we can lynch him. I don't know. I'm just yeah, saying. It is getting really bad. I'm, yeah, hey, there's a no- noise yeah, quote. Dude, you, people, you, ah, I'm just, I'm not saying it because of his color. I'm saying it just yeah, as but, people are not happy, man. No. So, but they don't know the facts. Like, they don't understand. Yeah. He's got an appeal to go. He's got a, maybe he's got a TUE he's going to show. He's got a prescription. Like, there's a lot more things that have to happen down the line here before anybody needs to start getting pissed. But there are people pissed. It's not going to stop people from, from, not, from being upset. All right, next question. All right, uh, this next one is from Patrick M. Uh, any update or idea of who is going to be the second rider for 2-2? Let's ask our 2-2 expert here on the phone. Or inside if I had him. to put money on it, I would say either no one or Josh Grant. Those are the two. Really? Mm. No one is riding really good this year. No one's killing it. No, one no one's killing. cheap, too. No one's cheap. No one, no one rides below the radar. Really? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I like about You're no an one? underdog. Yeah. No, no bad press. No, yeah. no one talks about no one. <laughs> you know, no one really. I mean, no one's got fans, but he's very inexpensive as well. Yeah, uh, Josh Grant, huh? If you put money on it, yeah. yeah. Those are those are my two. Either either one rider mm-hmm. or Josh Grant. Zebra cakes, bro. Got a got a tweet about that today. Oh, you did? Yeah. Shocker. Uh, I didn't I didn't really understand it, so I didn't put it in. Got the, I got the fucking zebra cakes. I got this fucking contract from Tony Alessi. Zebra cakes are good, though. Can people just leave me alone? Like, seriously, just leave me alone. No, dude, you're on Cakes you're on, on a plane. <laughs> yeah, was that you? <laughs> Get these mother effing cakes off the mother effing phone. Right. Uh, plane. That would, that would surprise me to see Grant go there. I don't know. I, it's, that would be... Ask, ask our 2-2 expert. Shocking. Ask our 2-2 expert. Hmm. You already did. Yeah, I'm simply commenting on I, his comment. I want to know what about – I want to know Jake Weimer, man. Like, You I do know Jake Weimer. <laughs> JT, you're getting on my last nerve tonight. I don't know why. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's, if it's me. No, I don't know what's going on. But you're it's really coffee. Bu- you're Too much really, coffee. You're really bugging me, JT, tonight. Maybe it's Pookie okay. stepping out on you for four nights in a row. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> um, I have not heard Weimer at any of these teams, these big teams that rides that are left. Like, what is going on? Like, he's good. Dude, he's won heat races and supercrosses. He hasn't been consistently good. But there's certainly been flashes there. Of, of... I think he's on people's lists. I do. Okay. I just think he's not a priority. I just haven't heard much about him. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I agree with right, you. I agree. Right. But I, I think I think deep down he's he's in people, you know, in the back of their mind. Like he's they know he's out there. 
he, there's just not a big demand for him just because he's had a rough go. Hmm. Okay. It's a brutal sport. All right. It is, right? Like, yeah. You, you get injured, you don't perform. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. All right. Uh, at Jared Savory, uh, who has been the biggest surprise thus far halfway through the outdoors, good or bad? Ah, that ties into my question for David Pingree tonight. You got the points in front of you, bro. You've watched all the races. You went to Glen Helen, although I didn't see you. Rumor had you went to Glen Helen. That was at Glen Helen. Uh, give me your biggest surprises in one in each class so far, Ping. One in each class? Sure, or two, or whatever. Well, I w- no one. <laughs> I would say uh, Eli was a huge surprise. Like I, I just didn't expect him to be. I didn't expect him to really be on the podium. And he ran, you know. Yeah. He ran. He led front. laps, Yeah, bro. he was legit. I just thought for sure, um, Trey, you know, the two KTMs, Trey, Stewie, I thought, nah, he's not going to be able to run with those guys. Mm-hmm. But that Stu, was a big Stu surprise. Stu had the speed this weekend had he not fallen, for sure. True. I don't know about the st- speed to win, but he had the speed to be top three or four. Yeah, I, just, I didn't picture him in that up in that mix as, w- as well as he was. I mean, not right away, but he, that was good. Um <laughs> I mean, Martin was just a surprise to me. He was a shock to me. But uh, him, aside Alex, from that. Alex, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. The other one. Oh. The younger brother. Oh. Um, I don't know past that. Maybe uh, maybe Jesse Nelson? Yeah. Let me ask you right now, Ping. Five rounds deep. Who wins the 250 title? I If I had to put money on a guy right now, it's Baggett. Okay. He's been there, done that. The other two guys would be right. okay. Good, maybe. Well, I certainly got the momentum right now. Buckle, no, no doubt. Long way to go, though. Yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, all right. How's uh, your phone doing? Is everything good over there? Yeah, fully charged. With your phone? Yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, everybody. I'm glad everybody on the show tonight is is into their phones. It's don't awesome. give us the Wi-Fi, then, dude. Thanks. Uh, I would shut the Wi-Fi off, but I cannot. There Otherwise, there'd be no show. Mm. Uh, God knows what JT is probably doing right now. I'm on my cell phone. Yeah, but what else are you doing? Playing Miss Pac-Man or Galaga? Uh, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, this one's from Joe DeDucca. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the kid, the video of the kid completely sending it and die on that KTM two-stroke today? Okay. I saw a video on a tabletop from yeah. Brock Tickle. Uh, what? Ping, I know you you're follow Tickle on Instagram and stuff, but let me bring it up for you. Yeah. If you haven't you, seen you this video, see this. you have Did to see it. Did you see it, JT? Yeah, it's a, it's from a J Day event. Yeah, the, the J Day. What like is J Day? Half off road, half motocross. Oh, okay. And the kid, the kid that oh. jumped that jump, actually built the jump. Oh, well, he built the he, jump. Okay, did his throttle? Yeah, he he was working on the track and built the jump. And then first lap, he's winning that race and just goes for it. Do you, is his throttle stuck, or do you think what? No, like how does that happen? For it. He ran out of talent about halfway of the face yeah, of that jump. Exactly. <laughs> so what happened to this guy? Uh, I don't He's know. famous now. Well, check out, is it at Brock Tickle? What is his Instagram there? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all over the internet. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, it's gnarly. Mm. Okay. Uh, he he stays in it late. He's almost upside down before he decides <laughs> he's not going to pull that yeah. off. Yeah, he's not a quitter. No. no. He's like, I got this. Uh, I got to hit the rear brake. What's he thinking? Hit- like, maybe it'll just come all the way around. <laughs> I'll do a full backflip. I don't know. <laughs> I got to hit the rear brake. <laughs> Drop this thing down. All right, next question. Uh, last question. Okay. Um, this is from at Shifty524. Yeah, we, I bet at Shifty. Uh, it's probably JT's name. 
What is your opinion on uh, them sticking the mic in the winner's face right after the moto? Do you think it's good? Do you think they should give them some time? I feel there's some moments that they take a little too far, didn't get time to like wipe their face off before they shove it in their face. Get your headgear off me, ma'am. Baggett needs Baggett needs to fix that, man. That's someone, why. That's probably why they need to give him a little. Someone back. needs to say Blake. You know, it. It. I part. I'm torn because I. I, I like raw emotion. I mean, it, Blake came off very. Take us take confident. Us, take us to the race. And very kind of like cocky. Yeah. But I think you just so. I mean, he just won a pretty gnarly moto. Like that was a crazy win. Right. Uh, I think he was just still charged up. You know, you're so like full of adrenaline after a race like that. He didn't even have his mouthpiece out, you know, and they're, yeah. how do you feel? So he's like, because obviously a, cl- a win that's that close, it must be hard. Yeah, I'm pissed. So uh, hopefully when I'm pissed, I'll come out swinging, but uh, I can't thank the whole, everybody out there that was uh, cheering for me. They were all cool as, cool as crap. So it was awesome. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, if he had been given a couple of minutes to take a drink of water. He could have rethought the wording and all that. JT, do you have a problem with cool as crap? Uh, socially, maybe, but <laughs> on the, the the scope of was it wrong to stay on the podium? No. Okay. I'm not saying wrong. I'm saying I thought it was cool as crap. I well, mean, if we were all you know sitting around the campfire and somebody told me that was cool as crap, I would probably you know cover my mouth and laugh. But okay, he said it in front of thousands of people and on television. <laughs> I'm, yeah, just, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I know he's young. I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's not thrilled with, you know, <laughs> his eloquence. But Are you okay is. with, JT, are you okay with the winners getting uh, uh, interviewed right after the thing? Yeah, I think it would probably be tough for me to do, but uh, <laughs> I do think that it gives the, gives the fans insight into the kind of raw emotion and, right. and uh serious reaction you know we get these robotic answers all the time and i think it's a great way to combat that by the networks yeah yeah i agree all right and that has been btosports.com yes gabba gibbs gabba gibbs gabba gibbs yeah there's no exit yeah i know so pulpamex code saves you money at btosports.com jt come back with us please we're gonna expert on goggle tariffs got voicemails we gotta talk across the nations when we get back oh it's on and uh nfab question of the day which will be motocross relations related. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will be right back here. Bye. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. 
They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I'll tell you what, they know it could be me, man. I, I, I went all across the United States, man. And I flew, man. You, you used to ride with Mercedes, huh? Yes, I did. Did you used to kick her ass? Yes. You'd take the whole shot I all the time. I took the whole time. shot all the time. Yeah. Yes, you, got, I did. you got flat on the triples before, huh? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, you did the pancake. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. You used to race against Bob Hanna? Bob Hanna. He yeah. stunk, man. <laughs> Shit. He couldn't even compare to me, man. You gotta be kidding me, man. <laughs> what about McGrath? Does he got anything on you? No. Yeah. Yes, I did. No. 
BTOSports.com. PulpMXShow.com. PulpMXShow.com. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show tonight. Adam Cincerillo, Nick Way, Forrest Butler, Jason Thomas, Matt Bichelia, a little bit of Ken Roxon. A little bit. David Pingree's in-house. The very, very expensive David Pingree in the house. And as I say that, he looks at me and just nods. <laughs> I know I'm good. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Bringing back memories with this uh, Moto Triple X music. Yeah, it's good stuff. Part five of the Moto Triple X oral history coming out this week on RaceRx Online. I know you've been an active reader. I haven't been. I'm, I've read any of it. Ass no, I read the first one. Asshole. Ah, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was around during that time, so I know. I'm sure it'd be a nice little trip down memory lane. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, uh, for listening again tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, great to be back after a week off. Uh, having a good time here and uh, coming up with uh, Jason Thomas uh, real quickly. So, um, yeah. There's like bug ring inside of MX Sports. Oh, Tony, thanks for me making all the money off of you. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you. I'm getting an in-ground pool put in next week. Thanks to Tony Alessi. Filled with avian water. Yeah, yeah. One of these days, he's going to call the wrong guy a motherfucker over and over into his face, and he's going to get punched out. Not me. I'm not going to do it. Just saying. Not a fighter? No. Is that, is that guy really worth it? No. Over a motocross race? Over interviewing some riders? I feel nice, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't need that. Just bloody his lip. I do not need that. That guy's going down. Chris. What's going on, Steve? What up? What on? Well, you know, just doing a show. Right on. Uh, good talk, Chris. How was uh, Money Creek? Uh, Money Creek was good, man. It was exciting. It was good racing. It was nice to see Eli Tomac give the guys a little bit of a run. Yeah, no doubt. I uh, didn't get a chance to watch it on TV, but it sounds like it was a good race. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what else, Chris? You coming up? You coming up to uh, Gopher or Walton this summer? Chris, I just got back from Canada. I was threatened. I was told I was not protected up there. Steve uh, was protected. I, I I heard about that, and I am I'm very sorry for that. Uh, yeah, Tony's. Bit different, as you can uh, tell. So. I uh, I don't feel safe going to another uh, uh, Canadian national. Breaking. Oh, news. oh don't worry. Oh, hold on. I, I don't stay, I don't feel safe either. Guess what happened yesterday? What? Uh, I was flagging that race. Do you happen to know where Moto Park is in Ontario? Okay, Chris. Not only do I know where Moto Park is, that is where I captured a national championship, amateur national championship, in 1990. Okay, well, congratulations. Uh, what Thank is that, five-time now I can call you? Or uh, it's not a provincial time? title. It's a Canadian national title. Yeah. So it's like Loretta Lindsay. So anyways, uh, 500. my story here is uh, I was flagging and uh, got taken out by a, a fucking 250 and uh, almost broke my leg. And uh, then the guy just started screaming at me. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. So. Huh. Did he say sorry? Uh, no, he's just like... 
You're a fucking asshole, man. Do your fucking job right, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, man. You just about broke my leg, and then you're chirping me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you should, so. call, you should call Wygant. He used to be a flagger. You guys could commiserate. Yeah, well, it was my first time, so I thought you did a pretty good job. Got some... Uh, <laughs> Got some compliments uh, oh, other than that other good. asshole. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, man, when someone said break a leg, you took it serious. Chris, huh? uh, one can dream. Yeah, like I, it it happened so fast that uh, I can't even remember exactly how it happened. But uh, the guy snapped my lawn chair in half. That's how hard I got hit. Hmm. All right, it man. Made well, made out of metal. So. Thanks for that story. Uh, it it is good. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening too. We got to run, bud. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, good seeing you at Toronto, and uh, we'll hopefully see you again this I'm, year at some point. Chris, I'm not protected up there. I can't head up there. It's not going to happen. Oh, my goodness, Steve. He's uh, sorry. Uh, I'll pay He's very sorry. Yeah. He can't come. What? He's What's very sorry, but he cannot come up there. He's not protected. I'm not protected. So, um, Steve, you're a Canadian still. I am. I am. Uh, if I come up, make sure you get a 24 of Timbits. Uh, no, I'll give you a 50-pack. Make it worth your while. It's awesome. All right, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one, man. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Breaking what, news. What is with all Canadians? Say, they apologize all the time for everything. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. And they say sorry. Well, JT, hey, sorry. JT knows. He's Montreal Supercross champion. He knows. Very polite. They, I mean, it's, it's nice, but they apologize all the time for everything. All right. Breaking news. That kid at the, uh, the J-Day race. His name was Nick Martin. Picked up his bike and finished the moto. So his name is Jake Martin. Yeah, Still. Nick Martin. Nick Martin. Yeah, he's one yep. of the Martin, Martin brothers, probably. Huh. Mm. Uh, that shows heart right there. Finishing the race. Good grief. That was a, a digger. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Xbrandgoggles.com, EKSbrand.com. Third, pulp, pulp MX saves you 30%. Uh, brand new stuff in stock. Uh, got grips now. X-Brand grips with soft titium. Those are some good grips. Uh, and uh, anything you need, a uh, uh, brand new zip-off system. Titium. Is this like some kind of we made it perverted up. thing? That, we, we made it up. Uh, if right. Oakley can do it, we can do it. Um, I actually got some of them on my bike right now. Yeah. Nothing makes you want to ride faster than a handful of soft See? titium. See, there we go, bro. Hmm. It's an endorsement right there. Yeah. Product endorsement. Uh, these questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Let's hmm. do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Uh, rapid-fire. Rapid-fire questions. Can I have some pap with some rapid-fire questions? Uh, submitted by Corey Moser. These are to be answered in 15 seconds or less. X-Brand.com, the official goggle of Fast Freddy Norn. Factory Honda's Fast Freddy Norn. Fred, we've always been there for you. We've always been behind you. And we, we congratulate you on this gig. And also, too, by the way, Kyle Chisholm, X-Brand Goggles athlete Kyle Chisholm, 12-12 this weekend out of a pickup truck. It's pretty good. Not so bad, right? Good job, Chiz. All right. Let's do it. All right. First question is for you, Steve. Uh, describe in detail, please, the largest size dog that shouldn't require its own seat on an airplane. <laughs> uh, the largest size dog. Yes. Um, that shouldn't require its own seat. Anything under 10 pounds can go in a carrier underneath. Did, did, how do you guys feel? I got attacked on this. Did you see the photo? Yeah, I did. I, did, did I you see tend the photo? to agree with you. This like, was a four-seat airplane, two and two. Yeah. This dog was a full-grown lab, and I love dogs. 
But you cannot force your seatmate, a stranger, to not be able to move because you need a dog on an airplane. Yeah, I concur. Buy the ticket or put it underneath with the bu- with the bags. What did people do who needed service dogs? What did they do 10 years ago? Because, I mean, we didn't really have this. They just weren't little bitches. They got on the plane without a dog. That's what it was. Now, Some people got really mad at me on Twitter. Yeah, I know, but that people, people get mad about anything. If they were Canadian, they would say sorry after, but they didn't. <laughs> JT, how do you feel about this? Uh, I, I agree with you. You can't you can't put other people at a huge inconvenience. You paid a lot of money for an airline ticket. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it personally, but I don't agree with. What if you people have allergies? dog allergies? People what? have fears of dogs. Like right. absolutely, no, right. I, I completely agree. And you, if you can't fly without your dog, don't fucking fly. Just drive. Don't take a, take a train. Take a train. Amtrak, jackass. Like, like, Just ride the dog. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going dog to, sled. I'm not. If if you need a service dog, all right. If it makes you feel better and gets you through your day, I'm not going to comment on that. That's awesome. But you cannot inconvenience other people to the extent of having a full grown dog. And JT, you know a, a two seater plane, two and two. Like you know the size of these planes. This dog. You was, know. You know JT. This dog was just <laughs> sitting there. You know, and I I felt so bad for this lady. Uh, she just was like crammed up again. She couldn't move her legs. This, and this dog was cool. He was sitting there just chilling. You know, the service dogs are well behaved. Yeah. Um, Still not all right. And I just, I just, uh, and again, like, I love dogs. We rescue them. But you cannot do this. What kind of world do we live in with this? I just, I don't understand it. It's insane. Buy the, buy the dog a seat. Buy the dog a seat. Or Drive. Yeah, or ride I'd be the dog. pissed if a dog got upgraded before me. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> All right, uh, next question, JT. Uh, who would be a good fill-in rider for Factory Honda besides Frederick Norn? Filthy. Uh, yeah, I think Filthy is on that list. Um, I think if Top Jimmy would have performed well when he was on a Honda, he would have been the easy choice, but he was struggling a bit. So I think they looked other, other you know, different direction. Um, honestly, that's that's some main guys that come to mind. Maybe Chiz, but I don't, you know, obviously he has a deal yeah, in Canada. Yeah, no, he's got a deal, right? Yeah, it, yeah Frederick yeah. Norn is really a, the 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 perfect choice. He's got no ties; he can do it. So, all right, next question. All right, Ping, uh, was the JGR backup rider uh, or on re re? I can't even fucking read this. I can't understand this question. Yeah, hold on. Was the JGR backup rider on retrainer idea with Filthy Phil a success what? or a failure? On retainer. Yeah, retainer. Well, <laughs> I, I, re- I understand. Success or failure? Was it a success Re-tra- or a failure? Retrainer? Here, hey, hold on, hold on. I got this. Hold on. Okay. Ready? Are you ready? So when wait, you can't on, read, wait, you're going to make fun of me. No, you ready? Yeah. Fuck you and your show. Okay. Yes. So you can't read it, and it's our, we're the fucking idiots. Yeah, that's how it works, right? We couldn't understand the question. Isn't that how it works with you, though? No. 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 Are you sure? Yeah. What I, is the question? The the rider on retainer deal they did with the next question. I think it was a success. Um, they needed a guy in case they had somebody hurt. They had somebody hurt. He stepped in. He did well. He's still now available to go somewhere else. Hold on, on that sucks did, for him a little bit. And hold on, on no the did taking. well thing though. In Supercross, Phil had some struggles. 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah. we're filthy Phil fans, but let's let's call it like it was. He went down a lot. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> He's, he goes down a lot all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All, right. all right. Well, I would say outdoors is a success. Do you think? Maybe Supercross, not so much. Will other teams do this? Will other teams follow? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of guys that will sign up for that. Really? Okay. I don't think so. I mean, I think I think a guy like, you know, I don't know. Any one of these guys in the top 20 would rather, like Jimmy, or, or so they'd rather put together their own yeah. privateer program or yeah. like what uh, Pike did. And at least, no, okay. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it might not be awesome, but I've got this for the whole year. You know who might have a sh- you know who had a shot of that factory ride was Nick Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, there. He was yep. in the running. And then no Schmidt. <laughs> no Schmidt. No Schmidt. <laughs> no Schmidt. <laughs> the, the end of the deal. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Steve. If Tomac had started the outdoors healthy, how would he be stacking up with Roxon and Dungey right now? Well, shit, I didn't think he'd do this good this weekend. You know, Nick Way had a point, JT. Think of Tomac's good rides this year. Indy, uh, Daytona last year, uh, what else? Oh, St. Louis, like ruddy tracks, you know? Yep. So maybe he's just good. At, I don't, I, I was wrong on him. I, he, he was also the national champion last year. Yeah. Top five, I guess, right? Top five or better? I think where he finished this week, third. A good expert question would have been, does he win a moto this year? JT. Yes. Yes. Ping. I'm going to yeah. say yes. Okay. Almost won the first one. I think uh, a couple more rounds of getting okay into the groove and okay. All right. All right. Next question uh, for JT: Who is deserving of a ne- ride next season, but could potentially end up without one? Uh, Matt Gorky. Yeah, good good selection. I think good pick. And, I, and Matt, I don't think Matt helps himself because I don't think he's out there, you know, throwing down with these guys. Oh, I'm going to tell him you said that. No, no I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> do you, like, I don't know if Matt's well-known by these guys in the pits, you know? He sort of keeps to himself. Right? He needs to do some more politicking. Politicking. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. Uh, Ping, based on your medical expertise... <laughs> Do you consider Adderall a competitive advantage? Yeah. I think whether you have ADD or you don't, it improves your focus, which mm-hmm. is a benefit in this sport. It does have downsides, though. Dry mouth, dehydration. So, I don't know. I still think you can beat that if, if, if saw, your focus is better. I saw James drinking water. On I think J-Law suffers from the same side effects. <laughs> yeah. All right. Different medicinal uh, correction, you know, though. It, it makes a lot of sense because I saw James drinking water once on the podium. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's all coming together. Yep. I knew Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Was it out of a Red Bull can? <laughs> Stamp it. All right, Steve. Yep. Can, can, and is done. can and will return around his outdoor season. Well, we covered that today on the Racer X podcast. JT, who is Team 2-2's number one cheerleader, says give him – Three races. Give them three races. And then push the panic button. Three more? The next three. Give them three more? Uh, uh, um, Red Bud, Bud's Creek, Millville, right? These are his best tracks. Yeah. Push the panic button after three more races. He doesn't races. do anything in the next three weeks. Sit on it, break it, you know, break the glass, pull right. the, the chute, whatever you got to do. Right. All right. JT. 
what rider right now do you think is pulling the most chicks? Uh, I don't know, man. Most of them, most of them are all have girlfriends or married. I'm trying to trying true. to think of some top guys that aren't. This is honest. This isn't ninety six. Probably. I, I know. I, I, I real. I mean, realistically, think of you know. I can't really think of many guys that don't have relationships. I think Seven Deuce Deuce is up there. Seven Deuce came came to the studio with a pretty hot chick. Yeah, and it wasn't his girlfriend or anything. Mm-mm. Just some side chick. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe Seven Deuce Deuce, who, by the way, will be in studio here coming in the, in the, in the near future. Oh. The Seven Deuce Deuce will be in studio as a co-host. Ping? Who's getting ass? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm looking through the list. I mean, yeah, it's everyone's shackled up. Even guys like Dean Wilson, who, you know, should be out there just being a swordsman. Yeah. Is all shackled is, up with some rod. This has always been one of your big complaints. What? You Not s- a complaint. No, but you said, like, what are you guys doing? Getting relationships. You've said that a few times. I don't know. I say that. I think you no, did. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> Good for them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy for you. All right, next question. All right. Oh, is that it? No. Oh. Last one. Uh, Ping, list the pros and cons of having Grant Langston in the booth. I like Grant in the booth. Uh, I think that he provides more color than other people we've had uh, recently, and I think um, he loves to talk. He's awesome at it. Never at a loss for something to say. I think he and Weege work well together. Are there any cons? Uh, not really. I like him. Yeah. I don't have anything bad to say about him. What, with you. what do you, out of the past uh, uh, commentator groups that we've had, where do you think uh, Grant Linkson and Jason Wygant uh, rank and out of all of them? Like, who do you think has like, been the best team? When Where do you think they rank? Because you, as a commentator, were, was really good. Uh, shut up. Uh, David Bailey was really good. Um, but I think with Grant Linkson and Weech together, that's a pretty strong team. I think, I think they're doing great. That's, that's, uh, it's hard to compare them to, you know, like Ekman and Bailey. That's such a... I don't know. To me, I, that's I, when I think of Supercross. I really like them. I feel like Bailey is overrated. No. I mean, he wasn't bad. I'm not saying he was bad, but people talk about him as being the greatest color guy we've had in the booth. And he was, not... he was just good at explaining what would be going through a rider's head. He, he was good you, at giving color to it. You know but what Grant I didn't like? does that. You know what I don't like about Bailey? Mm-hmm. One of the things I didn't like? Our buddy Jason Thomas one time got a good start. I think he was number 51 on Yamaha. Yep. And Bailey's like, well, I expect Thomas to be shuffled back here right away. <laughs> I, I watched, listen, listen, I watched Millville 95 a little while ago. To be fair, what happened in the race? <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you're an asshole. Nobody shuffled me, you dick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like how Pink cracks himself up the most. Out of any, like, he laughs the hardest at his own jokes more than anybody else's. Look, uh, did you hear the Jimmy John one earlier? That one was, was good. Uh, no, I didn't. What am I, a deck of cards? <laughs> I, watched, I watched Millville 95. Donnie Schmidt has been retired for a year or two. He's on a Honda Troy, number 100, comes out to do, you know, yeah. the, the, you know Millville. Yeah. He hole shots. He's leading. And Donnie Schmidt, and, and Don, this is, the fans are going ape shit. Yeah. And Bailey goes, yeah, I don't think he's going to real last up there too long, but uh, look at where Rocco coming. It's like, 
Why wouldn't you uh, pump the shit out of, like, what an amazing, this could be incredible. Look at the fans, Donnie effing Schmidt. He's back. Maybe he just didn't like Schmidt. Well, he, that was his era, kind of, wasn't it? Like the I end don't of it? know. I'm just saying. Like, hey, I didn't like Ar- how Art Ekman called Justin Buckaloo Jason Buckaloo while he was leading the points chase. I he mean, ca- he called Ro- he said Roger Thane on a KTW. <laughs> <laughs> Roger well, Thane <laughs> on a KTW. Roger Thane on the KTW is oh, the all time. I was Pingram. I was David Pingram <laughs> for like several years. I, I I didn't. Don't get me wrong. Bailey was good. I'm not. I'm just. I don't feel like he – I feel like he just, you know, didn't give a guy like Jason Thomas or any like <laughs> – Hey, I, bottom yeah. line, I really I really like – I like that. GL is doing great. GL, Weege, and Georgia. I just think it's a – it's been really good. No, you know, we so. know your feelings on Georgia. Strong. <sighs> Stop. Uh, that guy's going down. Nope. Uh, I think Grant Lex is doing a great job. Yeah. I really do. And we all know Grant personally. He's a talker. And one of the things in TV that is very important is no waiting to stop to stop talking, to make your point in a clear, concise manner and stop talking in a quick amount of time. And I would think Langston That's not was, his strong suit. No, I would think he would struggle <laughs> with that. But correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's been good at that. There's, there hasn't been a point yet where I'm like, oh, do you just shut up? You got to stop. <laughs> Land the plane. Land it now. He's been good. <laughs> All right, that's it. That has been. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Choice of champions everywhere. All over. All over the place. Freddie Norn, we've always been there for you. Too bad you don't put his tear-offs on for him. I do. I did it. High point. Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Proudly built in Houston, Texas. NFAB offers step systems, light mounting solutions, and bumpers, and more. Take your ride to the next level. Learn more about NFAB products. Visit n-fab.com. Uh, NFAB, proud sponsors of JGR, Toyota, NFAB, Yamaha team. Do they make wheels? No. no. Do you need some wheels? No. I saw something Barsha put on Instagram of he got some wheels for his. Does he have like a Lamborghini or something? He got some like sports car? Not that I know, but Corvette. NFAB does sponsor Barsha, but they, you know, they, give them, they give them everything else that they make. I know he has like an 07, oh, it's really weird how I know it's really weird how the NFAB. Porsche and NFAB got together. Like I think he had a Porsche Panamera, but I don't know. If, and then I saw maybe he traded it for a Ferrari. Yeah, he had something. I, I, I know he had the Porsche, but this, I'll have to look at it. Yeah, that. I think he, maybe he traded that or something. Um, Are you okay, Ping, by the way, with this word of the day thing we've been stealing from you? I know you. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. Because, you, you know, we, we, you kind of did come up with it. Are you yeah. still bitter about sperm whale? I just wish it would happen. Look, what, this is what I'm talking about. There's, it's got NFAB on the wheels. Yeah, Thomas at NFAB probably got him the hookup. Thomas. Oh, okay. I got my wheels through Thomas oh, on okay. my Ridgeline. So, all right. Yeah. Well, now it's all it's all cleared up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so NFAB, n-fab.com. Anything you need for your truck, Jeep, or SUV, uh, use the show. Use the contact form on pulpamex.com, and I'll get you a discount at NFAB. NFAB also sponsors the uh, – Yamaha uh, team of Randy Hawkins, the off-road team. It's NFAB uh, Yamaha uh, cross-country team. Jessica Patterson, among others, out there in the woods riding around. Jessica Patterson also wearing X-Brown goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Okay, this is the question of the day. Wait, do we have to do the sound effect? Thank you. The NFAB question of the day. Anybody go for some bacon? Some bacon? F you, dude. Uh, Okay. Question of the day. Motocross the nation's talk. Filippoto's injured. Stewart and DeCoster 
The crosser wouldn't pick Stewart, and James has other problems with FIM going on that may keep him out of this race. Dungy is not going to go. He is getting married. And I don't blame Dunge. He's been gone many years. The team has lost the last two years. He's Ro- done it. He's done it a lot, though. Roger also, like, I like Roger, but he kind of threw him under the bus last year. So if I'm Dunge, I'm like, hey, what? Huh? I ain't going. Yeah. So he's out. Who do we send? Archer's hurt. Villapoto's hurt. I think Tomac, Tomac Kennard in the best available 250. Very simple. That was it. Yeah. I would say one of the three three guys up front right now, Martin if, Weber Baggett. Who's who's the next guy after Kennard in the points? Uh, Stewart. Okay, after that. We already eliminated him. Pike. Is it really? Yeah. Pike's sixth. Okay. If Tomac comes back and isn't killing it, don't you have to pick the guy that's after Kennard? Can you really? Uh, I think they take Short. Shorty? I think Short's the next guy oh, that they would choose on that list. Oh, yeah. my God, would Fly Racing be pumped to have Kennard and Shorty on the Motocross Nations team? No, and, I, and I, I'm not putting that into account. I really think he would be the next guy, the KTM guy, which Roger would want. He's yep. been before. Yep. He's been on winning teams. Uh, he's, you know, we're realistically the next guy in points are right there anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's say you send that, that, those guys right there. Let's say you send Trey, Short, and Baggett. Do they win? No. No way? Not, not no way. Here's what I think. I don't think they go. I don't think USA goes. I talked to Roger. He said there isn't a lot of interest right now. Nobody's that into it. Who does he pick? He asked me, who would you, who would you pick? You know? Yeah, who would you pick because we're going. Um, he, he, I said, dude, I've already got my ticket. And he's like, yeah, me too. I've already booked some rooms and stuff. But he's like, there's not a lot of interest right now. USA's lost two years in a row. Latvia is far. It's, it's further than a lot of them. Um, not much, but, you know, whatever, a little bit. It's expensive as shit. I would put it – I did not get any enthusiasm from Roger DeCoster on Saturday. And Roger's a pretty straight shooter. You want to up our bet? I don't want to up our bet. No, no. Because I would put it, JT, I would put it at 50-50. You're, you're high. I would put it at 50-50. I'm telling you, man. 50-50 is way, way, way too low. Just you wait and see. USA does not want to go there and lose again for the third year in a row. That is not what USA does. If they, We lost in 03. I was on the team. Are you speaking for us as a country? I don't know. I'm really confused. Is that what you're doing? You're I'm really, saying us and you're I Canadian. Know. I don't know what's no, going on. I get super confused around. Say sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I get super confused around this nation's time because – these are my friends on Team USA, and I, I, I live here, and I, despite that jackass on Twitter saying that I had hateful disdain because I was making fun of the South this weekend, uh, I love the USA. Um, so I feel really confused and conflicted around um, this nation's time. But anyways, I'm like Chad. I mean, Chad goes for Australia, but he's, he's an American citizen. So anyways, I, I don't think USA – and look, this is no slam against Kennard and Tomac and Shorty and – but it, it would be a B team, okay? And with having lost two years in a row, I don't think, like, JT, I you... Th- I feel that Kennard, Tomac, and our 250 champ, if he's an American, 
I think that I don't. I do not feel that that's a bad team at all. I don't feel like that's a quote unquote B team. I really don't. That's a strong. That's a strong team in my opinion. But it. But it definitely isn't James Stewart, Ryan Dungey, and Ryan Villapoto. No, but that's, it's you know that's just not possible. So, but I don't. I. I think we've had some B teams before. I do. I think we've gone over there with guys where I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, and we still won. Yeah. Well. I- yeah, I mean, I mean the team, the teams with Ivan and Weimer and guys like that. Like, I didn't think we were going to win. Well, we did. Um, we had did we have Ricky, Ricky and Ivan, right? Well, the one year Ivan went because Ricky couldn't go. Oh, okay, yeah, Suzuki. Right? That was those seven. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, and I hate to use the word B team, but I just think if. USA, it's an expensive deal. JT, you were there last year, and I've been there a bunch of years. When USA loses, no one is in a good mood. No one, no one on Team USA goes, ah, oh, those guys were quick. What are you going to do? Like, they don't have that attitude, which I do. I have the attitude like, dude, You're those, not guys, American. those guys haul ass. Caroli, DeSalle in Europe. Those guys haul ass, and you're going to lose because sometimes you lose. That's how those guys are really good. Like I didn't think of, I didn't think USA had a chance in Lomo. I didn't think they ever had a chance. And sometimes motocross is weird, and you and you, and you just get beat by guys. And it's a team event. But those dudes on Team USA, I mean that they they can only get one spot. That's it. Otherwise, it's a complete failure. And having had a complete failure two years in a row, and without having the access to our great guys, our very best guys. What 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 are the chances that uh, I I I could almost see the U.S. posturing, not going and saying, "Look, it's too hard for our guys to continue to train and stay well, up oh, for another month." That's an excellent point. I even brought that shorten up. Shorten up their off season, our testing. It's not it's not working for our guys no, over here, so it, we're not going to come. It's not working. And so I could see them use, not going and using that as a stance to say, "You got you got to change the date. This isn't yeah. it's not working." Well, I think the last uh, the last uh, GP is somewhere in the middle of September. JT, am I? JT, am I? We don't have all two weeks after the last GP. Right. The, the earliest it could be ping is is like a week earlier. That's it, because the GP schedule goes that long. But you're absolutely right. None of these guys like you know having to sit around for a month. Um. Do any do either one of you two blame Dungey for not no, going? Absolutely not. JT. No, I mean, I would love for him to go, but I don't blame him. It's not like I'm, I'm upset or anything, especially the way he's ridden. Where? The, the nations, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was off last year, but he's been... Yeah, I, don't, I don't feel like his heart was into it last year. I really don't. Well, I don't know about, the, I don't know about Roger saying those things after the race. I'd be pissed. Yeah, that's not... That's here nor there. I just... That was not an inspired ride from, from Dungey, so... Yeah, I mean, if you know, obviously I want the best guys there, but if he doesn't want to go, I certainly don't want him there if he doesn't want to be there. What if Stu? What if Stu is cleared by the FIM, healthy, and Roger doesn't want to pick him? Doesn't doesn't pick him? I think if he's eligible to go, and the way you know, if Dungey's out, Poto's out, and Roger doesn't pick him, he's going to have some serious questions to answer. Uh, I don't from think, a lot of people. I don't think Roger would pick him. I really don't. I, I understand. I, yeah. I think he's going to have some hard questions to answer. He's going to take a lot of heat. Right. 
Hmm. Do, do I know if he, I don't know if he cares or not, but it, there's definitely going to be some harsh criticism if he doesn't take him. Right. Wow, this should be interesting to see how this plays out. I, I like I said, JT and I have a bet on this. We made it a while ago. I you don't sh- think we're going? He does. Uh, yeah. I, I, I. You know what? I should have put odds. I should have got odds on you, JT, from it because it is probably favored to go. Dude, why would I give you odds when you're saying it's fifty fifty? Yeah, yeah. You understand yeah, yeah. how odds work? Yeah, no, I know, but let's say it's fifty one forty nine. I'm just saying. Um okay. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them not go. I really wouldn't, especially after talking to Roger this weekend. Like nobody's really into it. So and it costs teams a lot of money to go. And if they can't send the Both absolute gym, best. So Yeah, no, for sure. What if we have an injury from Kennard or Tomac? Like what then? You know? goes. Yeah. I know. Okay. Still, we're going. JT and I are going. Tickets are booked. Uh, I'm going regardless, but I, I really do think America goes. We will cheer, of, we will cheer Canada on if there is no America. Well, what are we going to do about the motos, though? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> we will cheer them on in the B final. Like no I will other. be cheering Australia on if, if we do not go. Right. And Chad is going for Australia? He's locked yeah, in? Yeah, he's already. He's locked in? Yeah. All right. He already bought his ticket. Canada will be announcing their team shortly. Look for us in the B final. Again. The sad thing is, is that you weren't even watching. I missed the first two laps. Then I watched the rest. Okay? I was talking to Harry Nolte that about that effort. WP suspension. I saw the collapse. What I wasn't there for was the high times early on in the, in the moto. When they were like 1, 3, and 4 or whatever it was. Things were looking good. Things were looking so good. And then a five-lap race or whatever it was, they just collapsed. Guys were coming up to pass him. They're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Go by. Oh, sorry. I'm in your way. Sorry. sorry. Am I in your way? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, but that has been the NFAB question of the day. Motocross the Nation's talk. Who goes? Will we go? Do we want to go? And all that. When you say we, do you mean Canada? See, I don't know, bro. I don't he know doesn't what, even know what I, I don't even know. I'm confused. You know, I'm very confused. Um, all right, uh, 702-586-757. We're not going to be on here too much longer. We've got David Pingree, Jason Thomas. Uh, give us a call if you want. Uh, in the meantime, let's play the voicemails, the best of the best, uh, from two weeks off. Had 39 voicemails. And these ones are the, made, these ones are the ones that made the cut. So let's can't, do, can't let's wait, do it. Can't wait. Play it. Hey, guys. Love the show. Just had a couple questions. First, the 250 class. Blake Baggett, is this just a case of him getting a couple of good starts and that's why he's up front? Or do you think that maybe he'll go back to his old ways and not get good starts and not be able to touch J-Mart? And then as far as the 450s go, how much better is racing without Villapoto? Thanks. Uh, we talked about Baggett a little bit, but let's talk about uh, the 450s. If Ryan Villapoto is there, is he walking away with this thing? I don't know if he's walking away. Uh, I, I do think he's winning. Uh, when I when I look at the the differential between Roxon and Dungey, uh, I think it's closer than what Villapoto uh, typically wins by. So yeah, I, and I do think I think that Villapoto is the you know when he's healthy, he's the best rider in the world. You know, I, I mm-hmm. still think that. So I think Roxon is closing that gap quickly, but. You know, I think Bill Poto would still win this title if he was out there. Pingling? 
I don't know. I think uh, I think Roxon's on his good motos. He's he could be beating Villapoto. I gotta say, man, that Frenchman that comes in here, Villaman, he called this Roxon. He said Roxon's gonna beat Dungey. We're gonna beat him. I know. I'm still sticking to my thing that he's gonna slump here any minute. <laughs> We're round five, bro. <laughs> I know we are. Well, now is the time. Season okay. starts to get long. Okay. It's going to start slumping. I don't know. It's not looking good for me. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I, I I, mean, there's no question he's the dude next year. I think even if Ryan Villapoto yeah, you said that back, earlier. I think, I think it's Roxon's show. Do we think Villapoto's coming back? I'm going to throw another one out. That's 50-50, too. Yeah, I'd say that's 50-50, too. That's, I'll, give you a, I'll give you 50-50 on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's 50-50 if Villa comes back or not. All right, next, next, next. Would Can you we, come back? If I, what? Millions Steve in the Mathis? bank. You got championships, plates falling off your walls all over the place. I do. I don't think you – I don't think – you got another year in your contract. It's optional. It's, yeah. His last year is optional. Yeah, yeah. But I think you come back and, like, say – Maybe you don't give it 110%. Uh, Maybe you give why, it 95%. No, yeah. Why would he, and, why would he and, do that? And Just more money That's in the bank. Stupid. One more cashing yeah. out. Okay. I think the I one reason it, he doesn't yeah. want to come back is because he doesn't do, want to go out like that. Do you he's want, either going to do it 100% okay. and go out winning like Ricky did, or he just wants do out Do you want now. to go out with your knee jacked up and you're not racing your last series and not getting sort of like a farewell. Yeah. Maybe that's his struggle right now. Not getting like a sort of proper farewell of like maybe that's does the only, he want a farewell? Maybe that's the only reason he hasn't there already announced it. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Do you think Villapoto wants that though? Where did this delusion come that you think you can sing? I don't have any delusion. At all? I, no, I, <laughs> I don't think I can sing. I'm just sick. But just you sing. actually like recorded a song. I did. I did. Yeah, it was good. No. No, it was, no, it was yeah. not. We can play it if you want. No. Oh, hey, hey, Mathis. Yeah. Remember how I was telling you that I was just getting just crazy heat about uh, talking about that rumor that we had been bouncing around? That I was just getting made fun of over and over concerning Villapoto? Um, no. No, I don't. Shit. Uh, oh, you were okay. getting heat. Yeah, I... I, I Relayed a rumor that we both heard about Bill Poto, and then I just got made fun of over Oh, and over. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, this weekend, one of the people that I was telling that rumor to actually came to me and said, hey, I heard, uh, <laughs> actually heard this from a different source, and you were right. Right. Yeah, so there's definitely, there's definitely smoke there. Yeah, no. We're going to look yeah. like morons, dude, if it happens. Yeah. I heard that there were, there were talks, <laughs> yep. even. There were even talks going yeah, on. Yeah, no, so, uh, I, 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 yeah. To, I told you who I heard it from. Um, yeah, and I, I heard it from, but a different, a different angle on that whole situation. Well, let's just bring it, put it on their show. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I just heard, you know, the whole RV to Europe thing. Right. He yeah, might. there's uh, something to it. There's actually some smoke here. Yeah. Villapola, I don't know if it's going to happen, but there's def- it's definitely much more serious Ping, than I would have ever thought. Ping just rolled his eyes. He said it before, yeah. though. And that... It's something that I did too, Ping. Me too. I rolled my eyes. There's a chance. So I think it'd be interesting. I don't think he does it. I still don't think he does it. I really don't. Well, if he does it, we won't know. But I heard it before ever this that him talking about like it wouldn't it be cool like if yeah. we went over to Europe and then won there after winning here. And I'm like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But now there's smoke there. Ping. 
I don't think it happens. Okay. But, but uh, you know, yeah. she has crazier things have happened. Right. When does it ever happen, though, when our champion went over there to end his career? Um, uh, on top. A guy on top. Yeah, not a guy say, waffling. There's, there's a lot of guys who went there when they were not on top. <laughs> no, a lot of guys ended their careers there. But. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, okay, do it. I do think yeah, he races next year, though, whether it's here or there. I do think, think he races. You do think he, do, he will? Yep. Okay. All right. Voicemail. I just listened to the end of the yesterday's show. Man, that that uh, Pookie and you fight. Don't ever do that again. That is so awkward. My <laughs> God. I already went through one divorce through my mommy and daddy. I don't need another one. Jeez. So I guess the guy wouldn't be really pumped that we brought that up at the beginning of the show. He's probably not going to dig it. Oh, well. I mean, this is part of the Pulp Mix show. When my wife goes out of town for... Somebody just brought it up. Tits babe. versus tits. Somebody brought it up on the voicemail. So She's not happy right now. You know, I mean, honestly. Hey, tell her your idea, Pink. Tell her what we're going to do. It's not my idea. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't drag me into it. You gave me the idea. No, I didn't give ideas. You said... We're going to get... I think contraception for all women. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Pookie, maybe you could drag that mic a little more. Sorry. Hey, Kenny. Sorry. What's your idea, Ping? I had no ideas. I had no ideas. Feminist, feminist nationwide side. must know. No, Ping said we're going to get a suite here in Vegas, and him and I are going to just disappear for four days. We're going to call. Because that's what I did. We're going to call, but we're not, you know, we're not coming home. We're just partying. I would love it if you did that. Really? Yes. Be careful what you, you wish for. The is that Pookie has options and Mathis, you don't. <laughs> careful what you wish for, He needs bro. to party more. Bro, be careful. I didn't wear my wedding ring this weekend. You haven't worn your wedding ring for the last lot of weekends. Yeah, exactly. I'm not bringing sand to the beach, bro. Well, how's that working out Wait, for you? that's backwards. It's not working out. I'll be honest. It's not. I'm very, very lonely. Um, so we're going to do that here in Vegas. Cool. All right. Some guy just said that we shouldn't talk about this stuff on the air. Your room service bill is going to be through the roof. Because <laughs> you guys ain't going to do shit. Paul, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm just curious. What are we talking about when we're saying a bike's blown up? I mean, other than the obvious... Uh, a rod goes to the side of the cylinder. I mean, I know there's some other things in there, but uh, what generally are we talking about? All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Uh, many things, yeah. What are we talking about when a bike blows up? I mean, there's so many moving parts. on think can break the valve. Valve yeah. spring, valve itself, piston, cam chain, uh, transmission. Main bearing, all that shit. Um, yeah, main bearing retainers in the case of factory Yamaha. In 05. Um, yeah. There's a ton of things, caller, that could break in a motor. Or sometimes the piston breaks as you're launching off a triple. Ping? Skirt of the piston can break right off. Yep. <laughs> Transmission. Yep. What was the weirdest thing that ever broke on you, Ping? DNF'd. What was the goofiest DNF you ever had? JT, we all know what yours was. I had a lot of weird. You had five straight motors are running out of gas. I had swing arms breaking, frame broken frame, ran out of gas. Uh, my I, I broke my kill switch one time, and it was shocking me so bad that I had to pull off. <laughs> <laughs> like there was like a charge going through my handlebars. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You already cool. win. You already win this contest. No matter what yeah. Bing says right now. I, I don't know that I had a lot of DNFs. Like even the ones yeah. I had were in practice or, you know, yeah. in the races. I had pretty good. I had as a, as a mechanic, my choke backed out of my carburetor. When have you ever taken a choke off? There's, there is actually a nut. It's plastic. It's 12 or 13 millimeter nut. Comes off the key, the key and carburetors. You can take your choke out. I never have. And it backed out at Binghamton on me. So then what happened? Then the bike wouldn't run. It was just getting too much air. It would yeah. run like shit. So. I had all my sprocket bolts snap in half. Then it, then the, so then the, chain, the sprocket came loose. Then the chain ripped the hub right out of the wheel. And almost, you know, like I, it, the bike wouldn't move. <laughs> then there was your DNF at Unadilla where your Honda just blew up everywhere. Yeah, there was, there was a salvage yard on the down the downhill. Right. Ping, you might have had some at Motor World. Come on, on that Suzuki. Uh, Dean Gibson was my mechanic. I mean, he did a good job. It, it wasn't the quickest machine, but no. it wasn't his fault. Right. It was built well, though. All right. Dino Bambino. Hey, there, there's something I want to get off my chest. Uh, I just finished listening to your show, Monday show, and uh, I love the way you ended it. You know, talking about the, the deal with your Suzuki going and going on vacation four days. It's too bad she had to go on vacation in the same town you live in, which is a, a very desirable destination to go and have fun. I just, I, I kind of want to side with her on this because she's, you know, she's with her friends who all came out here. Now, when she went back there, wherever her friends are. Pookie, come here. Put the headphones on. Great radio, bro. No, this is fine. It's late in the show. Are you going to grab a different headphone every single time? Sorry, bro. All right. Hit it, hit it, Devin. Going on vacation four days. It's too bad she had to go back a little bit more. The deal with your Pookie going and going on vacation four days. It's too bad she had to go on vacation in the same town you live in, which is a, a very desirable destination to go and have fun. I just, I, I kind of want to side with her on this because she's, you know, she's with her friends who all came out here. Now, when she went back there, wherever her friends are from, and she was gone for four days, I think it's the same thing. It's just a shame that you happen to live in a very desirable location to party. So I'm going to waffle on this. Um, of course, Mathis, I would like to have my wife come home, too, and I would be a little worried. So... I, I just want to say that I, I kind of agree with both of you, but I have to side with uh, with Pookie on this. And I, I also like yes. the way that somebody tried to change the subject by talking about the poor dog that that, uh, that got that is sick or something, got some dental work done or something. Anyways, uh, great show. Uh, it's not part I, of the story. I always like ending the show on a good laugh, and, and that was a good one. I hope you to play this message next week or in two weeks because... That means you're going to rehash the whole deal again and probably get in trouble with Suki. Again. No, so, us, us, rehash something? us rehash something? Never. He has a point. Uh, Pink's got a point. So does Berluti. So does JT. JT but side I would have liked my wife to come home. Why? What are you, a baby? You need to be tucked in? Oh, calling you out on your Bro, own show. You come home to the house where you live. <laughs> like, seriously. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm 20 minutes away. I'm out all night. I'm not... Like, so weird, bro. So weird. 
I feel it's like not. this is like the Transformers. It should have just stopped after the first time we talked about it. <laughs> I forgot to ask Debbie what she thinks about this. Oh, day. my God. Why are you trying to make everybody hate me? I'm not. I'm just, you know, questionable decisions. All right, well. All right, next, next voicemail. Have a good weekend, Doc. And why don't you go on vacation to somewhere cool, like maybe Las Vegas, and I'll come home for four days. Later. Bro, you gotta quit fucking singing. It's just terrible beyond <laughs> words describing it. Aww. Just please, no more. No more sweet child of mine. No more welcome to the jungle. No more shitty song that you made. Just please quit for the love of God. I like hey, that caller. This is Josh. This is Josh from PA. Hey, I got a question for you. That question, um, I'd appreciate it if you would maybe touch on it tonight. Um, for the show, um, I have a 09 Suzuki RMZ450, and uh, it doesn't really have a ton of hours on it, but I've been noticing it making a slight, uh, like, uh, ticking, clicking noise around, like, where the cam chain is in the cylinder. Uh, it's not super high hours, but I figure maybe it's just stretched out and it's going to need a new one. So my question to you is, I'm planning on doing this myself. I've, you know, looked at the manual pretty well and think it's something I can handle because I'm fairly mechanically equipped, but um, my main question is, I'm going to put an order in for everything I need to be able to do it, and um, I mean, I, I can obviously see what the obvious things are, but my question to you guys, and, and maybe whoever your guest is, Jason Thomas is pretty familiar with the Suzuki's, um, should I just buy the genuine Suzuki parts and, and put it together that way, or would I be better off to go with like an aftermarket company like Weisco or, or even someone else? I just, I'd like to put something in you know, it's uh, maybe going to hold up a little better. Uh, but I didn't know if, you know, it's just it is what it is and it's something that needs done. And uh, I have to use, it would be better off to use the stock stuff. So that's just a quick question. Uh, it's yeah. off the normal subject things you guys are covering, but I know you guys are all rounded enough. So that's that. So if you go over that, uh, bring it up tonight, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Doesn't, JT, doesn't the RMZs have um, the – the adjust you the uh, the cam yeah, chain adjustable. adjuster. You have to yeah, do it. Cam, it's cam not. Tensioner. Yeah, it's not auto, right? You got to do it yourself. No, it's manual. Yeah. Yeah, manual. So this guy should probably like manually adjust his cam chain a little bit. See if that little slippage goes away. That little noise goes away. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and your all your problems could be if he said it doesn't have many hours on it. Then I mean these things can go. I had a buddy who went a hundred hours on on the top end on his four stroke four fifty. They can go a long time. 2003, I went the entire summer without changing a motor, a motor part. All summer. Really? Like, it, it was actually during Supercross season I got the bike. Finished Supercross, rode all summer long, didn't do anything to it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, actually. Um, yeah. You know, but if you are going to get some parts, use the code PULPAMEX at btosports.com. Save yourself money. I, would, I wouldn't be uh, scared to go aftermarket with uh, top-end parts and valves and stuff like that. It's all pretty good stuff. Yeah, there's good stuff out there. I don't know what the pricing difference is between aftermarket and stock stuff, but yeah, I mean all the you know teams that are building modified engines are using aftermarket stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They make uh, actually pretty good uh, rebuild kits, like cylinder works and all that. You yeah. can buy like a whole kit where the whole damn thing comes together. Yeah, yeah. So I would first check your cam chain collar uh, tension, uh, adjust that, make sure it's good. Maybe that noise goes away. And if not, uh, attempt it yourself. Use the manual and, uh, you know, yeah. Buy some parts. Use discount codes on, on our, from our sponsors. So, boom. 
Hey, Steve. Uh, it's Thor from Houston. Uh, I'm just thinking about this whole James Stewart thing, and I wonder does how does it affect his eligibility for the motocross missions? And if it does, with Basha out and Dungey saying he doesn't want to go, I guess you take Kennard, but who's your next 450 rider? I think we covered this. Yeah, we did. Steve, Steve Mattis. First time caller here. Max from Virginia hey, uh, went to the Tennessee Pro National this past Saturday. Uh, great time. Still shocked to see the KTM 450 so much better. The KTM 450 guys so much better than the rest of the field. But the reason for my call is, is uh, the Yamaha 250s, uh, the big step-up triple. Noticed they were only downshifting once in the air, and it seemed like all the rest of the guys... KTM, Kawasaki, and uh, Honda boys were downshifting twice. Just wondered um, your thoughts on that. Kind of shocked me that that would be that big of a gearing difference um, between those bikes. But, uh, uh, loved seeing the uh, Yamahas out front. Big Yamaha fan. So, uh, yeah. Just let me... Uh, let me know y'all's thoughts on that, and uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Later on. Um, are you guys like? Are you guys do? Are you guys fans of NASCAR? Either one of you? Not so much. JT. Uh, casual, yeah. Do you know anybody who's like hardcore NASCAR fans? Sure. I, I'm asking because I find it so weird to be like this guy is like, uh, and I, I don't mind. So I'm not judging him. It's not good or bad, but I find it weird to be like. It's good to see the Yamahas up front. It's my Yamaha guy. NASCAR, there's like Chevy guys and Ford guys, right? Like, I find that oh, weird. I know lots of guys like that. Do you really? With Supercross. Oh, like, yeah. Like, cause With like, Supercross? Like me, when I was a fan growing up, I liked riders. I didn't care where they went. Mark Barnett switched to a Cowie, and I was a Barnett Cowie guy. Rollerball one. Oh, I, I, think, I think Honda is the biggest. There are people that are just diehard Honda. Um, but, but yeah, I'm not too. Do you think there's a lot of that? I think there's more than you think. Oh, okay. Ping? Yeah, I think it's I think it's fairly common. Yeah, we talk about this a lot when we um, go through our shootouts and stuff like that in our intros, and um, I feel like there's people who are just you could you could ride a bike, say this thing sucks, it's terrible, it gets mm-hmm. last in our shootout. This is a pile of shit. <laughs> and you know, if it's if somebody was a fan of that brand, they're buying it. No matter what you said, ah, that guy's an ass. I mean, they're gonna buy it. Okay, no matter what. That's more like uh, that's more like buying a bike and dealer support. I'm thinking like cheering for riders. Like you cheer for Ryan Dungey on a Suzuki because you love Suzuki, and he goes to KTM, and Ryan Dungey's dead to you. Are there guys like that? Are you guys like that? Sorry, sorry to bore you. Sorry, Sorry. coffee's wearing off. Sorry, Um, sorry. sorry. (laughs) See, <laughs> uh, so JT, there's guys out there like that, huh? I mean, oh yeah, manufacturer fans, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Very odd to absolutely. me. I cheered for riders, RJ and yeah, we got it, Bradshaw, like whatever. I didn't care what they rode. Yeah, I really didn't either. Yeah, but having said that, those Yamahas did make that uphill triple, JT, consistently. Yeah, and uh, apparently Stu was only downshifting once. Yeah, I don't know about the downshifting thing. But, yeah, I was just, I was kind of making. Yeah, fun. yeah, no, I know. But those Yamaha guys did seem to get over that thing a little easier. Of course, I was 
also watching Dean Wilson, it was stretching it out, but Dean's 180 pounds or what? Is he is that heavy? I don't know. He's a bigger guy. But All right, next question. Next uh, voicemail. Hey, I just wanted to say one thing about the broadcast. Um, that onboard view with the GoPro while the race is going on, that's, that's pretty sweet. That's a big step up. And then uh, one other thing is probably won't be hearing any interview from James for about two, five years now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see him coming out and doing any interviews whatsoever, even when Supercross starts. So, I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. Nah, James will be doing interviews. Um, he'll be doing interviews. As soon as this thing gets cleared up, he'll he'll want to get out in front and do it. What was the guy that was qu- what was the other question? He was talking about the uh, the live oh, the start GoPro, GoPro Ping, footage. You had a, a comment about that. Yeah, no, I thought it was – I mean, it's awesome. It's long overdue, I think. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about why don't they do this for a couple of years at least, but – um, watching it the whole time, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, keep getting lower and lower, <laughs> looking. Well, I, they needed to, you know, it tilt it low. up. It was yeah. pointed too much down at the track, and you know, as a rider, I think anyone who rides, you know, you know, you need to be looking up a little further than where they had this thing. Yeah, it was their first shot at it. I'm yeah. sure they'll That's, improve it, but like you said, it's a long time coming. So. Yeah. What do you think, JT? You liked it with the uh, the cameras? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's the natural progression of, you know, technology. I, I think it was awesome. Um, you know, for me, it, you know, I've been in that situation so many times. I race, I don't even know how many nationals, some crazy amount of nationals. So it wasn't mind-blowing to me. But for people who have never done it or never been in that spot, I think it's I think it's incredible. Such an, an eye-opening experience for them and, mm-hmm. you know, something they're never going to get to, you know, get to see otherwise. It's good to see them do it for sure for the broadcast. Be cool on like yep. LaRocco's Leap and yeah, Gravity Cavity, like stuff where people have dreamed of going and racing Unadilla. They'll never get to do it. Yeah, they can at least ah, oh, that's what it looks like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think for the the start too in the first few turns, how chaotic it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's hard to hard for people to grasp unless you're right in there, which they were. Yeah, absolutely. And how about Bell and Grant wearing them? Chances yeah. are you could get yeah. some good <laughs> lightning rods. <laughs> right? Like, uh, we're going to give it to uh, Zach Bell and Josh Grant. Um, purely a coincidence. Don't mind this extra heavy duty titanium casing we're putting around the camera. That's uh, <laughs> and these, these, our these, protocol. These we're gonna shock absorbers yeah. are all normal. <laughs> Don't worry, Zach. All right. Is that it? All right. That's been the, uh, X, the uh, 702 f- uh, voicemails 702 586 questions. All right. We're done here, gentlemen. It's been a good show. It's been a good run. We're back after a week off. David, yes. David Pingree makes his triumphant return to the studio. It's been fun. What the, what the hell happened? Um, we, didn't hear to, from Mo, we didn't hear from like a lot of the normals. Moser. There's yeah. usually a guy from Australia calling. Yeah, good point. Uh, maybe they think we're, we're canceled. Nash. We, we, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't uh, on last week, so they think it's over. It's dream, over, Johnny. Dream's over. Uh, will you not make it so long for your next visit? I think so. Okay, because you went a long time. You had some health issues, though. Can't, you had I did. You bow out of the last show. but Yeah. But you're good now. Yeah. Okay. The great David Pingree <laughs> in studio. Fantastic. you gotta, you got to stop introducing me as four-time Supercross oh, winner. Okay. Like, this was a... This was a, a century I mean, ago. J- I introduced JT as two-time. Like, literally, people listening to this show weren't even born 
when well, I was I gotta, racing. I got to give you street cred, don't I? Ping, ping. If I was a four-time Supercross winner, I would be take. I would take it in a heartbeat. I'd be playing it up. I'd have business cards made. I introduced JT as two-time Montreal Supercross <laughs> champion, two-time German Supercross champion. I really do. All right. I don't know. I'm four-time Manitoba champion. I wish people would. It, it is. You should be it, proud of that. I would. I would love to have that credential. You know what's pretty what, damn Manitoba cool? Manitoba titles? Are you talking to me? No. Oh. Four-time Supercross winner. Oh, I thought you were talking about me and my Manitoba title. You know what's pretty cool is hearing that dude with the voice at the beginning. Yeah. Announce my name. I never Michael got Buffer? to. Huh? Who are you talking about? The voice of Supercross the guy. The intro for our show. Oh, yeah. I never got to hear that guy, like, you know. You never got brought there. out in opening ceremonies? Yeah, but it was back when they would bring out, like, the whole teams and oh, stuff. Okay. It was yeah, just yeah. different. Yeah. Not like they um, do now, one at a time. And Kiefer and Villeman were also very impressed, too. They yeah. also liked it. Villeman had been introduced a hundred times by that guy or whatever. Still thought it was pretty cool. I yeah. got to do it in Canada. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know, Ping. I, what do you want me to uh, – Fireman. I, I, what do you want me to say? Uh, it's fine. Oh, oh, dang it, I'm right sleepy. Here. Keeping you up, bro. Yeah, what's going on? This <laughs> coffee wore right It's off. an hour ahead where JT is. <laughs> I had two is. cups of coffee, too. <laughs> it's an hour ahead where JT is. He's still fine. Yeah, but he's breathing fresh Fuck mountain it. air. It's 115 out here. I went up to <laughs> Boise last week. Yeah, what were you doing up there? I visited Western Power Sports. Why? Because they had a new building, and I want to go up and see it. That's it? Yeah. Just want to go see the building. <laughs> well, don't put it like that, but yeah. So it was awesome. It's a real cool place. I've been there. Oh, you have? Uh huh. They got a basketball court. Yeah. Full weight room. It's badass. Track the, right outside. I know. The design room is sweet. Yeah. I saw twenty. You haven't seen it. Well, P hasn't seen any of that. Oh. I saw twenty fifteen gear. The building's only like two months old. Oh. I saw twenty fifteen gear. What's the same place though, right? Is there just a new? Apartment? Yeah, we just got a huge new addition put on. Oh. Place. I was there two it. years ago for our. Oh. Um. Boise Interam race. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I went up there. Boise, bro. How was it? JT took me to this local coffee place. It sucked. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> hey, there's some hippies downtown. It's very earthy. Oh, super earthy. I don't know what that means, earthy. but Like, like you know, hemp and yeah. henna tattoos and yeah. patchouli. Wash your hair like every blue moon. Yeah, patchouli oil and, you know. Mm-hmm. Smoking dope. Do they allow dogs on planes? Probably. Dogs, snakes, cakes, <laughs> zebras. <laughs> uh, no, it was nice. WPS folks blowing up and uh, fly stuff is. I saw 2015 fly stuff. I, I argued again with the guys with the flat black helmets about how they're ridiculous. Dude, they're sick. But I did not win that argument. So yeah, it's a good time. If you want to listen to. Uh, a top secret agent uh, rider negotiation. Go to pulpmex.com or check out the Steve Mathis podcast. You'll hear myself posing as an agent and Jason Thomas and Max Steffens from Fly were the gear guys, and I was trying to get my client a gear gear deal. So it went pretty well. Who's I, your client? Well, he didn't really have a name. He was just a multi-time Supercross winner and national. Hadn't won the title yet, but very top rider in the sport. Mm. So I started at 1.5. This is a fictional yeah. negotiation you had? Yeah. Yeah. I started at 1.5 a year. He asked for $1.5 million for gear. What kind of verbal masturbation session was this all about? I mean, like, you just negotiated for a fictitious yeah. person. I wanted to fun. give the listeners a little look behind the curtain on what it's like. Mm. 
I'm a fucking idiot. Don't you think I did a good job, JT? No. Okay. I think Horrible. I, okay, well, I had you two guys eating out of my hand practically, waiting to give me a contract. Yeah, okay. All right. Thanks, JT. Good times, bro. Yeah. Uh, always fun. What? What are you laughing at? See you Nations. We'll be cheering on Team USA. Oh, you just wait, man. I, I'm not saying they're not going, but. That guy's going down. I think there's a very real chance, just just like 2004, USA doesn't feel the team. So we'll be there. <laughs> We're the red, white, and blue. These colors. paint my face. These colors do not run. You should have seen Ping, how pissed JT was when USA was going to lose. Like it was not looking good in the third moto, and he was very angry. JT was mad. Yes. It's very angry. I was ready to fight some uh, foreign media. Mm. Colors don't run. Because Uh, they're all rubbing their hands together, just reveling in it. That's what sucks. I I don't like when the media does that. And it's the same thing we were just talking about in Canada, about the Canadian guys up there. I don't like when the media is, like, happy. But, of course, they're going to be, though. I mean, how many they've gotten their butts whipped by for so many years. But it's not even – there wasn't even their own country that won. They don't care. They weren't Belgian. It's the world against us every time – there's some some half half Dutch, half Australian idiot. <laughs> I uh, I don't. I just want to see a good race. Whoever wins, wins, man. Just want to see a good race. So, all right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, have a good night. Thank you for hanging in there, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you, JT. See you guys. See ya. Uh, all right, man. BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, A Cherbies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Better starting, better throttle response. Black Ops Moto for your far, for your four stroke. Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing, Adamson Cirillo, Matt Bushevi, Forrest Butler, Nick Way, somewhat Kenny Roxon. Thank you, Ping, again for coming in. Good times. Devin. Always a pleasure. Thanks, bro. Killing it. We're going to be back next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I meant... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.